Yay, brief yeah. hiatuses or hiati hiatuses. Yeah, hey, miss one show, you broke up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a spur of the moment troll, and it was funny. I figured I figured if we don't if they don't have any show to talk about for the week, might as well give them a little something to talk about. And then people got really they took it seriously. And got you should have let us in on it. Though, no, like, I could. I, I didn't know it was just, it's it was a spur of the moment. I mean, because we could have so set junkyard up to take the fall. Through. Oh yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh poor junkyard. We should have um, him on the show. I think he. Oh wait, wait. I have a thing. I um, I I saw Mr. Sark on Monday. Yeah. Oh, really? And I was like, Mr. Sark, I have had like 15,000 requests for you to come on Painkiller already. If it's not your cup of tea, completely awesome. You know, we'll just, here, you know, you can let me know and, uh, and you don't have to come on, you know, we won't say a word. And, uh, he says, Woody, I have had 16,000 requests to come on PKA and I would do it. So, uh, someday in our future, Mr. Sark, potential guest. Did you meet him right. in person? Yeah, he was at the Titanfall event. Is he really like six and a half feet tall? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's taller than Hutch. Yes, oh, wow. he is. And Hutch he is, is like six five. Damn. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sark. And, and it's, I it's remember funny. Sark he's... and Hutch like walking around through an E three or something, and they were easy to spot. They were yeah. just two <laughs> the two towers. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Sark, a lot of times, really tall people don't have um, what I consider to be like normal proportions. Mr. Sark is just like a really big normal person. Like he, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because Hutch, Hutch is a pretty skinny guy. He's kind of mm-hmm. stretched out. Sark looks like, just like you took a you know a normal, well built guy and just you maintain the aspect bigger. ratio. If you were to yeah, take he, me, he maintains it. If, if you were to like shove a rod through my ears and hold my feet down and stretch me by six inches, I would be Hutch. Yes. <laughs> so Hutch essentially looks like the dark ones from Metro. Uh, Alright, it's not that bad. It's I don't not, know. Hutch <laughs> yeah. is just a skinny guy. He's just thin. Yeah, he's not. Um. Oh, who's the scary guy? But Sark used to might make be all the six... fake videos about him. Slenderman. Oh. Yeah. How much do you think Sark weighs? I guess that that's where we should be going with this. I don't know. What are you talking to me? Two ten? Two two? No, no, no. no. Two forty like... maybe. He's too tall to be two ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two ten uh, on across six five or six and six is looking. Have you ever heard that old song, Big John? No. Mm-hmm. Every morning at the mine, you can see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed two forty five. Kind of broad at the shoulders and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. Does Pink sing that? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. But I was just thinking, like, like, yeah, Mr. Sark is the same dimensions probably as Big John, as like you know the scary guy from an old country song. So. Hmm. Hey, yeah, we have a advertisement. We got two sponsors. That's right. Yes, the return of PKA after a brief timeout is uh, one of the sponsors of this week's show. Is Trouble Brewing Studio. If you're a fan of craft beer, specialized, great tasting beer, go check out uh, Trouble Brewing Studio. Or they if you just want to see guys you. drink stuff out the bathtub, they've got a pretty <laughs> cool channel over there. It's you know. They do. It's, they're they're, uh, they're testing out craft beers, and that's something I don't know much about. So I what watched. Are we were talking years. with X Jaws about YouTube ideas that aren't really explored yet. Like mm-hmm. he, he had a, a good one. I thought DIY, like do it yourself. And if you do DIY now, it's just a bunch of girls and glue guns and stuff. W- what's not done is like bathroom remodeling and uh, I don't know other DIY stuff, mm-hmm. how to spackle and drywall and things like that. Um, it's a market that's not untouched. This craft brew thing, to me, is also a market that's untouched. There are a lot of people who are into that as a, as a big hobby, and mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that, that's like doing it right until Beer Brothers came along. So check yeah, them out. Yeah, so 
go check them out. You watch there. Just watch, go to their channel. Watch the uh, the unsubscribe trailer. It's uh, it's very well put together and uh, professionally done. I thought I was watching something from like the Discovery Channel. So it's uh, it's really cool. Go give them a go. Say hello. Yep. And our second sponsor of the night is Titch II Virus. He uh, he's got a gaming channel. He does let's plays. He he plays whatever he likes basically. And very soon, I'm told, he's going to be implementing the face cam. That's right. He's coming out. Big time, showing his face off to the world. He's going to be there in the videos, and uh, I think it's going to make his channel a lot more personal for his don't, viewers. Don't miss the big too. reveal, man. Don't miss it. It's, uh, what, it's, what, what, it's tough putting the, yourself out there, though. What if he's like that kid from Mask, you know, just like with the real, you know, Rocky Dennis, just like, argh. KYR Speedy did a face cam. He waited until he had a million subscribers before he showed himself on camera, and uh, I was convinced that he was going to be hideous. Like, I was sure of it. And uh, and he's not. He, like, do you guys know what he looks like at all? Yeah, he's like nope. a, he's like a strapping dude. He's like a tall, dark, and handsome ex Division One athlete from college. Yeah, he can dunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like seriously, he's a white guy, six I think six four. He can dunk, and that's pretty good. <laughs> he gets buckets. Lefty getting behind the white guy that can. Well, dunk. I'm six. I'm six. I'm six four, six five, depending on shoes and liquor store I'm leaving, but. I could never dunk. Like even at the height of my athletic prowess, I could. Like I, I, I would, I would be on a, like a fast break. I played in a YMCA rec league. And I was, I would jump and I'd be like going for a layup. Um, and I'm like, oh man, if I just turned my hand over, I might be able to dunk it. But I couldn't, so I just have to, like, because I'm like, oh yeah, never mind, I'm white. So. Lefty likes Speedy, oh. and he was telling me that most of the people on this earth that can dunk, he hates. <laughs> that's just... <laughs> oh, so that's rare. Congrats. I don't hate the European basketball Euro League. Is <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Titch II Virus, best goddamn channel on YouTube. Check him out. Links in the description for both of our sponsors. So doing a thing. Yeah. And uh, I thought I'd pimp my. Uh, I don't think I've ever done this before. My my Minecraft server at the start of the show. We do events every two weeks. <laughs> and uh, on That's Sunday, you've ever done that before. Yeah, first time. First time right here. PKA one sixty six. <laughs> on Sunday, we're doing. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's like a deathmatch type thing, like a, a battle royale. Fifty people. Five make it to the final round. We'll do that ten times, and then the winners get ranks and right. free let, stuff. Let me call you out on some of your on some of your promotion here. Go on. All right. There's a guy I seen on the on the Painkiller Already forum. Right. That has a three month Netflix code. How are you going to respond to this? Oh, uh-huh. I actually have a response for that. Um, it was a mistake. Like I, I, I so for people who don't know like. Freddie Wong had a like a rocket jump Netflix code or something, and uh, and it was three months long. And I was like, "What? Oh my god! Like this changes anything? Like, you, why would anyone use mine?" And then you look into it, and it's only one month. And then uh, Freddie put out like an apology tweet or something like that, saying that he didn't mean to mislead anybody, but he actually doesn't have a three month code. Oh. Ah. Uh. Uh, so, I thought Woody had to step his game up. I was like, oh. yeah, so did I. I was like, I gotta get on the phone. I gotta get this corrected. Hell, like, I used the code. <laughs> Too late. He's like, oh shit, my business. That's how Woody found out that it wasn't like. That's how he found out. Sands the the Freddie Wong apology. He used the code. Like, oh man, it's only a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then like people were trying to like reverse engineer how it makes sense. Like, well, I guess the first 
third and fifth months are free, I guess. You know, like they're trying to, but that's not the case. It's everybody has one month codes, but Netflix.com slash Woody makes you sexy to the, uh, to women. And he Woody. doesn't lie about it, Freddie Wong. And <laughs> trying to mislead people. <laughs> well, we were calling like, him out, but he made a mistake. If you followed a bunch of people on YouTube, could you technically have like about two years worth of free Netflix if you wanted it? Uh, well, you would need a new credit card for like every month, like a new identity. And some people do that. Some people have used Netflix.com slash Woody several times. But mostly, about, like, you, couldn't, you couldn't like use your same credit card and use different YouTubers. Bascos? Right, you couldn't do that. But yeah, because the free month is tied to your credit card, not yeah, yeah. to the code. So Netflix.com slash Woody gets yourself a free month. It is the best deal in the multiverse. There is none better. Does it, does it have to be a credit card? Couldn't you get like a prepaid card and do it that way? Ooh. Try it. It might work. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that might, that might, that's actually a good idea. I've been a like Netflix it. customer longer than I've had a code. I didn't actually yeah, use my own code. You scam. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say this. You that know, probably won't work. Back in Motown, they had a saying, would you spend your last $5 on this song or a sandwich? That song was Netflix. I would spend my last $5 on it. Oh, yeah. Netflix thinking. has got... They got they got a lot, and they just renewed uh, House oh, of Cards, uh, right, for season three. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'm looking forward to that. I can't I'm that. watching season eight of Dexter, and it is a big pile of shit. You know, <laughs> everyone says that, and I liked it more than most. Dexter's b- pussy. This guy is supposed to be like a jungle, like like a lion in the jungle, right. like fucking stalking normal human beings. He got his ass kicked in the last episode I watched by like three dudes wearing black. He's supposed to go Jackie Chan on those motherfuckers and just like chop them apart. I mean, yeah, he's like crying, like feeling bad. He, he's got a girlfriend that he's not supposed to, you know, he's yeah, dating some sort of murderer. And, and he's all in bed with her like, I missed you so much. Dexter's a pussy now. This is Dude, what, what happened in like a season four? He like broke his hand to beat up a serial killer. Exactly. It, remember, he beat up Dokes. Remember how big Dokes was? That yeah, Dokes the black was a sergeant. Dude. Dokes looks like a professional football player. And he, he kicked that guy's ass. And now he's getting beat up in back alleys by just, like, three random henchmen or something. But to be fair, I never pictured Dexter as a big fighter. No, like, he was. If, like, if you watch the season with Dokes, like, fit, right? Like, yeah. I, I had an idea for this show before it started, and I, I didn't mention it to you guys. I should have. But tell me. I'll, I'll pitch the concept, and you guys can tell me if it's good. This is something I do in my live streams. Whenever I see, a like, a, a lull in the action... I bring up either a joke that's guaranteed to be bad or a funny fact or whatever. And I have not safe for work facts that okay. I just want to throw out throughout the show. Does this sound fun at all? Yeah, let's hear I'd it. I'd like to hear one. Well, yeah, let me what, – what kind of not safe for work are we talking just about? Just pick, pick one. Just pick one at random. Let's all right, one. top one. This is from Reddit, by the way. I'm not trying to hide it. Semen ejaculates at over 27 miles per hour and is therefore illegal in school zones. <laughs> Especially if Wings is driving. What's the uh, what's the maximum range on that? About three feet? I, I, look, these are all... I, I'm not ready for follow-up. I think it has to do with the angle of elevation relative to the <laughs> it ground. Is, I really, yeah. I mean, it, it if you're on the, if you're the Empire State Building, you bust yeah, one off. Maximum the maximum range, range is up to three feet. Usually on her chest, five rarely past inches. her head. That's the maximum range. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Uh, you have okay. another one? Do you have like a I, list I, of these? I, I, I never, yeah, I never can get them, into shoes. We got a four-hour show. Like, you can space them out a little. They always talk about holding your abs in and shit like that. That don't work. Is anybody actually trying You were the work? one that said that. You were the one that brought it up the first time. That was like, yeah, wasn't that yeah. the Wings Pro Tip? It was Peter. What, it was the guy's yeah, name Peter Norris North? talked about if you like, you like when you, you kind of like hit, hold it back, and then once you get once you get ready to bust, you like clench your abs and then let it go. My shit just dribbles. I think I think you masturbate too much during the day, Wings. You gotta save it up. Yeah. You can't. You can't you, you you can't be you know pleasuring yourself. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can't masturbate that often. I, I always like call, used to call bullshit on people. When you when you get the when you get the furniture moving pussy, I be getting. You get the better nut. You get a better nut. Wait, what is furniture? Can you describe? Yeah, can pussy? you describe furniture moving? Well, the girl, the girl I'm currently going out with. That uh-huh. the first two times that I had sex with her, I moved furniture both times, and you guys dubbed her the furniture moving girl. <laughs> so hold on a minute. When you, when is the furniture moved during the during the act? No, 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 no. I moved furniture, and then I got sex. Oh, oh you guys were having right. sex and like furniture right. was getting knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was like a momentum joke. I'm picturing or the bed no. like jiggling across yeah. the room, couches yeah. tipping oh, over, no. tables overthrown. <laughs> if, if the bed moves, it's because the post give up. <laughs> because you said the way you said it, furniture moving pussy. I thought it was like furniture moving was like a descriptor of the pussy. Wait, like, is she no. actually a furniture mover? Wings isn't kidding when he talks about like the bed giving out. Like when he when he came over to my house, he was, you did, he was that like, wasn't a bed. That was a futon. That was a bed. But it was oh, the metal. first yeah, the first one was a futon. At first it was a futon, but that didn't work out. So we did get a bed. But he said something. What did you say about the way you guys underpin your beds in South Carolina or whatever? Oh, my bed at my house, I had to reinforce it with um, multiple two by fours so it would hold up. Yeah, I was. I was like, no, nah, man, we don't have any lumber in here. I think we we'll so we just sat it on the floor. So we were yeah. Well, hmm. <laughs> uh, so so he had me on a futon, and I'm like, it was cool. And the, until I woke up and I rolled over to check my phone, and the futon had a mattress on top of it. To be fair, so the futon was folded out to be to act as a box spring, and then there was a mattress on top of that. It wasn't an ideal situation. He had it easy, man. I had a half-inflated air mattress. <laughs> Shit was... I'd, I'd sleep and I'd have daydreams about being turned over by waves and shit. It was like a, nightmares and... Uh, was this at my house? Yes, it was at your house. Here, you know, there, there's a nice like queen-size like bed there now. Inflated. He gave me like an inflatable pillow, essentially. Wait, you and, didn't even get to sleep on the luxurious couches? No, no. there was someone else on the couches. Oh, yeah, so I, I, I had... I had seating that really wasn't su- or sleeping arrangements not suitable for humans. It, it was it was not. Well, cool. I told you you could have gotten in bed with me, but you wouldn't do it. You I said Jackie wouldn't that. understand. Never again. Never again. <laughs> this conversation never happened. I'd be snuggling. <laughs> uh, you should have just gotten in bed oh, with me. Oh, hey, wings. baby. Kyle oh, was just making his moves on me. Was he? Uh huh. <laughs> I don't claim to be the neatest person in the world, but thank you. I look pretty tidy. You were tidy when when I went there. Mm-hmm. Your your house was cleaned, nice. Well, I'm talking about like I, I'm not I'm not like a viciously dirty person. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> viciously dirty. All right, 
Good to know. Well, what do you live with that's me a for, meme. Months, Kyle? Somebody make somebody put that quote on a on a picture of wings, please. Meme that up for me. Kyle, would nice. you consider me a dirty person? I would not consider you a viciously dirty person, <laughs> and that's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's you funny. Me a partially dirty person. Um. No, not in your day to day life. Um, you know, when you're, when you were here, we were working out, and you work out, you get sweaty, and when you get sweaty, stuff sticks to you, and that's the essence of being dirty. So, you were yeah. a little dirty most of the time you were here, but, you know, that's because we were working out. Oh, well, yeah. That's but you were never vicious, you were only once I saw you viciously dirty, but, you know. What was that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, it, yeah. Oh, it was the one when you were, uh, out, like, rolling around in the grass outside. And the oh. grass was stuck all over you. Oh, yeah, I got. Can we get a Jeremy update, Kyle? I'll, what would I'll, you like to know about Jeremy? Is he going to be a father? No, no. It turned out that was a pregnancy scare. Um, Jeremy is not going to be a father, and he was not as real. I was more relieved than he was, which was shocking. I was like, I was like, so she's not <laughs> pregnant. He's like, he's like, no. Nah. And I'm like, oh, that's so great, man. That's so great. You dodged a fucking bullet, bro. I would rather take a bullet than that. That's your view. Wow. And he was like, eh, I've been a good daddy. Ain't nothing to it. And I'm just like, wow. oh, shit. <laughs> you just buy the pampers and shit and you just tell the woman to take care yeah, of it. And I'm thinking, like, this is a guy who, like, doesn't have enough money to buy a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> He's not going to be able to handle. Babies aren't that know, expensive. Babies are incredibly expensive. They are not. I, are, are you serious right now? Yes. Yeah, I would say that. Um, not now. Look, Jeremy doesn't earn a lot, so he might have a different perspective on it. But in my opinion, like I, I feel like the whole expensive babies thing was overdone. I'll I'll lay it out there. Diapers are like twenty bucks a week, which is not free, but. You know, if you're at all in a position to like relatively be able to have babies, you can probably find twenty bucks in your budget. You know, how many guys out there like just give up beer and find twenty dollars in there, or a trip to the bar once a week and, and find enough money for diapers? So, so that's a thing. In terms of all the equipment, you know, I, maybe my experience is atypical, but I had some help. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of money when we when we had our first kid, and. Uh, you know, like the the dresser, the crib, things like that. A lot of it came from the baby shower. You know, if we this is to... middle class white people stuff, and I can relate to it. Don't get me wrong. Right. But Jeremy doesn't have access to this web of like close so relationships. Jeremy needs like wings of redemption, baby. Fathers who are like, yeah, Martin's having a kid. Of course, we're getting him a stroller. Is what's Becky getting him? Oh, good. She's getting the bassinet. It's like that. That's how, like, you know. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm kind of hip to it, right? Like, I, I've got just like he said, you know, this like, would you call it white middle class? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I've got this like white middle, class, white middle class web of people who sort of help with the stroller and the this and the that. But Jeremy doesn't really. No, like, he doesn't man. have friends no. with strollers. Uh -uh. Now their kid is like four. And they don't need it anymore. He doesn't Dude. like even Dude. hand me downs. His friends are his friends are like. Tw guys in their early 20s who like to pimp out their trucks and hang out at Walmart, man. Like, I don't think you understand. Family? Um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into the guy's personal life, but no, not really. Okay. Not not, a, not of the reliable so, sort. If you have to buy all the equipment yourself, and, and assuming you're trying to do this on a budget, there is like a one-time sort of between like six and $1,200 worth of gear that you need, right? The kid's going to need a crib, a stroller, a car seat, um... 
I don't all know. that could be bought at Goodwill for less than six hundred. Then yeah, you might be right about that. You might be right about there's that. There's some pretty significant medical bills. Um, here, here, that oh, can't that's arise. true. I was insured, so that's that's a well, thing. If you're low uninsured, income, low income would get paid for free. Jerry's yeah. not insured, I promise. <laughs> right. I don't know what he would have to pay until like I don't know how that works when you have a kid and you can't pay for anything. But um the the week to week stuff doesn't really get ex- now kids are expensive. Like you know, what hope is, you know, with their Dad, would you sponsor my robotics team and my fencing oh, lessons and I want to go to She's Washington, got a robotics East. team? Yeah, she's on her school's robotics team. Why does her school have a robotics team? That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Her school. Is Why like didn't a... you open the show with, "Hey, by the way, my daughter's school has a robotics team." <laughs> what does a robotics team do? That's my next question. They make robots to achieve goals. I bet. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they do. They make robots to achieve and you goals. See who can do it most efficiently? That's oh, really fucking. Oh, so cool. they're basically creating Skynet for us. <laughs> um, I I could I could probably get her. I bet she's home. Does um, she have a robot? Man, I'm jealous She's of that. She's making it. They do a fair amount of like electronic programming and metalworking. I mean, I ask really? Like, do you have something that we can see? When no, I was like 15 here. years old, I would have loved that shit. Mm, it's her. Uh, cool. It's her school's second year. Uh, like, it, so she goes to a new school, and uh, they do the robotics team every year. But her school's only two Wait, years old. So, will you sponsor my robotics team? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna sponsor hers. Actually, I think I'm gonna be her school's top robotics sponsor. And it's going to be called the uh, like the the Woodycraft Terror Bites. Get it? Terror uh, Bites. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm a terror though. I don't know about that. I, that's that. So. Uh, I'd get in trouble doing that shit. I, I teach my fucking kids to make napalm in the robot to destroy the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, at, at first, I thought it was going to be BattleBots type thing, but I think it's not. I think it it might have to do with throwing and catching balls. Like that's what her thing needs to do. Mm. So what I was saying is when the kids get older and they have interests, like, oh, oh, and um, sick kids, right? Or I don't like to call Colin sick, but he's definitely a special needs kid. And what he goes through with all the therapists and stuff like that, that's expensive. But a normal, healthy baby doesn't get expensive until later. Hmm. That's my take on it. Especially and, when they when they have a robotics team and you put metal washers and nails and screws <laughs> inside something that goes boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then there's lawsuits and attorneys, and, but um, uh, yeah. So, so little bit, and this is what I'm. I, what Kyle was bringing up was something I was kind of aware of. If you're broke, broke, right? If you're hardly making it, then you know a, a baby will will make that hardship even more difficult. But if you're making it and you have any kind of disposable income, the first couple of years of a baby, like it, have you seen baby clothes? Yeah, the, the, wings. Right now, do an inventory uh, without the headset, head to toe. How much money are you wearing? Like, how much is your shirt, underwear, shorts, shoes? Uh, this is unfair because I'm a lot bigger than you guys. Right. The shirt's about forty bucks. Uh huh. The undershirt probably runs about six dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. My shorts probably run about forty bucks, and my boxers run about five dollars. So I didn't so add a, that that well, but it was forty for the shirt, forty. It was over a hundred. Over a hundred. A little over a hundred. Yeah. I can take three-day-old wings and outfit that kid with class, right? The kind of shit you take a picture in for sixteen dollars. <laughs> I, I can do it even cheaper because I I don't believe in buying little kids new clothes because they grow so fast. And, and what do you like, do? You run the mill like no, you just can't use clothes. You run the mill onesie and warm thing is actually really inexpensive. And and then when you, you see the little kid in the sailor suit. That sailor suit, head to toe thing, is like eighteen dollars. It wasn't that bad. 
So um, people fuck up buying like the, the 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 Jordans for their kid when they're like one. Like, why are you <laughs> buying Jordans and Nike Air shirts and shit like that? I'm with you with that. That's silly. But um, uh, you know, the little sailor outfit for the boy or the princess Who's outfit that, uh, for the girl. I heard a comedian the other day said something about like someone bought his kid uh, Timberlands and his Timberland and his kid is two years old. So he can't even fucking walk yet. That's like giving a blind person a microscope. Uh, I Do you ever wore Timberlands? They suck. Do you want to see what I got Joe for his baby? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just going through my cart here. Oh, Joe. wait. I don't need my No, cart. this is Joe Lozon's baby, right? I'm yes. such an asshole. Wait, what? Like, I'm an asshole. Like, oh. <laughs> the first thing that pops in my mind to buy Joe something for his baby would be, like, the, like the T-shirt of the guy that beat him. Like the other time. That's not cool. No, it is no, cool. that would not be cool at all. <laughs> so you guys can't see it, but I'll give you a link. This is what I bought. I got this for little for Joey. Joe Lozon's baby. Oh, I call him shit. Little Woody. Oh, it has the oh, price that's on good. there. That's kind of in bad taste. <laughs> that's that. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but, damn, look at that price. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to show the price, but um, I, I didn't really think it through is what happened. But, but yeah. like those baby clothes are a little more expensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> cost him nothing. <laughs> It cost him nothing. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. But yeah, so I, I got him. He's not old enough for it yet, but he got a little baby gi uh, for when he when he gets bigger. Hmm. That's pretty That's cool. cool. That's cool. Now, um, what do you got to play Titanfall? I want to hear about it. Oh, God. So I made a video that was up for about three hours that told all about it. And um, uh, actually, it was my other YouTubers who kind of reached out for me, like, Woody, be careful. That violates NDA. And I swear I didn't even sign an NDA, but I also don't want to, like, disobey the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not allowed. I thought when I made the video, which it was in, like, vlog style, that I couldn't share any images, that I couldn't share any, uh, like, video or that sort of thing, audio. But I could share my opinion. And it turns out all I'm supposed to say is that uh, I was there. I can't show the the awesome wow, smaller bag. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. What? Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Um. But I, I'll break the rules anyway and say I think it's a cod killer. Ooh. Oh, that's great. Just drop it. So that. it should be coming out. The, the beta should be coming out soon. A lot of people are rumoring it for uh, uh, Valentine's Day, right? Uh, yeah, I actually, so Valentine's I'm, I'm not even hiding that. I know nothing about okay. the the beta and stuff. Um. What can I say? They had us play like a variety of pack of games, you know. Like they, I think they had a special playlist set up for us, and we would just try out different game modes on different maps. But um, uh, did you hear what COD's doing? Uh, yeah, the sledgehammer thing. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Call of Duty is going on a three-year rotation now. I so like that. Developer, I, like yeah, I like that. I think that's a good game. idea. I don't I like that's it. A good idea. Why not? <laughs> because I. Uh, Right now, I already feel like they're out of sync. You know, what will happen is, for example, Modern Warfare will do a thing. Like, Modern Warfare 3 will do a thing. Uh, It has Death Chat. It has this. It has that. And then the next one comes out, and it doesn't have it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, you... You might think Modern Warfare 3 was the succession of Modern Warfare 2, but your player base thinks it was the succession of Black Ops, right? You might think that Black Ops 2 was the succession of Black Ops 1, but your player base thinks it came after... The hell did Black Ops Two come after? Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like when they introduced, was it the what they took away some things? Like the voice quality got better in Black Ops, 
and then it backed up and started to suck again. Yeah, Modern Warfare 3 was using the, the codec that Modern Warfare 2 used, which right. was an older codec. That and it was like crap. That. And and Black Ops improved the chat quality, and then it took a step backwards. Um, I, I made a video once that had a whole list of things like, hey, you know, Black Ops had this scoreboard that showed you how many caps and assists and things like that. And your scoreboard stuck in 2007. It still is. 2014, they haven't fixed their scoreboard from 2007 because Infinity Ward is is, is not good anymore. Um, uh, now when they have three, I just see them, like, never implementing each other's stuff. Like, series dying because it'll suck for two out of three years. I... I think I think that they're going to get even more out of sync with each other, right? They don't seem to be sharing code. So when one guy implements codcasting, the next guy doesn't get it, and they do some, like, shitty version of it while trying to do something else. And every year they do a half-assed job of implementing what the last guy did in the previous year. And um, I don't know. More developers is going to be even more disjointed of a follow-on series thing. It's, I think I, it'll be a more polished game, though. Even if the even if features don't carry on from one to a, to the other, you've got an extra year of development. So, as a software developer, I, I, like and anyone out here who's done software work before, back me up here. You do all the work in the okay. last like uh, you start at crunch time. Right? <laughs> you know, Treyarch is sleeping right now. They're not doing shit. They're not. They're, it's not like they're going to be working this whole time. They're going to be sleeping. I'm confident of it. The games will not be any better. You have my guarantee. You have my guarantee. And, and I, I could point to someone like uh, Battlefield 4, right? Did Battlefield 4 use that extra time they have in comparison to a COD release schedule to make sure that, like, it's groundbreaking every year? Uh, I guess or would you say Battlefield 4 is no more different from Battlefield 3 than the CODs are year after year? They're the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's really hard to argue that, that it's that much different. I mean, it, the maps have got a little better. Yep, yep, maps got better. Um, it's a phase but, but there's a whole other it's mad. just broken it, It's things. mad with guns, motherfucker. Well, right, but you see, that's the, that's the reason why I thought the three-year development cycle would be a good thing, was because I used to play Madden a lot and a lot of yearly sports sims, and what kills those is people eventually realize that after with a with a one-year development cycle, which is obviously an extreme, but... You realize very quickly that you're just getting you're paying for a roster update every single year. They they add and remove little things, kind of maybe, um, but basically it's the it's the same engine, maybe a few shader tweaks, and a roster update every single year for Madden. You say that, but if you were to compare Madden's like five years apart, wouldn't they be dramatically different? On the Xbox Three, uh, starting with Madden 07, no, not really. Madden 06, the first year on the Xbox 360, was drastically different from other ones, obviously. But they, not really that much different. No. I mean, they did move in t- 2012, I think, to a to a supposedly brand new engine, and it did feel different. But that was that was about it. It, it does begin to very quickly feel like a roster update, and I think that's what that's what people that's why people get so ups uh, not upset, but they get bored with Call of Duty because they're like, oh. This is essentially, this is a reskinned this or a reskinned that. This is, uh, what did they call Modern Warfare three before it was released? Modern Warfare two point five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. They they just feel like it's a like it's a, a just like a, a the equivalent of a roster update. Now, Woody, I didn't know that that I don't know if that's the case that for for game design as it is that you know your software development, but I would assume 
or I did assume, now I don't know, that the three years, the, an extra year development cycle where because, you know, Black Ops released and then Treyarch had to give it a year of support and then as they moved towards the end of that year, they slowly probably started telling other people to work on things and then the next COD releases and then Treyarch has to, only has a year before the ne- theirs has to be out. And so I think that puts a lot of pressure on them, on the developers, and I think that you know that you tire out the series. Really just, I don't know. It's something about tech development. Heck, even on Woodycraft, you know, we'll give like map builders three weeks to build something. Eighty percent of it happens in the last week. Hmm. That's how my projects in school got done. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I'm tempted to think it's an intellectual goods thing. You know, like if you're building a road. You know, there's like a schedule, there's like a thing, we should be halfway done at the halfway done point, things like that. But when you're build, like writing a paper or a song or making a program, it just seems like it all gets crammed in at the end. So what do they do when they go to work all these days? They just shoot baskets in the in the waste bin and you know, spin uh, around in the chair? There's a lot of Reddit happening. Um, <laughs> there are meetings. You have to make I'm sure, sure they you... talk a lot about the game. They like they talk probably a lot. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this or that? And there's just a lot of back and forth. Right. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> no, I I do. I, I bet there are meetings where people like throw their ideas out there and they kind of agree and lay foundational stuff. But like, if they were under the gun, they'd have done that same year's worth of brainstorming in a month. I just look at it this way. Like, how do you have all these meetings and be like, oh, let's reskin the game and put new maps on it? I, I bet it takes a, like the Pick 10 system, for example, I bet was the result of a lot of collaboration. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that with three years, maybe the, the, there, there might, you might not get it, you're probably not going to get a new graphical engine or something like that from a developer, but they're, ideas that are special to their series, whether it be Black Ops or uh, Modern Warfare or if they're going to continue Ghosts, I don't know. But I think the the ideas that they have that they try to implement for the, for those respective series are probably going to be a bit more polished with an extra year of time oh. instead of trying to have to, whatever Ghosts tried to do. What, what's that? Extinction? Is that it? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that but I mean, it, it, the idea with aliens and stuff, like it probably could be really cool if they had a lot more time. Now they were kind of active, or whoever was behind this whole thing of ghosts probably was really hard for them because they had to release on so many different platforms. So that's kind of an off year for them. But with an extra year, I think things like that might be a little bit more polished. I Man, I want to talk about Titanfall so bad. I've got so much to share. <laughs> well, I just can I ask you this? A lot of people have been wondering whether Titanfall deserves the hype. That it's getting because it's it's respawn entertainment, which is the old Infinity Ward that everybody loved, even though that Infinity Ward kind of created Modern Warfare 2, and a lot of people hated stuff in Modern. But anyway, <laughs> but there's a lot of hype around Titanfall. It it does it is it kind of worth it at all on, on on some percentage level? Yeah, but it, to me, like I don't care at all that it's from respawn entertainment. Like that's not what makes that game interesting to me. Uh, it's the mechanics and the ways that it plays, and the I'm just blown away this NDA. I don't think I signed anything. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there's a yeah. skill gap that created. So, and I was gonna say this in one of my videos. I still might. Uh-huh. If I one v one Optic Scumpy, right? I'll call him out. Best player on planet, right? I don't know. You might disagree, but let's say that. Let's say Scumpy and I go to shipment and we one v one. I think up to a hundred. 
I get 10, 15 kills, right? Just because there's that kind of randomness thing that happens there, you know? Like, he might beat me 85, 15, something like that. Because, um, you know, he's, he's great, but COD goes like that. There's kind of a, a, a coin toss on a lot of these things, and you can only stack it to your advantage so much. Whereas... um in Halo, right? If I went up against Roy or Ogre or, you know, whoever you want to call Pistola as the best player in Halo history, I think I'd win two or something like that. These guys would just be launching across the map, body, 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 head every freaking time. And, and I wouldn't be able to cope with the kind of unpredictable strafe in perfect aim that they bring to the table. And, uh, um, that to me is one of, like in, in Halo, I, I used to not understand when people said COD's not a skillful game. COD is a skillful game. It is, right? You know, the, a skilled player is going to do much better than an unskilled player. But there's also an element of randomness that kind of takes everyone and draws them towards average, right? And, I, and in COD year over year, that's been increasing. You know, every year it feels like in COD, Katie's drift towards one. You know, until eventually it becomes a total coin flip where it doesn't matter if you're Scumpy or Woody, 50-50 KDs for everyone. And uh, um, with Titanfall, skilled players are going to they're they're going to to do amazing shit. Um, Can't wait to play this game. Yeah, PC or console for you, Woody? Um, <laughs> this is kind of a cop out because I think the real answer is both, but mm. um. I'll probably put more time into PC because, well, one, it, it looks better, right? It, it, I, I haven't played Titanfall on PC, only on the Xbox One, but it's going to look better. And the other thing, is, this is kind of unique to me, it's an ordeal for me now to play on the console. Like, my, um, because I don't play on the console every day, I have to, like, whip out the the headset and plug it into the Astro mix amp and turn all that thing on and change, like, sources. Oh, and, and ordeal is it? That's the first <laughs> I'm not even done yet. Wow. I have, like, two Xbox switches on the way, or HDMI switches on the way from the Xbox to my, like, recording devices. And I have to make sure, and they're, they're always wrong for some reason, like a power outage from a week ago. I have to make sure, like, my monitor gets one of the signals and it's split to my recording device that gets the other signal. And, uh, and then, like, I guess once, it just... It's a, it's not that big of a deal, right? This is totally a first world problem. But in comparison to like what it would take for me to launch Left for Dead, which is like start Left for Dead, um, and then it's just right there. Like it, it, if you're on your PC already, PC gaming is really convenient, especially if you're recording your gaming. You know it, that's really convenient too, and it looks better. And um, I have keyboard and mouse skills now. Uh, it, <laughs> I'm Here's not. the only question I've worked. Is it going to be YouTube friendly? Yeah, yeah, because um, it, it's going to be the different kinds of YouTube friendly. I was actually talking to CNanners about this. Um, the kind of videos that you make and the kind of videos that I traditionally make, totally YouTube friendly, because it, it has these game modes that break down into, like, you know, 5 to 12-minute chunks. And uh, there's enough complexity there that you can talk about the game or the time is just right that you can cover whatever topic or story you want to tell. So it, it, it's as YouTube-friendly as COD is. What it's not to me is, um, like, the, the kind of videos that Anders makes where he shares, like, funny moments with his friends. Like, I don't see that working particularly well in COD, right? Like, 
Is it? Is there anything that happens in a domination game that just has you and your friends busting out laughing? That's the funniest. No, right? You know, it, cussing, cussing. <laughs> yeah, wings making <laughs> wings making some guy remove him from his friends list. Like, That's I always good. That, player that interaction. Yeah, there's that, mm-hmm. but there's nothing about like COD that just makes you bend over laughing. Like, oh my god, it's so funny. Can you believe it? The grenade rolled toward me. Like it. It's just not a funny game. And uh, based on what I saw, Titanfall, it's also not, like, funny, you know? If you can go in there with a group and you can be silly, you can do that in any game. You can do that without a game. But um, uh, if you're looking for those, like, hilarious moments, <sighs> Titanfall, to me, is more counter-strike-y. I'm not a counter-strike expert, so just hopefully I'm right. <laughs> Where, you know, like, you go, you strap on your try-hard pajamas, and you bring your A-game. That that that's how I think I'll play Titanfall. I'm really looking forward to this game. That's how I play every game. This sounds game. really fun. This sounds like yeah. yes, and it's they will never be like work when with I me again because I just run my. <laughs> 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 but um, I hope they haven't given away the specifics that they're trying to keep private. Um, I the the one thing that has me nervous about Titanfall is I've in the, like there's a reason I don't play Team Fortress Two. It's because when did that game come out? Like six years ago, something like that. Let's yeah, call it that, you know, work ago, with yeah. me. There are people who've been playing that game daily for six years now who are just thirsting to steal my lunch money. And, you know, if I pop in there, I, I'm going to get so pwned. I, it, it'd be it'd be horrible. Counter-Strike is a similar thing. Titanfall will have that too, at, you know, if you don't play it. You know, if you just mm-hmm. pop in and you're a filthy casual, you'll look like one. Whereas I can pop in a COD game right now and... Um, uh, I don't lead every lobby anymore, but I'll lead some. You know, I'll I'll get my my um my games and and have a YouTube video. Speaking of leading lobbies, you see Xbox is starting to ban for camping. No, I never heard of that. It's on their Twitter. That's great. That's it, fucking great. Camping, spawn camping, resource camping, any kind of thing that is that is a bannable offense now on Xbox Live. Really? Can you link to that tweet? Do you have the tweet? I have a... Or a story from somewhere? I do. Somebody sent it to me on my Facebook. Get it. Well, I mean, I guess if you read their... If you actually read the terms of service, they can do whatever they want to you. But... I... Banning for how you play Wait, a game. you read the terms of service? <laughs> yeah, read I, re- I read it once. <laughs> uh, I did a video... <laughs> Burn, Minnesota Burns was telling me about um, he was having he he was just having console after console after console ban, mm-hmm. right? And Microsoft was just loving making him spend go out and spend two hundred however however much it is to get an Xbox Arcade and then a, a Xbox Live subscription. And so I actually went through and read the terms of service for um, for the Xbox and Xbox Live. And it's if you go through any terms of service really anything you sign where it's like accept this to continue. They can do whatever they want to you, whenever they want to you. You are you, the the signee, are obligated to do everything. They are they are obligated to do nothing. They can turn off your service whenever they want, whenever they feel like it. Steam is the same way. If you read the Steam user agreement, they can just turn it turn you off whenever they want for whatever reason they want, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, that's 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 just like denial of service. Like if you own a restaurant, and you don't want somebody to eat there. You're like, I'm, I refuse to serve you. You know what that's like, right, Lefty? <laughs> well, State rights! State rights! I gave you two video <laughs> links here. One's to like a guy who did a video on it. Other is the actual Twitter for Xbox. Hmm. 
which is like the second thing on the. Oh, Xbox. here it is: a camping legitimate strategy or cheap, annoying pseudo tactic. Camping, and this is from the Xbox Twitter. Consider yourself formally on notice for base camping, spawn camping, resource camping, or otherwise playing like a twit. And before you say it's not against the rules, consider this: neither is me wiping snot on your controller. Are we sure that's not a joke? That it could be. Because I don't think took it down. <laughs> I think I I think that might be it. I hope that's a joke. Because I, it just seems like in an official rule change they wouldn't say playing like a twit. <laughs> as funny as that may be, I don't. I hope not. But I don't I, give a shit, Microsoft. <laughs> is it still gonna camp? <laughs> Sony hasn't been camping, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't think that anyone's going to get banned for reasonable I'm going to camp at Titanfall. Fuck y'all. Wason's going to try to camp at Actually, I, I don't Wings. think that Run on the work. walls and you get a giant mech suit and he's going to camp. Nah, it's <laughs> not going to work, Wings. If if it doesn't work singularly, it's going to work with multiple members. I have three of my boys with me. You're going to 3v1 this motherfucker. It's going to be like an Asian gang yeah. fight. I think it can work as... um. In Titanfall, you're either called a Titan or a pilot, and you should be able to camp as a pilot, but not as a Titan. I'll be a pilot then. <laughs> you, you well, he's can... gonna be one of the only pilots that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> he's just gonna be in a corner, just like I got you. Wings, I better see you streaming that game. I usually, you streaming usually it. when I'm a pilot of anything, I'm usually spawn base raping. I feel bad for PS4 owners at this point because of this game. Like, I got an Xbox One too. Yeah, I. The, what's the um? So the Last of Us did not make me wish. Oh, I, I have PS3s, but like it, it didn't make it wouldn't have made me feel like I missed out on something amazing. Um, what's the other one that's really good? It's kind of a cross between Tomb Raider and a shooter. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Um, both of them by the same developer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, is it Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog, yeah. yeah. Um, the, also, Uncharted. Amazing game. But it it wasn't the sort of exclusive that... Or God of War. I, I like I, God of War. I didn't play that. But, it, it, you know, to me... And I'll go in the other direction. Um, uh, Gears of War. You know, it doesn't make me think, like, oh, you blew it buying a PS3. You don't have Gears of War. But uh, the exclusives that are on Xbox sometimes do make me think that. Halo... Halo's the first one, and the timed exclusives for COD, you know, like, I feel like, mm-hmm. not anymore, right? Because Ghosts is just, I'm, I think I'm biased, but Ghosts just hasn't been my cup of tea. Um, I'm not even buying the DLC for Ghost. I didn't buy it either. Yeah. I, sorry. Dude, make your <laughs> game better. It's, it's, it's <laughs> No, what, do you don't want to get codnapped? Come on. Is that a thing? Codnapped. What, what their, is codnapped? What is that? It's their little commercial thing. Every year they do for all the DLC stuff, at least at least since Black Ops. Dude, I haven't played Call of Duty Ghost in like two and a half weeks. But they do commercials with like, uh, they do live action commercials that are usually pretty clever and stuff. This one, Codnapped, the long form one is good. If you watch it all, if it's like a four minute little mini short, 
thing. If you watch that, it's it's actually clever. But just the thirty yeah. second commercial that they edit out of the guy from uh, who plays Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. I take a fucking con oh, yeah. every time I yeah. play the game. This I play. <laughs> yeah, that's him. It's not it's not very good. It's like, oh, you're getting codnapped. Uh, okay. Ghost is the most boring. Hey, we, uh, all the cool kids have switched from Call of Duty to WittyCraft.net by now. <laughs> and they've also subscribed to YouTube.com slash LeftyOX because I'm almost at 100K. New topic? I yeah. only need 3,000. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we do the new topic, should I insert a random not safe for work fact? Yes. Yes. Um, it should be like a buffer. Yeah, yeah. We'll just slip this in here. A male giraffe will headbutt a female in the bladder until she pees and then taste the pee to find out if she's ov- ovulating or not. If she is, he proceeds to mate. This is a tactic I didn't try in high school. He headbutts the girl in the bladder to find to make her pee, and then if her pee tastes like ovulation, they hit it. So Philip Seymour Hoffman died this week. He did. Of uh, looks like a heroin overdose in uh, in his in his uh, I think his, I guess his apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. So. Some He's reason a really they good actor. More, for he some is, reason they thought I, that was more important than the government not wanting tanks, but the Congress still giving it to them. Thank dude, you, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, people always say that, but if if you're a reasonable person and, and you actually want to know the news, I knew about both of those news stories. I know about most of them. And at the same time, I know what's going on in, in you know Sochi at the Olympics and how that's all fucked up. If you look the at thing the news about military thing, spending. That that sometimes people forget. Like, let's say that I'm the military, and I want uh, to look reasonable, and I want tanks, and I want planes. And Congress is like, dude, you're getting planes. This is how I provide jobs for my thing. It's this military industrial crime. Building planes for you is actually a jobs program. We're doing it. And so the military can say, oh, oh so what I really want are tanks here. Tanks are my main priority. Please give me some tanks. And then they get both. That's how this stuff often works. When they say, you know, the military didn't even want these planes, oftentimes they want them. They just know they don't have to push for them, so they push for the tanks. Well, the ad itself says there's 5,000 tanks we're not using that are just sitting stationary. Well, we're not at war, so why would we be using our 5,000 tanks? But it doesn't matter. They even go in the article and state that the military thinks tanks are an ancient dinosaur on the battlefield and the money should be spent making drones. It does. The the last three fucking wars, we rolled over everything. Well, yeah, I mean, they... We need lots of tanks. Now, here's how I feel about this military spending. I, I think we are spending too much... And I do think we need to scale back on the military spending a lot. But I really like it when we got a lot of tanks. We, we just got, got 5,000 so motherfuckers, dude. Tanks. What, what, <laughs> tanks uh, what, tanks. what are we attacking that we need 5,000 goddamn tanks? I don't, I don't care. I want enough tanks that if, you know, okay, there's an EMP, Mordor we can shit. roll across fucking Eastern Europe, Western Europe, the whole world yeah, the like the Mongolians and just conquer all war. we need to in some I sort like of tanks. The more the better. <laughs> the more the better. I don't care if we have so many tanks that we don't have anywhere to put them, and we've got to dig underground tank storage bunkers, whatever it takes. But <laughs> That's when you get nuked. Every man, woman, and child should have at least one tank. I want to take over Germany with tanks running side by side like we're sweeping the ocean for dead bodies. Almost touching. 
Almost touching. <laughs> Almost touching. And all Germany firing were still You want traffic around. jams of tanks. You want you want to have to have yes. traffic reports because there's so many tanks on the road. And when I see those fucking Apache helicopters that are like, I don't even know how much they cost. A hundred, two hundred million fucking dollars. And we've got and they're like, Yeah, well, they they just built two hundred and fifty more. I'm like, fuck yeah. We're gonna destroy some shit one of these days. Yeah. Dude. Just give it a minute. Give it a minute. Because if there's one thing the United States of America is good at, it's breaking your shit. Dude, have you seen those Apache guns? They're fucking scary. Just look it's at YouTube incredible video. Incredible the mm-hmm. amount of like weaponry on the Apache guns. They, they gun shoot shit. motherfuckers, and these guys are dying before they realize there's a helicopter in the area. Yeah, it's silent running. It's up there just floating, and from from like three thousand meters or something, it's just hitting <laughs> you with a hail of like thirty millimeter high explosive Ralphus oh rounds. And I've seen this one video. Close. This guy's boy got shredded. And they do it at night using your body heat. Yeah, I love that. I love that level in COD 4. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing about it, but it. it... Well, it's a it's a real death machine. (laughs) You know, it's not it's not funny (laughs) if you're one of the people that the United States has decided. If you're brown, you don't have to be Apache. You probably, or if you don't live in America, let's say uh, you know you're one of those quote unquote bad guys in a wedding party. You know, somewhere. You know, just heading to a wedding. You know, it's possible that a we grown heard mage is... that it was just a matter of time before that couple procreated. Yes, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and all of their immediate family strike. members, and and the innocent servants that were there, and all the catering people too. So that was a preemptive strike. Yeah, we heard the DJ sucked as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's done now. That was the real crime you wanted to. You wanted to <laughs> right. The Macarena came on. In came the Apaches. We solved that shit. You know, the Macarena has its place. It's like <laughs> it's like the chicken dance. It's like the chicken dance at it weddings. Does. It's just yeah. you play it when to see how drunk people get, and so you just play the Macarena. Kyle, did then... I cut off your um, your topic you wanted to cover with my male giraffe headbutting? Um, no, no, no. You did that, and then I mentioned Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then we right. spiraled somehow and got to where we are now. <laughs> you know, well, I didn't even know who he was until this he was week, the gay and guy then I was Boogie like, Nights. "Oh my god, who'd you say he was?" The gay guy on Boogie Nights. He's in Capote. Oh. He was in The Master. He's to me, he's the guy from Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was in. He was the manager uh, in Moneyball. In Moneyball, yep, yep, yep. He was that guy. And then I, I start to realize, like, I, I don't even know this guy, but these are masterful performances. Mm-hmm. And somehow his characters are bigger stars to me than the actor is. He's like Daniel Day Lewis in that way. Like you, you don't think of Daniel Day, and he kind of stays out of the public uh, eye, so he's, his characters stand out and, and over his personality. He's doing fucking smack, dude. He had like seventy bags of the shit. Yeah, that's insane, right? Like you wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Phil, like if you if you were like Philip Seymour Hoffman's doing drugs right now, guess what he's doing? I'd have been like, what's he smoking? Smoking some weed? Is he, is he doing cocaine? I mean, what time zone is he in? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would have never said heroin. He's he's shooting up heroin. Doesn't so, heroin seem sh- like it's getting more popular? Dude, heroin. 70 bags of this shit. Was he dealing heroin? Is he, is he <laughs> heroin? Like, what is Maybe it? he was doing some, uh, research some character for a role. study. Yeah, yeah, research for a role. That's How what they all say, it, right? What if it comes out that's true? Have you guys ever what, tried heroin? What if his role with Bobby Brown? No, 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 I've never tried heroin. I haven't I would, tried heroin either, but I used to do this series on my channel about like heroin, cocaine, weed, stuff like that. Um, and I learned about heroin. And... Like, apparently, heroin, when you take it, is underwhelming. It just feels good. It feels warm. It feels like love. It feels like happy. 
and it, it's not like um, other drugs, like alcohol, for example, right? You know what alcohol feels like. It, it, some people get loud, but you're really like your judgment is impaired and you're a little wobbly. And but it, it's it, it makes lots of things fun that maybe would have otherwise been uninteresting. That's what alcohol does. What heroin does is it makes you content. It, it makes you fulfilled and okay, right? You know, there was this line on, on one of the things I read. Um, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and you're commuting to work in a traffic jam in the rain, and you see the meaning of life in every drop on your car hood. You, you see you, know, you are joyfully gliding to work, right? You, you are just okay. And uh, and then before long, it takes back what it gave you, and, and it takes more and more to get that. It takes stronger and stronger doses to get the kind of wellness that you felt when you first took it. And you sit there and you chase that dragon. Yeah, I, I, I want to say happy, but happy feel is more elated, right? Content. You chase mm-hmm. that sort of at ease that the drug delivers to you. And the cost gets higher and higher, both in terms of like you know the money, but also the dose and the and the the, the downside that comes out. And, and it it doesn't spin you out of control, right? People take heroin and function pro- function properly at work. People take heroin and they can act and they can do all the things that they normally do. They just do it in better spirits, you know. But uh, don't you get depressed? It heroin gives you a positive mellow. That's that's I understand the it, but like, like Kurt Cobain was like a heroin addict, and he blew his head off with a shotgun. There's a cost, right? There's a price to these things. Like the highs come with lows, and uh, you know the, the the more expensive it takes to get to that mellow, content happiness, the more you know the deeper that low is that follows it, until you know eventually you you take so much that you OD, um, you know or your, your body gets wrecked. Or you go through the very painful withdrawal to get back to that of a normal person. Always kind of tainted knowing that it's out there. Now let me ask you this question. If it gave you the shit from Limitless, would you uh-huh. at least risk it? <laughs> uh, that shit from Limitless, man. I, I still spin away thinking about Adderall sometimes. Limitless was a two-hour super effective Adderall commercial. And, um, you know, like you talk to extras and you hear like, dude, don't touch Adderall. It's worse than Coke. <laughs> but you talk to someone who maybe never abused it and they're like, hey, Adderall is like steroids. You know, if you keep the thing in check, then you get some positive benefit from it. I, I'm like, I don't want to even speak about Adderall too much. Right. These are painkiller already medical advice. You put them right next to our stats. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, Adderall or, or you know the drug from Limitless, which of course is like Adderall times 100. I, I I've never touched it, and I'm always tempted by it. Like I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. I don't understand the downside. Maybe that's your Philip Seymour Hoffman giving you a call. Just stay well, you could probably shit. go to your doctor and ask for some, and he'd just give it to you. Uh. Maybe <laughs> while you're at it, take some, get some low T pills too. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, here, I need some, I need some testosterone, I need some androgel and you some know, Adderall. It's not please. a bad idea. It's, it's not like, a bad idea. It's like you're putting that high octane shit in your car's gas tank. Like, all right, you know, we're gonna take our normal fuel and add some stuff to it. Let's get some tea. Let's get some Adderall. I'm gonna be a mean green coating lifting machine. Yes. 
I, th- I think you should do this. This would be an interesting series. This would be a great video series. What You could take it here. Take the SAT. Take the SAT. Then get some Adderall and and uh, go a week with Adderall and, and take the SAT again with Adderall. This would be a great scientific uh, experiment on your channel. I'd love or it. get a proctored IQ test. Find a psychiatrist in your yeah. area that will proctor an IQ test for you and just hmm. take both of them. Take one on Adderall and without... That, that, would that violate HIPAA if you tell every, if you get a, if you have a legal prescription and then you're taking it? Can you violate your own HIPAA protection? I don't know. I always thought for people that know HIPAA is like a medical privacy act. I'm not an expert in it, but I always thought you were able to violate your own privacy. Yeah, yeah, you violate your own. And okay. besides, who would sue me? Do we need a new topic? <laughs> First, we need a random not safe for work fact. I think based on the average length of a penis and the average depth of a vagina. There is a mile of unused vagina in New York City alone. Oh, womp, Need more cervix pounders out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so new topic. What do we got? Roundtable. I, I, I saw this already. What were you doing at 19? Who were you at 19? I was, uh, that's when I was selling cars. Can you go on? Um, <clears throat> were you dating? Um, Where were you living? Were you on the fast track to success? I, I was, uh, no, I, well, kind of. Uh, no, I was. Uh, I was. I was living with uh, with two other guys working at um, working at the car dealership selling cars. Not really having a great time now. I was having. I was doing okay at work, but it wasn't a good time in life. At 19. At 19, I was in college uh, right around the time of my accident. So like Kyle, probably not a good time in life. More, you know, a little bit depressed, I guess. Trying to find, I guess trying to find my path. Trying to define at least the start of it. And not knowing really, you know, what to do or where to go and how to do it. Or how I would end up if I chose this over that or that over this, and then, you know, what are all these? What are all the implications of this choice and implications of that choice? And and do I really want this or do I want that? And God, I wish I was just a baseball player. <laughs> but wings, who were you at nineteen? I'm trying to figure out what year nineteen was for me, huh? How old for you? Now? Probably two thousand five. You know, it was 2005, man. 2005. I was I was quality control in uh in the lab at Mechlass. Why wasn't and it I 2006? Because would... it's eight years ago. Did I do a mis- did I do my math wrong? He's not 28 yet, is he? Uh, I turned 28 in three months. So well, two he's months. He's 27. So 19 would be eight years ago. Am I, what am, I'm well, we're just into fourteen now. We're like we're we're yeah. just a little bit into fourteen. Pretty much still thirteen. Yeah, I wasn't counting 2014 as an entire year yet. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. I think I made one. I think I, probably this. It, it, if it's a year difference, it, it didn't math. matter. I was I was Sorry. in the same spot. I was. Um, I don't think I was playing. I don't think I had a PlayStation Three yet. But I was a quality, I was a quality assurance in the, in the lab <laughs> anyway, By the way, I didn't own any consoles when I was 19, not one. <clears throat> um, you know, I was in, I was in quality control, 
and uh, basically working 12-hour days. And then I'd come home and play video games. I think at the time it was Battlefield, it was, uh, Battlefield Modern Combat on the PlayStation 2. I think that's where it was at. And that was pretty much my days. I didn't really have friends. I didn't really do anything. I'd pay bills and play PlayStation. What'd you do for work? I was a quality assurance uh, tech. At Meglas? Yeah. Explain that. I've always been curious. Right, let's come back to that. That'll be our next topic because I'm curious about what the day-to-day duties of of that job are. It's just I've, I've always wondered like what that looks like. We're gonna I want to delve into that. I can do it now if you want to. Nah, let's let, let's finish off this roundtable. Yeah, I want to hear okay. what Woody where Woody was at 19. Oh, 19. Let's see. So that was the Sega Genesis year. <laughs> 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 well, I thought he'd be like, well, I was finishing up the bow of the Ark. <laughs> um. Yeah, so a lot of people know I went to night school to finish off my degrees. Not everyone knows I went to day school my first two years. I um, I was a swimmer, and what was happening to me when I was 19 is um, I had a tumor in my left forearm that was growing, and it was making my fingers, like, uh, weak. And uh, Oh, actually, so that had happened at 18. At 19, I'd had surgery, and, and these two these fingers here, I guess I'll put myself on camera. These don't work properly. Like I can't pull my finger in and and do that sort of thing. And even this, like if I were, if you were here and you saw me try to squeeze this, it'd be very weak. As a swimmer, that really matters. Like you need to cup your hand in a particular way to get a good stroke. It'd be like rowing a boat with a stick instead of an oar. And um, really fuck me up because I jerk off of that hand. <laughs> you're left. Yeah. So um, uh, anyway, this sounds insignificant. But for me, a lot of my sense of, like, identity and self-worth revolved around athletics. And when it was kind of, like, taken to me, taken from me via surgery, and, like, my freshman year, I was breaking collegiate records uh, for, for times. And my sophomore year, I wasn't, you know? Like, I, I, in my head, I was on this march towards being an All-American. And when you start going backwards instead of forwards, it was, like... You're like, all right, so this shit's over. And uh, and that was, like, part of 19. And then I guess at the end of 19, that was when I started going to night school at Drexel and uh, and working for my father as an accountant, which was a job I really didn't like. So um, they weren't bad to me. It just it wasn't for me, that, that career. Um, what else? I was with Jackie. Uh, I met my wife, and uh, I was kind of getting my arms around, you know, what turned out to be my last girlfriend ever, you know, that, that was like a big, like, Oh, what am I doing here? Like, is this like, I don't know, figuring out the whole marriage question, which, you know, we dated for four years before I got married, but even six weeks in, it was a question that I asked myself, you know, is this, is this going to be the, is this it? Um, so yeah, 19 is trying out my first career no longer a star athlete and um uh met my wife that was me at 19 that was an interesting 19 i guess yeah <laughs> all right so wings quality quality assurance at mechlas what were your responsibilities all right so you wake up in the morning what time do you wake up it all depends it works swing shifts okay so it's monday <laughs> 
that is swing shifts that the date didn't matter. If you work on an you work, April seventeenth. Right, here, here it goes. <laughs> here it goes. If you work night shift, you came in at seven p.m. and you worked at seven a.m. No, 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 no. You're not gonna do it this way. Come on, this is a Q and A here. All right, all right, all right. So, so on a typical night shift, what time would you? Uh, what was your sleep schedule like? Just give me a typical day. We don't need the the you know the beginning to the end storage. So you a night shift, right? You want a night, night shift. shift? Yes, sir. All right, so I'd I'd get off work at seven seven p.m. in the seven a.m. in the morning. I would generally stop by uh, Dennis's, which is a store right here, and I'd get a Western omelet with grits and toast. I'd eat that. I'd come in, I'd play about an hour worth of video games, and I'd go right to sleep. I'd wake up um, somewhere. I usually gave myself two hours to get ready because there's always a lot, always a lot of 15 minutes of hate in life. <laughs> it might sound stupid, but like I needed it every morning. Like I'd sit on the edge of the bed and I just hate life. For about 15 solid minutes before I got up and went and got in the shower and stuff. So I went and get in the shower and got dressed and whatever. I make it to work. I usually, I usually at work about 30 minutes early. What do you wear at work? Uh, we had, we had met glass jumpsuits. I think I still have one. So could you wear that while you tell that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see how it fits on them. That would be interesting. Like if it's a huge on them now? He's, he's 96 now though, right? I think it's. I don't think oh, it'll be. Was huge. he smaller? Yeah. Uh, I think that was an act of cruelty. We'll see that. That guy in a little coat. <laughs> I've tore the, the, the Met Glass patch off of it. Don't want to violate any NDAs that he may have signed when he exited. Unlike Woody. <laughs> well, I, I just um, well, first off, I was supposed to turn it in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I knew it was something like that. And like, um, I'm supposed to turn it in, but I then I'm like, I'm gonna use these to fucking work on cars in. So All right, cool. Okay, so it's Jordy. So, so what time are you walking through the doors of this place? Um. Uh, Probably about 6.30 p.m. I usually, like I said, I usually got there about a half hour early. I would sit there and watch Fox News because that's the only channel they allowed us to watch in the break room. Then I'd get dressed, you know, hard hat, safety glasses, that fire retardant coverall. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of bounced around throughout my make last years because I was uh, – What were like your daily activities? Like, like, like you know, you put your well, suit on, you've got your safety glasses. In, in, your in, 2000, in 2005? At the peak of your career, when you got a lot of responsibilities, I just want to get a sense of the job. Well, well like, you know. towards the end, of, towards the end of it, I was on the melt deck. Okay, so so you're doing quality assurance there. Well, you had I had to do part of both because I was kind of starting to go back to school to be to actually become a metallurgist because I was trying to get a feel for the job, and the, the okay. job itself would pay for me to go to school. I see. Okay, so but when you were doing the quality assurance, like like. What is that? Like, like, what do you do? What do you well, do we made. Um, I'm gonna try to keep this as NDA friendly as possible. I can't tell you what <laughs> they we are used not to listening. Make. Okay, <laughs> I don't uh, think Met class gives two shits and a fuck about what you. We, we, we made a uh, chemical recipe right we now. We made. Um, <laughs> we made amorphous metals. They were about. Well, it was long as you know football fields, but it was generally about this wide. It, it almost looked like aluminum foil. It was really glossy on one side and it was really plain on the other. It was it was amorphous. It was a metallic. Glossy metal and amorphous metal, which does, um, does amorphous mean metallic glossy? It it I don't know what it actually means to be perfectly does honest. Does it mean the pilot of the Nebuchadnezzar who finds Neo and 
Uh, I can tell you what it is. It's a silicon boron based metal, which has one side that's very magnetic, one side that isn't very magnetic. And what we would do is we'd wrap these around like a a cardboard hub, and uh, we'd use them as the center of transformers. They're little boxes that sit on the power lines. Electricity comes in. They go through this magnetic material, which is the glossy side of this of this sheet metal that we make, and it go back out fully charged. So you know, people in the boonies can have electricity. Uh, our big selling card was that ours was more efficient than any other one on the market, and it was like by I don't know, say it was, it was some stupid like twelve twelve percent or something. We we're twelve percent more efficient than General Electric. Or so you guys whatever. made one of the components for tr- for electrical power transformers, yeah, which and, was a foil. And yours yeah. was high efficiency. Right. And uh, basically the quality assurance lab is when they cast it, they did what you call a drop cast where you take a wheel full of water and it's spinning and then you take liquid metal and drop on top of it and it actually make this sheet of metal almost instantly. You turn liquid to solid like that and it would and it would wind up. Uh, but sometimes you, it doesn't drop right. The mixture doesn't sit well. Um, the way the casting wheel, the way the cup is sitting, all that has to be done. So they, they take strips of it out. And they wrap it around and they take it to quality assurance and you basically have to do like acid tests on it. You have to test the density. You have to test. Yeah. What do you, how do you do an acid test? You basically take it and you put it under a a microscope and, um. You operated a microscope? Yeah. This is like a scientist. Yeah. It's not really, it's not really a scientist, scientist thing. Like, scientists use microscopes wings. Just embrace it. It, it, I any, have never anybody once in my, in my job or day-to-day life been like, yeah, just let me look into the microscope and figure well, this had, one had, out. We, we, mm-hmm. had, we had these uh, we had these uh, vials of acid. I don't even remember what they were called, but you you dropped it on the metal itself, and you had to look through the microscope to see how it reacted. And if it reacted a certain way, that the the mixture was wrong, and you had to call it. And now now here's what I've always wondered: Were there any of those big vats of molten steel like in Terminator Two? Yes, there was. We had For real we, like like you could totally like like we had four of them. Um, we, we had two. Did you ever we, throw anything in there? <laughs> Steel? No, you, come on! You never threw something in there, <laughs> like you know, like 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 a picture of a girl, or like like fuck you, old tennis shoe, or a thing I tripped over this morning that hurt my leg. I was kind of scared to throw stuff in there. Oh, Wait, if you were to touch the molten steel for just a second, right? Like like I have an acetylene torch. My acetylene torch burns hotter than the sun. It does. It does. When I first was told that, I was like, that sounds like nonsense. I need to Google it. It burns hotter than the surface of the sun. But I can zip my finger through it super fast. What about well, molten me... steel? Well, if it, if it like, like, like say you, for example, you got to check temperature in molten steel. Like when you have this big blast furnace, you got to take a lance to check the temperature because there's a safety liner inside of them. And if the safety, if it, the molten steel gets too hot, it will eat through that safety liner and get to the water coils um, underneath the liner itself. If it gets too cold, it'll freeze off. So you gotta keep it at the right temperature. Uh-huh. And when you stick stuff into it, you have like the metal will fly out and like hit you in the neck and stuff like this, and it'll just go away instantly. But there was no way in hell I would stick my hand in the molten metal. You would probably start burning before uh, your me, hand got to the. Well, to let's it. put let's put it this way: it's it, it stayed around fourteen hundred degrees Celsius. That's four thousand degrees Celsius Fahrenheit. Celsius is not even a real temperature. What is Fahrenheit? <laughs> what is that in Kelvin? Give me give me the Kelvin goods. <laughs> it's it's around four thousand degrees Fahrenheit, dude. It would it would ruin your day very quickly. 
Mm. Yeah, I've had um, slag drip on me. Do you know what slag is from when you weld and... Uh, well, I, I know what stalactite is. I've had to ch- chip away with that with a jackhammer. That's always a good time. I think yeah, it's slag. Just slag, yeah. For, like, yeah I, I've done some metalworking. Not, not like awesome edit or anything, but I've done some metalworking, and I've had slag drip on me. And it'll burn you. Yeah, it'll... Yeah. yeah. But it cools off pretty quickly. Like, oh, well, yeah. well, slag is actually the part that, like, so after you form a weld, like, with a stick welder, mm-hmm. um, the part that you chisel off with the with your hammer, it's, it's the oxides that from the gas that formed around well, like, the well, weld form. Kyle, That's right about this. Now, I think I'm misusing slag, but because, like, even if you, like, let's say you do a bad job with a MIG welder, you can get, like, molten metal dripping off of your weld. You've seen this yeah. before, Kyle. So we That's used, we had, slag, we, so... So in high school we had this big welding class and dude I swear to god we got no training like I felt like <laughs> I came in there and I looked around and it seemed to me I, this is something I want to I want to get out there cuz it seemed to me and and this happens to me a lot in life and sometimes I wonder if maybe I'm just not, I'm socially awkward and I and I, I did I don't put myself out there and understand what everybody else knows but it felt to me like the first day of this welding class everyone knew how to weld None of them had questions for the teacher, and the teacher didn't think there would be any reason why anyone would need any information about how to use a fucking welding machine. Kyle, can I interrupt you? Yeah. You have just described my experience with the electric slide. How the fuck does everybody else know this dance except me? (laughs) (laughs) The song comes on. All of a sudden, entire rooms full of people start doing the electric slide in unison. And I'm just like, we're going left now? We're going right now? (laughs) Okay. It's, uh, anyway, carry on, Kyle. (laughs) I I don't, I, I never understood it, but basically, you know, I just kind of did what other people were doing. I got myself a helmet, some gloves, a bunch of welding rods. I didn't know which one were which, and there was a huge variety. It's like going to, like, yeah. you know, Baskin-Robbins, and there's, like, 32 flavors. There's, like, 32 different kinds of welding rods. Some are really fat and brown, and some are really skinny and, Quarter like, a pale blue color. That's all you need to know. Quarter-inch 6013. It's, but, but you know, what if, I'm, what if I'm welding some aluminum, Woody? Then I'm fucked. Oh, well, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I so there's all we these welding rods for here. all these different scenarios. Uh-huh. So I just grab some. I grab a handful, some gloves, the goggles. <laughs> The, the welding helmet, the coat, the whole thing. I go into one of these little, uh, little, it, they, they just had these, it was like bathroom stalls, but concrete blocks separating them. And, and, and when you walked into each one of them, you slid a curtain closed behind you that was a clear plastic that was tinted so the, the horrible searing blue light you were about <laughs> to create didn't burn anybody's corneas outside. No one warned me about that. So I knew I knew that it did that, but you know nobody. There was no safety talk before any of this, and there's this huge welding machine down there. I don't know, it, you know, running on like 440 volts. You hit this big switch, and it's like whoa, and seriously, I had I had never done any welding yet. This, I'm in the ninth grade, and it's got this huge uh, thing you can turn. It looks like you're operating an electric chair generator or something to select the voltage and the amperage. I don't know what that shit even means. I'm in the ninth grade. <laughs> So I just cranked that motherfucker up to about 120. That seemed about right. That's like medium high on a stove. That would be about a 7 out of 10, I guess. And I put the rod in there, and I had a bunch of steel, and I just I made a glob of molten metal that was so searingly bright that it drew the attention of everyone, and they had to come <laughs> over and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just melting these rods into this steel. I had created a blob of molten steel. What color was it? Bright orange. Uh, it wasn't that bad. 
Oh God! When it turns white, you come to me. That was the most dangerous class, and, and we had so few in, injuries. We had all of this heavy-duty machinery, the kind of stuff you see on construction sites. I'm talking about this big metal lathes, the kind that if you if you're a redditor, you may have seen. That guy got his arm ripped off recently. We had two of those. With no training, you could hop right on. I swear. <laughs> like, you could literally go over there and just do it as a ninth grader. You're at the age of 14, 14 years old. You had one, we had a 25 ton machine that it used 25 ton, tons of, um, pressure to, to cut steel. And there was no safety measures. You could easily, you know, if you, if you were, crazy or something, you know, stick your arm in there and just press the pedal and it would totally lop your arm right off instantly. One, I saw a kid lose a finger once. Uh, I saw another kid get, get third degree burns all over me, his hands. Did the teacher have all his fingers? Yeah, yeah, and the teacher was actually a really good guy. I, I, I like yeah, the teacher yeah. a lot. Like, and the other <laughs> thing is, read it's a book a, and shit. <laughs> no, dude, it's a, it was a complete, you didn't have to do anything. That's the best part. You, you took this metals class and you could literally just chill out, just, just hang out and do nothing. And you would get an A, and and there was like you could go outside, hang, you know, read a book if you wanted to, get up to some trouble, which is what I usually did, um, you know, fuck with people. That's what that, I. That's called that a was my teacher. day. And meanwhile, there were a lot of guys who were actually like building projects and stuff, and I just wasn't into any of that, so I was always fucking around and, you know, causing problems back there. But that that was that class, and you got an A. You, you just got one. It was well, it was one of those classes. Well, this this story spawned off of slag. To me, slag was the impurities in metal. Like when you actually cook metal, sl- all the impurities. Were in there metal, ever dirt, any injuries? Did, did anybody ever oh, like, do anything yeah. weird? There was, there was the a lot of metal. injuries. I want here's what I want. Give me feed me something here because I want to know something weird or crazy that happened with that liquid fucking metal that you guys have because that's what makes your job cool. Is there's big vats of liquid steel. Did anybody ever fall in? Did anybody ever throw something weird in one? Did anybody ever like get a like shovel full of it and throw it at the wall? And did it throw throw like a CO2 canister in it? Something. But you you, you couldn't shovel throw it at the wall first off because it would melt through the shovel. No, did so anybody ever put piss it in, in there? It. No, that would be deadly. That would literally blow the place up. That would have been fucking awesome. That's the way <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> because here's here's the th- here's the thing. Metal is heavy. Liquid metal is very heavy. You piss in liquid metal, it's going to go straight to the bottom. It's going to create steam. Steam is going to want to rupt somewhere, and all it's going to do is pull, push all the metal out of the 40-ton melter. That's not true, but that I'm is very it. true. I've seen it. I've literally I have seen, seen people online. piss on vol- like, like volcanoes. Like I've seen them piss but into that's lava. Not, that's not under pressure. It's what not do you like think caused Mount St. Helens, Kyle? So, all right, so maybe I'm confused about your liquid metal situation. Under what situation is it under pressure? Well, it's in a it's in a it, picture. It's like a big shotgun barrel that you're like stirring like a big stew pot with a metal rod. It's like a I'm imagining like a, a, a cauldron. It's like, it's like a of, liquid cauldron. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's just sitting there under its own gravity. There's no lid. There's a lid because you have to. What? Ocean I'm talking standard. about liquid metal, motherfucker. Like Terminator 2 in that big vat where they where Arnold lowered himself what, in. Those vats that you see, Arnold, those Spoiler are those alert. are um, those are called ladles. Okay. And you only use ladles. Tell me about your ladle. You only use ladles when something happens. Like you got to pour the like so, say. God damn it, Wings! Tell me an interesting ladle experience. <laughs> you worked at this place for like three fucking years. You're telling me nobody we're, ever pissed we're in the ladle? Six years, yeah. six years and nobody pissed in the ladle. I wish I'd been there. We'd have had some fucking fun. You could, I mean, I, I'm really. Dude, you would have killed somebody, literally. Situation. 
Wings, well, if I throw happens, some man. tennis shoes into some molten steel, yeah, right? Nobody dies. Nothing Nothing a can of Coke. It, what would happen is anything with water in it. You can't get water and liquid metal. Dude, it I'd would be my garbage disposal. There would be like a, there would be no garbage <laughs> cans quality, on the shop dude. floor when you have all the liquid metal you, you need. You can't do that because you mess up the chemistry. Who who cares, man? Nobody's the boss cares. Yeah, so what the transformers? <laughs> Wings is like that's my job. I'm quality control. Wait. Wait, no, no, it's 60 I just figured out why nobody was having fun at Mech Lab. <laughs> Wings was fucking quality control and wouldn't let it happen. Wings was the party pooper. That's why nobody was throwing shit in there and pissing in there. He was fucking ratting them out. Did you ever rat somebody out for doing something to the metal? No, I did. I'm not a kind of person that rat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember did, watching that Greg and be like, you fucked up. Did anybody ever, uh, you know, fuck up and you had to, like, tell on them? Um, yes, I did. I did. did anybody ever lose a job as a result of that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're the fucking guy. You're that guy. <laughs> no. You're quiet. You're quiet. No, dude, we, they the hired this old man, and he wasn't even in my department, but he was, he had cataracts, bad hearing, and they, get, they decided to put this motherfucker on a forklift. <laughs> so, we had an office that had like an air conditioner, so everybody hated us instantly because we, you know, there's no air conditioning on the outside in the factory floor, but the melters, they get an air conditioner. And it's hot out there, right? It was hot as fucking dog shit, dude. It's 115 degrees on average. Man, showers in that place? Could you shower at the place? Yeah, you could shower at any oh, shift. That's good. Um, <clears throat> but this guy, this old man comes here, he backs up and bends the post that is holding our office up. So we're, we're sitting there, we go, oh, like, what the hell? <laughs> and then he just drives off. I'm like, you can't do that. Lift and you told on him. I told on his ass. I'm like, I'm like that blind guy for packaging just came and fucked that shit up. And, and then did he lose his job? He did lose his job because he. So, so he we got a blind man fired. <laughs> so what I, I what I'm seeing here is wings ratted out an old man with cataracts. He was like eighty. He was. But he, he did know he was certified because you, he would have had to have been. He did get certified on the port this is, somehow. You know, what, you know what I think might have happened? This sounds a lot like the scenario from Alien where Ripley was just, you know, she came back from hypersleep. She was, you know, 75 or 80 years had passed. And all she could, the only job she could get was a forklift, but she had to get it. And that man didn't want to be driving that forklift. He was in there and he was... He was just having a terrible day. I bet he was really fucking hot, all old with his cataracts driving around. Couldn't really see that well. It's dark in there. It's hot. And he bumped into something. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, at least I didn't break anything. And then you told on him, and he lost his job. Well, what are you supposed to do when you bend and a steel fucking beam with a 20,000-pound forklift? dogs and cats, and the county came and took him away. And then he lost his reason to live. Not too long after that, killed himself. He, he, he probably died on the way home how bad he drove. <laughs> Wings was I never put it together, but quality control is is like the you know you were the guy who ratted people out for doing shit. They, they, he's like you know, he's like the office version of HR. Like, yeah, yeah, you, he's like Dwight from the office. HR. He's Dwight. He's the guy who go and tell on you if you do something. <laughs> Wings ruined everybody's fun at Mac. Yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, no, like, no, I was the guy people wanted to work with at Mac. Lefty, class. if you were at a place that that that. You know, for six years, they had these vats of liquid metal to play with occasionally. Wouldn't you want to, like, do some kind of weird experiment at least once? Like, throw a can of Pepsi in there? Keep or, in like, mind, yeah, of course. Keep I in mind, Lefty, it, it costs 60 grand to cook this shit, not counting the stuff in the actual cauldron. <laughs> not my money. <laughs> oh, it is your money because there's profit sharing. 
Look, I, pay, I am not accepting stock <laughs> options or any kind of profit sharing. Pay me my money. I would want to do something. That's all I understand. Pay me my money. That's all I, that's all I know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need profit sharing. You don't like profit sharing? Uh, I mean, it's... You got a nice $5,000 sec- check twice a year. Oh, really? The security of, of hourly wage, I, I would value. I don't know. It depends on like wh- how I live my life, right? Like When you got showered, did everybody shower together? Or are you, like Nobody generally kind of showered. They were there for use if you needed to. They're more there for safety. Did you use the shower? Actually, I used it once, yes. I'd be using that motherfucker every day. I can't stand to be sweaty. That's that's why I couldn't do that job. You're in there. I bet you're sweaty as hell, right? Dude, just 12 hours a damn day. Sometimes you don't even know what planet you're on for because you lack of sleep. Yeah, it's yeah fucking... right? You st- everybody, but everybody's stinking like a mother. Ah, oh, man, that would be a rough job. It's, it smells like you, you were in there with the air conditioning telling on people, so it wasn't that bad, <laughs> was it? Was it? <laughs> we had a water fountain in that motherfucker, too. Sitting in your air conditioned ivory tower, making your oh, list. We, we got, oh man, we got, we got slick too. We had, we had little whiteboards with like all our plans on, so we stuck those up in the windows so the boss man couldn't see in. So he had to actually come up and check on us. And you had your microscopes and your damn science. So that, that was a melt. That's oh. in the quality control lab. Nobody fucks with them. That's right, where so you were though. That's what you said I, you had to do. No, he wanted to talk about the melt deck part of the topic. Oh, I want the same topic again, but for when Wings was a 911 controller. Should we put a yeah. not safe for work fact in the middle? Yes. I mean, yes. We've already told that story though. There was I was only there a week. Okay. First of all, in order, not safe for work fact. Elephants have prehensile penises. I had to look that up. It means What is cap- a prehensile? What does that mean? It means, it means you can grab on. things, capable of grabbing things. They're considered the Grabbing? fifth leg because elephants can lean on them and use them as a walking stick in rough terrain or scratch their bellies with them. Damn. Son. Would you like to know more about elephant penises? Yeah, I would. Please <laughs> indulge me. Elephants cannot be stimulated like any other mammal. It seems that manual stimulation of the penis just doesn't do it for elephants and is physically dangerous. So, you have to stick your arm into the elephant's rectum and, vi- and vigorously stimulate its prostate gland. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, elephants are just a little bit curious. Just imagine, he like, just imagine if it's like he uses his butt muscle to suck your arm up to come off like that fucking lathe. I want to see a video of that. Elephant fisting? All right. <laughs> Find us a video of someone, not necessarily in, a, in an illegal way, but more in a veterinarian type way. Um, I'm thinking about the Tom Green movie, Freddy Got Fingered, where he like grabs the elephant's junk and like uses it as a fire hose. You know, like, the reason I don't like the movie Freddy Got Fingered is because they call it Freddy Got Fingered, and that's just a title that no one wants to say dude, out loud. So it's difficult. Dude, I don't understand that. how Tom Green got famous. I don't either, man. Tom Green. He was a troll. He was one of the. He was a. a well, he said, "Stuck on the couch, titting like in a supermarket." Oh. Do you like me yet? He, I, I, I never found Tom Green to be entertaining. Just a weird Canadian. Just, and then somehow Drew Barrymore was like, "You, I want you." Oh, that's oh, right. Drew, I don't oh, understand Drew Barrymore either. Well, Drew Barrymore's, I think. She's, I what's have. I have found exactly the video that we're looking for. I bet he's just like pulling of fucking shit I, I, out. Oh, wow. We should yeah. all watch this in sync. Oh, it's YouTube? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, no audio. It's not going to be too bad. All right, I'm at zero seconds. I can press play at any exactly. moment. Oh, my God. The, let me read the title this for this thing. It says, Fisting and Masturbating an Element Elephant for Semen Collection. Yep. Are you ready? Oh. 
I'm ready. Everybody hovering over the plate. Zero seconds. Yep. Yes. Bam. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll start over. Let me say go. Well, I, was I, I went on bam. I'm at one. Yeah, second. I, yeah, yeah you're that. good. You're good. I should go back, though. I don't think that was clear. On zero seconds again, I'm going to oh, say ready, Let me set. adjust to zero. Cal- calibrating to zero. <laughs> covering to over zero. play. Synchronized watches. This is click. just a trial run. This isn't the real one. It will be ready, set, go, click. All right? Okay. okay. This is live. Ready, set, go, click. Yeah. All right. Extinctions TV. Elephant fist. That was difficult to get. We should do this like Mystery Science Theater oh, 3000. We're gonna watch a video. <laughs> I like, I like how that sarcastically <laughs> respond to it. Oh yeah. So from the Extinctions documentary series. Now he's oh, that's a, oh, look on that side. It's like wings. Oh, they just stuck a whole water hose. <laughs> look, in. Like he's got like oh. handprints on the side of the fucking ass cheeks, or where like he's got shit and prints on it. I love the, the the elephant doesn't seem to mind. No, he's gonna oh. like it. You wait. I oh, got that one guy's really oh, good at into it. Look at oh, him. Look at that motherfucker go. There it is. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Red Rocket, right there. He vigorously stimulated like the oh, oh, Mighty Kong has awoken. That thing is still growing. <laughs> the elf getting a workout. Oh, yeah. so Punching himself in the butt. <laughs> it could easily be used as a weapon to kill another man. I thought my job sucked ass. Just imagine having this job. Oh, look at that close-up on the elephant's eye. Oh, God. He's, oh, he's fisting the elephant's butthole vigorously. <laughs> oh, no, and no. while two men hold collectors oh. on the ends of broomsticks with plastic bags to collect. Oh, see, look, Rings, he's dribbling, too. He's a, oh, he's a so He did say, promise me. Look, elephant squad in front. Now there is a tiny Asian woman running away with a what appears to be a vial of elephant semen. <laughs> well, no, that doesn't seem say, like a lot of semen. That doesn't seem like a. No, I feel like already a, on YouTube and nobody age gated that shit. So leave me alone. And <laughs> I feel like on my best day, I could outperform that elephant if we're just going for volume. That wasn't yeah, that much. That, that, for an elephant, I I expected like you needed a hefty bag or something. That was that was weak. like a salt shaker full of of semen, roughly, yeah. which is more than I can produce, I think. But st- I mean, it's an yeah, elephant. No, I'm a human, I, can, right? I can go three or four times a day, and I don't like <laughs> somebody pound, pounding my ass. What's the kiss? most times you masturbated in one day? Oh my god, that had to be in my teenage years. You could <laughs> not get eight or ten, right? I th- I think the most I've ever done was like seven, because like after, eventually my dick gets sore. That's a rough day. It's a rough <laughs> day. The equipment gets the equipment gets worn out on a seven. Seven times a day. That's impressive. I think seven is. I think seven is the the, the most I've ever done it in one day. Powerful. Yeah. It's like the maximum number of times you can fold a sheet of paper. Are, now same. that we've now that we've seen that horrible elephant thing. Yeah, I want, I'm, I'm thinking about my numbers there, right? Like, I want to say my my masturbation number is really low, like three or four or something. I, I've had sex like ten or twelve times in a day, but that's that wasn't why the question. Why would you do that? What's why yeah. would you do that? Yeah, why would you sex like twelve times a day? I quite liked it. It's a lot of fun. And it wasn't actually a day, it was in twenty four hours. Like so you would have to be generous and say like from three PM to three PM like that. It wasn't on the clock's day. Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I have similar experiences. Yeah, you can you know, sometimes you know you maybe meet somebody the first time and you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean this I was in college and uh Jackie and I had so much sex, it hurt my, <laughs> it hurt my it grades. It sounds like a Michael Scott moment, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, 
all the time. It hit me to the grade point average. <laughs> like I, I think our first year we had sex like four hundred times or something. It was it was more than once a day. Like what so, did you no, do? So you just meet, you meet, more than once did, a day. did you just yeah. meet, look at each other, be like, yep, let's go. No, no, it was uh No romancing? I no, it, it we it took months. But uh once we did once we broke that seal, that shit stayed broken. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm talking about like after. I'm not, I'm not talking about the lead up. I'm talking about like how does a normal day of like six times in a twelve hour period? Well, work? I was young, right? They didn't all last an hour. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. hey, baby. What's that? I don't know. The things she caught us talking. Do you want to join in on this story? No, I do not. No, we need confirmation from Jackie. The things that she heard Woody saying earlier were so bad we couldn't even put them on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it she was, it was that number up because she did the math one time. I remember we were um, we were we were at school. We were like a, I forget what exit it. But I know the exit visually. I forget the name of it. But we had just reached this um, like guard tower thing with the barricade that moves up and down and uh, she had been mentally like doing the math as to how many times we had had sex that year like average and such yeah she knows she was there <laughs> lots of sex. that's impressive that is like it, you can't i see for me because at some point i'm just like i really want to play video games right now <laughs> and and so, like we we did the thing and it, it was good it was really good but mm -hmm. now's my time this is my time now. This is Lucky's not, all uh, like, I wonder if I can get past the next level. Yeah, I didn't even have a TV <laughs> at this time, I don't think. <laughs> I did not. I did not. That was after the uh, the incident where I flooded my apartment and lost all my belongings. That was a rough year, 19. Mm. That was... <laughs> so have I told that story about, about flooding Hold on, let's finish this topic up. Right. I don't know how many times Lefty's had sex in one day. The Like the, the maximum? Like the upper limit? Yeah, like... like the, the pinnacle, like what? What? How many times you pounded it one day? Oh wow! Um, probably twenty-four hour period, like Woody. Like, so you take two different days and just add them up. Uh, I don't know, probably seven or eight. Seven or eight. Good yeah. lord, my numbers are pitiful. On like a Saturday, I, I got too much more game. I think the most I've ever had was three. You know what oh, helps no, me? No. If another guy on a stepladder fists me in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I've got a tiny Asian man with a water hose and a big-ass rubber glove, dude, 20, 30 times a day, and what I would like to do is get a couple of other tiny Asian men to hang out below us with a couple of broomsticks with if collection jars If I could get a woman with a salt shaker to collect my semen afterwards. I get this lady with a funny-looking upside-down salt shaker to just... Run away with it into the night. We film it, and we've got a little YouTube series we do. Uh, <laughs> she was running with it too, like it was like yeah, she, like it was an emergency. Like, I need to get this somewhere. I wonder. She, she was actually <laughs> taking the Johnny Knoxville for the new Jackass movie. That was Chris Pontius that did that with the horse. Oh yeah, that was awful. That, that was, was a horrible. Thing that was the that, that was the like the grossest thing in that movie. There was a there was some gross stuff in that he movie. He drank that horse semen. Mm-hmm. And he did it to, like to get out of other shit. I'm like, I'd rather did the other shit. No, man. Some of the stuff those guys do is scary. And and then I could, I could see going horse semen over some of those stunts that they've done. 
like some of those stunts are, are definitely the, the bellhop one couldn't do no how did how did somebody not die doing that what was the bellhop one where they they were at a hotel that had uh that just had a set of stairs and it was um Steve-O and i believe two other guys wearing bellhop hats you know those little Mm-hmm. Like, Red, like Fez. Yeah, and I think they were naked otherwise, or just straps <laughs> or something. And then they got one of those bell carts, the, those carts that the bellhops use, and oh, just yeah. rode those down the stairs. <laughs> the Nitrous Circus is a scary one to me. Like, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah that's, you that's see, more professional. But uh, to me, Jackass defies pain. Like, all right. Kyle, I'll stand here and you throw a softball at my nuts and it'll be funny, right? Some of them are death-defying, though. Nitrous Circus, they're always death-defying, man. And you can't practice them either. They're like, okay, we're going to build, like, a skateboard half-pipe and you're going to jump from this skyscraper to that one. Now what? Like, (laughs) you know, there's no warm-ups. There's no... You you can't even safely, like, go down it because you might go off a little bit. Which is not good. Um, there was one where they rode... I guess if you ride a motorcycle across water fast, you kind of hydroplane. Mm-hmm. And they were hydroplaning across like 25 yards or 25 meters of pool and trying to come out on the other side. It, it, like you had to hit it at 90 miles an hour. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the title to that link, I saw it on Reddit, and it was like, you either die... Or you, or you look like a badass, or something like that. Yeah, and, and, it, was... and the truth is, the title was wrong because the guy before him failed. <laughs> they, um, they on the exit, you know, on the way out of the pool, they had put like, um, I think it was one of those floaty rafts. You ever see a raft, but it's not structural; it's just like foam, like a pool raft that's a mm-hmm. inch yeah. thick. It's almost like a uh, like a Pilates mat or something like that, like oh, a okay, thick yeah, foam yeah. Pilates mat. And uh, the guy before him like hit that mat. And didn't die, and um, mm. and then the guy who made it rode up the mat on you know, out of the pool and into the beach. That's cool. It, it was well, amazing, was... but like you got to see them, and they were all like, uh, "I feel what seems to be genuine concern that this might be the stunt that doesn't work out on Nitrous Circus. That shit is scary. I think they're way more badass than." Um, what they do on uh, Jackass, where it's usually like, let's sit on a skateboard and do a stunt where you know you're going to fall off and get road rash. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that, that's a thing. But you're not jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper. You're not trying to do a triple flip on adult tricycles where you're, you're 90 feet in the air. Like, the stuff they do risks death. Well, there was, a, there was that one clip of the <clears throat> one of the guy in their crew that's not a professional rider of any kind. I think his name is Tommy or something. They call him Street Bike Tommy. And the reason they call him that is because he once tried to jump Travis Pastrana's. He had a like a street bike, mm-hmm. like one of those uh, like crotch rocket things. And but it was like it was really nice. It wasn't just anyway. I don't know motorcycles very well, but I know it's the crotch rocket variant. And he tried to jump that off of a ramp into Travis Pastrana's like foam pit. He's just got a big warehouse like thing with a retractable roof that's a foam pit. And he tried to jump it into that to be part of the crew. Well, he went too fast and he missed. He jumped over. He went about 20, 30 feet in the air and then landed on the other side of the pit and somehow lived. It was incredible. And it was they showed the whole thing on uh, on MTV back Did in the day. Did he go to the side of it or past it? Oh, no, it was to the side of it. Yeah, and they told him beforehand, turned, they're right? like, hey, yeah. you know, when you do this, be advised, don't go right. You know, there's, there's, I yeah, guess, that was it. I don't know if there's a temptation to go right or if there's something about it where you have to kind of try to stay left enough. 
but they're like, don't go right. And he did. And he landed next to the pit. <sighs> That's <laughs> full speed, full up in the air. And I think the reason they say don't go right is because the approach ride, you it's just coming out of a turn. Oh, and is so that what it is? You want to correct for the turn coming out of it, and if you go too far, you're going to go right and miss the pit like that guy did. You're right, okay. yeah. That, but, but that was – I remember when I watched that, I was like, that's uh, that's insane. <laughs> I, I've got a new topic. Um, I, do you have a not safe for work fact? You, you know I do. All right. <laughs> um, the sperm from a single ejaculate contains one and a half terabytes of total information. The sperm one sperm does? One sperm cell? No, the sperm from an ejaculate. So the the oh, collection the, of... of like a, That's like 20 million cells, though. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. But you, I mean, you, when you th- realize you're rubbing out like a Seagate or a Western Digital. <laughs> yeah, one and a half terabytes. That, that's pretty legit. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I think about, um, you know, how many petabytes Jackie has consumed over her career. <laughs> 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 I think that's funny. I stole it from Reddit, but it's still funny. That's terrible. <laughs> that's I, I really wish she was behind you right now. <laughs> so I have a YouTube link on the next topic. Okay. Oh, is that uh, is that the one that you just linked? Yeah, and it will do a three, two, one, click. All right. Three, two, oh. one, click. Have you guys been watching this stuff? Oh, this is, is this the yes. Ukrainian. Uh, the the protests in Kiev. Yes, yeah, it is. I, so co- correct me if I'm wrong. Ukraine wants to be part of the European Union, but Russia doesn't want them to, and is taking their rights away, and they're fighting about it. All I do is work now. Lefty, do, have you been following? That's that's the best approximation. I mean, there have been uh, people that there's been infographics and stuff. Essentially, that's it. The people want to be part of the European Union with all the economic benefits that that brings, but the uh, the power that be or the powers that be, um, I think, still want to be loyal to Russia, and Russia, I don't believe, is in the European Union, uh, and so as a result, to quell uprising, the um, oh, that guy's burning. Oh wow, he no, was and cocktails at him. Dude, keep that's, watching. That's nuts. And then as a result of, that guy's given a very serious middle finger. That's Vladimir Putin. That's Vladimir Putin. What if it were? That would be funny. And so the parliament passed a law that wow. completely restricted their right to protest or to, or to Well, they are um, really fucking good these Molotov cocktails. You know what? Where where are Americans doing this? I, I'm no, saying like where's Americans that are making shit? a Molotov cocktail? Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Don't I mean I'm not No, you know what? Unless you're unless you're If you want to if you want to stand up for your rights, you want to throw some Molotov cocktails on some motherfucking police? <laughs> I'm down for it. Wait, wait. Where did this just went to a dark. Not, oh, that guy's not, on fire. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I might be okay with that. Watching that on the news. Look, look, look at this. Wow. They I are think this right here those sh- Molotovs. I think this right here shows you that you know the government should fear the people. If these people wanted the riot, there's not a goddamn thing these, these cops could do to them. They could shoot oh, them. Shit. Oh shit! Guys, they're on. Lots of these guys are on. I fire. think that extinguisher's empty. Oh they're shit! Like a second shit. one. Oh, and his hair's on fire. His hair's on fire. And they're just punching him in the face. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what. Oh, that guy's. Oh, his face is on fire. Oh, why wow. aren't there more fire extinguishers? And why are they at that wall? Where why, the- are, why don't they just go home? I'd be. That's where I'd be at. <laughs> Dude, remember we were 
playing paintball in Bedlam, and like sometimes you're just kind of pinned down like this. And the worst thing that could happen is you get hit by a paintball, and sometimes your teammates will hit you too, and that's painful. Mm-hmm. And and after a while, we'll just leave because it's and that's and that's paintball. These guys are sticking around <laughs> with Molotov I cocktails. I don't even got to get hit with faces. one. I'd be like, God damn, look at Jake. Look I'm, at these I'm fucking back alley chemists back here. With <laughs> Ready to go. This guy's got a shield. shield. And they're Molotov. They're, they're fueling up these motherfuckers. They've all got like these these ghetto-ass gas containers. Like One's like a, yeah. a five-liter thing of oil, a five-quart thing of oil. One of them's like a Pepsi And they're tearing bottle. up the streets. <laughs> Why are they breaking the streets? I don't know. I don't understand that motive. Maybe there's a symbol on the ground they don't like. Where did they get that rocket launcher? What is that? that? That's like fireworks. That's like like a a Roman candles from hell. (laughs) Yeah, Roman candles. Yeah, that's what that is. See, because I would watch this on the live stream. They they just had a camera on top of the on top of a building near a town square. War zone, man. And for a while, it was just people standing around. Like, where's the action? Oh, here it is. Good for you, Kiev. Good for you. Really? I think you're gonna win their independence. I, I seriously do. They and they have the reason that it's such a big deal that they're doing this is because in their form of government, I, I saw this on Reddit, uh, so I don't know firsthand that it's actually true. They have no judicial oversight. There's no judicial oversight for the legislature in their system of government. So the only way, the only check against uh, oh, they've the got industrial fireworks. They're literally shooting <laughs> fireworks at them. So awesome. good for Kiev. Good for them. I I wish I knew enough to choose a side. It, it seems like what they're doing is really dangerous. I, I almost feel for the police watching them catch on fire. They're just... Well, you can feel bad for the for them on a human level, of course. Well, thank you. Uh, you <laughs> well, I just, I just mean you don't have to... You don't have to be like, you know, pro-revolutionary and then say, yeah, I, I'm glad that you're dead and dying, etc., because the police are just people, too, working a job. I like but... revolution when you can't vote the other guy out. Can they vote them out? No, I, I doubt it. I mean, it. for all I know, I this is a minority know. group that wants to impress their all... opinion and, and suggestions on the majority. I know this. It seems like there's a lot of people involved with it, and it's not. There was like that old guy, like screaming curse words. It seems like the entire populace is just out. That was there. a serious middle finger he was giving. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this. Middle finger. I was... doubt any of these cops are gonna be able to break a kid's arm and get away with it. Oh no, it's worse than that. There's there's a lot of case. Oh, that's the other thing that I should. Or were those? Is it the Our country's just a bunch of pussies. Where the Russians are, like the, the so the protesters are disappearing from the hospitals. They're going and a lot of mm-hmm. the protesters are being murdered and killed and tortured and humiliated in the streets. Like, seems like all the videos I've seen of these of those cops, you know, after I watch one catch catch on fire, I feel bad for him. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that was that group of guys that stripped that protester naked and like made him hold a sign and took took selfies with him. Yeah, so fuck, fuck those guys. Yeah, leave that to Americans and Iraq. Well, my question yeah, is, why don't they do. just bum rush these people? You got like ten grand versus like thirty-five. They've been doing that. They've been battling for weeks. It's been pretty cool to watch on Reddit. Do you remember Abu Gra- Abu Grave? Abu Grabe? Abu Grabe. I, yeah, pronounce Abu it for me. Abu Grabe. Okay. Do you remember Abu Grabe? I wonder how Painkiller already would have covered that <laughs> if we were active back when that happened. Would we have been totally pro Butch with the cigarette and the pyramid of naked guys? Would um, we have said like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you blow off a little steam. Nah, rah, rah, yeah. USA. 
We, I don't we, like uh, that because because it, we should treat our prisoners um, the the same way we'd want our prisoners treated. Exactly. And, I mean, and, and uh, so I, that that's that's why oh, I like that. Sure. It's just like if we're gonna do it, waterboarding is not torture. It, it, Fuck you! I've, I've been waterboarded. Advanced interrogation torture. technique. I don't feel that waterboarding is torture. I've been waterboarded. Do you know how to waterboard? I need to get waterboarded for a YouTube I, video. I know how to waterboard. I've been waterboarded, and it sucks ass. It'll get taken. It feels like taken. you're getting drowned. But but Kyle, I think I think I, I mean this would the part the torturous part of it is that you because you knew it was going to stop. Yeah, that's, you knew no, you no, could I stop it at any the, time. I do. I have and still do make that distinction. Okay. Because it really, it, really sucks. It's horrible and it's terrifying. I just don't think. I, to me, torture is when somebody. Torture to me is what's happening to Theon Greyjoy right now. He's got, he's, oh, Game of Thrones. That reference. is torture. Okay. That's Theon terrible. Greyjoy is lashed to this X-shaped cross. He's had his feet worked on. He's had his pinky fingers tortured till he begged them. To have it cut off. Penis His was cut penis off. Penis was cut off. He's 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 been like dehydrated for days at a time and like teased by pouring the water out. Um, just beaten. Yeah, but it, see, you're going over the top wait, torture. That's torture. All that's just imagine torture. getting water. But if you put somebody in a room, a if you put somebody in a, a room with bright lights and don't let them sleep for three days, that's advanced interrogation. I'd crack like a motherfucking cashew. I would too. I would crack. <laughs> they just have to open the motherfucking toolbox. My cousin and I always talk about this. We're, we 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 both equally fear torture, so we're always like, you know, if we see torture in a movie we're watching, like Pulp Fiction or something, I'm always like, dude, be honest. But here's, as here's soon as he un- unrolled that that kit of knives, I'd be like, all right, so Scott lives at five five seven Snowball Avenue. Yeah. It's the blue house. Approach from the southeast. He'll never see you coming. What? Like, I don't hold up under torture. So torture is the thing that you fear. You know what I kind of fear that that's equally unlikely to happen. I don't want to go to jail. I don't think I do well in prison. Like, I'm afraid I'd get my ass kicked, and I don't like that. Even if, let's say, for example, I'm above average, it wouldn't be one v one. There are powers in there that have dealt with badder people than me. That would just not, it wouldn't be a problem, right, guys? Who were just too big, too strong, too many. I I would not do well in prison. And what I'm told, like the way to succeed in prison, is to kind of keep to yourself, don't talk very much, just be quiet, don't make waves, and uh, and don't stand out. That that's not what I'm good at, <laughs> you know. I'm good at making friends. I'm I'm good at being outgoing i'm good at like getting to know people and being social and and not to say that i never need to retreat but that i like could i spend 12 months in prison never talking i fucking struggle with a two-week titanfall nda <laughs> what do you be trying to get the the inmates like hey you know what you should do with your computer time woodycraft.net check it out <laughs> go there and play yeah inside I, when i get back out i'm gonna it might be something shit. imagine i see a guy struggling with his computer and be like you know i can help you with that you know let me do it. they'd be like motherfucker i don't it's want only your three help. packs of cigs only three packs and i'll help you with your PC <laughs> but he, he might be mad at at some generous offer like i somehow I would rub somebody the wrong way in prison, and I'd be in a bad spot. I don't ever want to go to prison. I don't think those people would like me. 
Well, speaking of motherfuckers going to prison, what the, what do you think about this guy shot the dude in the movie theater? So, all right, so here's the scenario as, as far as I know it. I think it was in Florida, as it always is. Oh, Florida. <laughs> I may be wrong about he's, that. He's innocent. So this guy was an ex-sheriff's like deputy, I want to say. He's ex-law enforcement. He's... I want to say like 69, Definitely he's like 69, 70, 72 years Curtis old. Curtis Reeves, 71, is retired to Tampa police captain. Yeah, really fucking old guy in a movie theater. Gets in an argument with another person over them texting during the previews for the movie. It escalates to the point where he needs to shoot and kill the man and shoot and injure his wife. Well, I don't think he shot one time. I think the wife's hand came up. And he shot through the hand into the husband's chest. I don't know about that. If he did, that was some that was some sweet shooting. I don't think he meant to shoot through her hand. I think she just threw it out there to cover him. Two birds and one stone. (laughs) That's impressive if that's true, Wings. Are you sure he only shot once? He only shot one time. If he meant to do it, he didn't mean to do it. Pretty much what happened. I'd say I meant to do it. Here's what. (laughs) Here's how I recall the thing. The guy's sitting there texting his babysitter, and the guy behind him gets all huffy and stuff. So, so, so the guy gets up. And makes a deal about it. Because he's a young guy. He's 43 versus 71 year old. And the guy gets really mad at him. And the guy takes popcorn and throws Wait, it at the old man. So who, the texter is the 40 some year old texting his babysitter. Yes. And the 70 year old is the douche who won't let him text during a preview. Correct. Okay. And the 43 year old takes popcorn and throws it at his face. And then he responds to that by pulling out a 38 pistol and shooting him one time in the chest. But as soon as he pulls the pistol out, the, the guy's wife, which is standing beside him, throws her hand out in front to try to guard him. He shoots her in the hand. That's a good woman. Through and hits him in the chest. That's a good woman. I don't think there are many women who, when if somebody pulled a gun on their guy, their first reaction would be to throw themselves in front of the bullet. Like, no, don't shoot Johnny. Take me instead. Uh, does does the really 71-year-old guy, does he have any mental problems or something? No, or no, 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 no. He said he feared for his life. <laughs> oh, good. Well, of well, he is a cop, so yeah. Well, yeah stop well, res- he probably yelled stop resisting before he shot him. Yeah. to the cop, he, that butter is terrible for you. <laughs> he's up, he, he's, he's, so he's in a lot of trouble. He's going away. He's going away. This is not There was another shooting ground. recently where a guy uh, fired several shots into a vehicle. And they're trying to make it some sort of Trayvon Martin uh, type. Uh, oh, that, that guy's going away too. But this guy's going away. Like, like in the Trayvon Martin thing, we all agreed that, like, wait a minute, this doesn't all add up 100. percent But with this thing, it's like these these teenagers had their music really loud. He complains. They get in some sort of argument. He feels threatened, so he starts firing into the vehicle. Fires like four shots. The vehicle starts driving away, and he fires like four more shots into the vehicle and kills the kid in the back seat. And he's com- claiming, "Stand your ground." In completely unrelated news, George Zimmerman has a brother also living in the state of Florida, <laughs> also soon to be involved in a boxing match, hopefully with DMX. Oh, you're serious? Did yeah, you see D- that? Oh, George Zimmerman and Zimmerman's going fisticuffs on the motherfucker. Three rounds, I think, in a boxing match. Are you Kanye West? George Zimmerman's actual brother is going to fight DMX. George George Zimmerman is fighting DMX. George Zimmerman is fighting DMX in a boxing match? Yep. You're fucking shitting me. Yeah, some celebrity boxing promoter is uh, is putting it together. Oh, please, please. It's televised? Live stream? What? I don't know, televised or live streams. But but before you get all excited, um, this promoter, the promoter of the fight... 
has, uh, I believe he pled no contest to fixing fights. Um, to fixing other celebrity boxing fights, Aww. he would he would uh, he. I wouldn't give a shit if it was rigged. I'd and, still watch it. I no, I don't. No, I'd like to see DMX beat the shit out of him. Because DMX be, needs to come DMX back. DMX has been a crackhead for a long time. No dude. man, I got George Zimmerman. I got my, I got twenty five dollars on George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman got his ass kicked by Trayvon Martin. Yeah, DMX is a lot bigger than Trayvon Martin, but he's also been a crackhead for a long time. I don't think he DMX lost is the battle, that big. But he I think DMX is pretty him. short. He's a, he's like if he's like the DMX in the music videos and on his album covers, he has some muscle on him. He used to call I, Steven I know, Seagal. Man, he's old now. How old is DMX? Forty-three, DMX I think. Forty-three. Okay, well, they're about the same age, right? I don't know. DMX is not looking that badass lately. Let's see what DMX looks like right now. DMX forty. DMX did some time for impersonating a federal officer and not paying his taxes. I think. <laughs> so, what a stupid. Yeah, DMX looking old. He's looking like a forty-three. Yeah, but he could. This could be a comeback, launching his his midlife rap <laughs> career again. It would be great. I don't think his rap career ever died. Yeah, it did. Well, it, yeah, it, it did. did. It was <laughs> I mean, well, I meant to say, like, I don't think his lyrical genius because DMX was actually a poet. Like, the motherfucker can write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had presence. Like, he was really like there was presence. He was, like too. that stupid pit bull and barking shit that. So we don't know where this fight's gonna be done, or I don't. I, it needs it, to be it, on pay per view, and it needs to be like five dollars. There's no way. To be in, I don't know because no, George Zimmerman doesn't get to profit off of his celebrity. No, there shouldn't be any making money from that. He's. Uh, I bet he's. Getting, I know he's going to. He's getting he's at going least to, fifty thousand dollars for this fight. Like. Is George Zimmerman drop the weight yet? Because he didn't get arrested for for murdering somebody. I haven't seen Zimmerman in a while. Is he get all? Is he drop weight or something like? Or is it, is this gonna be Fat Zimmerman versus? Last time I saw him, it was Fat Zimmerman. He's probably Fat Zimmerman. He may have kept going that way. What if he's obese Zimmerman now? But see, <laughs> like here's the problem. DMX is a fucking crackhead and a half now. Wait, what if, if, if George if Zimmerman is now obese, can you take him for George Zimmerman? Oh, dude, I, I'm gonna put it out there. I will any 400 pound <laughs> fat man's ass on the planet. Right now, George Zimmerman Wings of Redemption challenges you <laughs> to a boxing match broadcast live on PKA. Yes, you, but you can't bring a gun. Wings, will you fight George Zimmerman? Would I fight if he's the George Zimmerman I see from the trial? Yes. If he's the George Zimmerman that Trayvon Martin beat up, no. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. <laughs> but DMX, so can, DMX looking really skinny. Like, have you seen this guy, motherfucker? Yeah, I saw him. He's not. He's not in uh, that greatest shape anymore. Um, I, I want to talk about the Olympics a little bit. Ah, oh, go ahead. Everyone's uh, fussing about do, this. I do you have a non-safe for work uh, thing? Oh, you know I do. <laughs> the record for the highest number of orgasms by a woman in one hour is 134, and for a man, it is 16. What the fuck was that man on? 16 in an hour. That's something. I don't. Cool. I don't think that's physically possible. He was blustering. He's blustering okay, water. Okay, so <laughs> the uh, so the Olympics are uh, are in Sochi, which is a city in Russia. Uh, they have been planning this for seven years. I want to say these are PKA facts. So stick with me. I believe it's like seventy or seventy-five billion dollars have been spent on the preparation. And it is shitty. Like, like, like. So only I, I think like only six out of the nine hotels 
were actually ready to be occupied. So, like, guys from CNN, guys from major news or, uh, organizations are, like, sitting outside for 20, 30, 40 hours. They've booked, like, five, they've booked, like, three or four rooms with five months ago, and they end up with one room that's, like, torn apart and looks like some, like, cockroach inn. Um, but there's, they, they're paying some outside group, I don't know who you hire for this, to kill the huge number of wild dogs in the area. <laughs> they're not really wild dogs. They're the pets from all the people who were displaced and put into apartments and then disallowed to have pets in their apartments. So they're oh. mass poisoning these dogs, um, all throughout the, the region because there's, there's so many of them because they moved all these people out to create the venues. Um, the transportation systems are all fucked up. There, there's weird. The sewage. You can't. Weird, fl- you can't flush toilet paper. You have to put it in a bin. There is surveillance in the showers of the events and in the hotels, and they've admitted to it. It's a fuck. And 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 now we're just getting started. So this these are the problems with these are the problems that affect the people who come to see the games. Now for the problems for the people who come to compete in them. The the events have been made so dangerously and so difficult and so poorly, really, because they just didn't know how much snow was going to be there, that many of the athletes are dropping out or getting serious injuries in sports where they where injuries are rare. People are l- having compound fractures and falling apart, and the, like the bobsled or the luge or whatever. Uh, there's a new event this year called Slope Style, and uh, Sean White is you know the the world's best snowboarder. He fractured his wrist practicing on their slope style course and said, you know what, fuck this. This is this new slope style thing is going to mess up the other eight gold I usually win at every Olympics. So he just pu- literally pulled out because he said it was too dangerous. His competitor it's said he was scared. He can't win. Why do they put the Olympics in places like fucking China and Russia? Like Atlanta, Atlanta didn't do that bad of a job with it. I mean, we, there was that bombing thing. One but, little bombing. What are you gonna One do? One little bombing. That's you know. I don't think anybody blames Boston for their bombing. Why are you gonna blame Atlanta for ours? <laughs> <laughs> because it was they thought it was the, a police officer who was in on it. They but it yeah, man. It, it was really shitty like what it. they did to that cop. I think his name mm-hmm. was his name Mark Furman. No, that was wow. the OJ cop. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was right what they did to that the guy. Cop. killed himself, didn't he? <laughs> that, that Mark Furman guy had it coming. But the guy in the Atlanta situation, I can't Richard remember. Richard, they something? persecuted that guy in the media. Uh, yeah, maybe Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. I think that was it. Yeah, they that that guy saved a lot of lives that day by discovering the bomb. And, and alerting the police, and the media went after him because he was the only person of interest at all because he was the person who found the bomb. And the whole time, it was that, like, I can't remember the guy's name, but but the motherfucker was hiding in the mountains of North Carolina. They caught him, like, three or four years later. Oh, and, and Richard Duell did not commit suicide. He just died from natural causes. He had severe heart disease. Oh, that's a shame. That sucks. But I, I think a lot of this... About the, the Sochi Olympics, because, I mean, of course, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of beauty marks, we'll say, when you get get up close to the real product in Sochi. But that's true of every Olympics. I mean, I, I was at the Olympics in, in Atlanta in 96. No, no, no. Go, and to, there, go to Twitter, hashtag Sochi problems. Yeah, and the but, Sochi problems are like, I don't have a proper doorknob. Well, some hotels don't even have lobbies because they weren't. But anyway, but it, <laughs> there are there are problems. But 
a lot of them seem to be blown out of proportion. There's this whole thing about 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 water that you're not supposed to touch or drink or put on your face or something. And uh, a reporter tweeted it out, and she she had glasses of water that were like some yellow liquid. It looked like pea or apple juice, but it came from the faucet. But the story that they're not telling you there, or she isn't communicating, is that, well, the water system was turned off for a while, and they had just turned it back on. You're not supposed to use that water. When you turn off a major water system, like in your house, and it's been off for a while, and you turn it back on, you let faucets run for a while before you you do anything with the water that comes out of the faucet. He's right. Like, I forget where I lived where that happened, but... um uh they like the they ran the fire hydrants to make like large amounts of water kind of flow and they ran um and then you would run like faucet to make that last whatever last mile I'll say but it's not a mile you know, you know what the dirtiest water I ever saw was so when the sprinklers went off in my apartment that time if you can imagine that apartment building was probably 20 years old so that water had been sitting there in those steel pipes for 20 years creating this like weird sludgy rust and all of that and all those pipes was evacuated just immediately mixed with high pressure water that was the dirtiest water i've ever seen it was red water that came out of there and just covered my entire life (laughs) i don't know why i started thinking about that that was a horrible day oh the dirtiest water i've seen i was uh i was clearing out a house when i worked i was a house securing for foreclosure uh company and there was a, a house that had been abandoned evacu- or abandoned over the summer, um, and the water had been turned off, but people, the people that were squatting there still had to use the bathroom, and they did, and they just left it there. And so I got to find and try to clean out that toilet, and so that was not fun. But getting back to the Olympics, I think a lot of this is just, just you know, people making light of the Sochi stuff and all the problems there, which are there, obviously. I think a lot of it just is... People taking delight in Russia failing on the world stage because of their their anti gay and lesbian transgender laws and which, the stuff they're doing over in the Ukraine. Oh yeah, right, and that and because and they're supporting that. They that's, that's all. Oh, they're too. supporting. Oh well, then yeah, big bags of shit. But I I may be wrong about that. I just think that some at some point you're making a little bit more of it than it really is because all these kinds of things have problems and there and some of these things do have an expl- now not, not when being Romney to- runs your olympics shit was smooth <laughs> that's right problem that's solved right. i i just want to point out that Mitt Romney could not beat Barack Obama but he just whipped Vladimir Putin's ass <laughs> you know what okay. um did anyone see a Netflix documentary, Mitt? Did you guys see it? I haven't no. watched it yet. I watched oh, the first ten dude. minutes, and that's the and that was heartbreaking. It's compelling, isn't it? Oh it, man! There is all this him. behind the scenes footage of Mitt and his family, mostly a little bit of his team, running for president, and you get to see Mitt the man a little better. You get to see his indec—I don't want to say indecision, but like his his moments of self doubt. Which and they were completely normal. Like I'm sure Barack had his, his moments of self doubt too. Uh, you got to see him prepare for elections. You know his family would sort of coach him. Like people seemed to like this, people didn't seem to like that. And there were opinions of people he's known forever and you know trust to be on Team Romney there. Mitt on Netflix. It's Netflix is doing an amazing job with producing original series. Yeah. This one's not it's, a series, but it. I, I feel better for having seen it. I feel like I know Mitt better than I did just during when he ran. And I can almost imagine him being on stage 
saying the things he said, and after seeing it afterwards, you're like, oh, I even know his inner monologue that was sort of cooking while he was saying this. What was going well? What wasn't going well? When he got the zingers? When he got the losers? He, Mitt won the first debate. I think there were three in total, and he lost the next two mostly, but uh, um, he won the first one. And you got to see like how everybody felt, like you know, new life into his campaign, what the win was like. And he walked away not knowing he won. Like he couldn't tell. And then afterwards, they're all like, oh, my God, you killed it. And he saw the reaction from everybody. He's like, wow, I won? Yeah, you know, like, he really did kill it. I remember that. I think we discussed it on the show. Like, like he blew a bomb out of the water. Made him look. At, at that moment, that was the, that was the closest I ever came to thinking, yeah, this guy might beat Obama if he, if he takes if he takes this and he runs with it and he wins the next two uh, debates, right? And really, t- you know, picks takes some big shots at Obama. You know, he keeps he keeps landing these blows like this, making him look bad and making himself look like a you know presidential. He's got this. Man. Personally, neither candidate gave me what I wanted in debate. Like I'm a figures guy. Like I want to hear an actual plan and stats and and why you think it will work. But it seems like debates are scored on like emotions. You know, this guy's mannerism, how well this guy talked, whether you know, who shot the most zingers. Like you know, one guy gets three good zingers in there that someone walked into, and suddenly he won the debate. Never mind Captain Zinger, and I'm not referring to either of them. Uh, you know, didn't really have any plan to make things better, but it's all about the zinger. You know that that's how debates are won. So I didn't think anyone did a good job in any of the three debates, really. But the world clearly agreed that Mitt Romney won the first debate, and it was really cool to watch. Watch Mitt on, on Netflix if you at all have an interest in politics. I like politics. Um, yeah. Not only for the impact and you know, staying in touch with what's going on in the world, I kind of like it from the chess match, from the, like, it's a giant popularity contest that I find interesting to watch. And, you know, I... I know someone that knew someone in politics, and he's like, none of it's personal. It feels personal. Sometimes they even act like it's personal. But instead, it's more like chess. You know, do, do your feelings get hurt when someone takes your rook? You're like, no. Hmm, lost a rook. All right, well, this is how I need to respond to it. And and that's it. That's as deep as it goes. These guys are pros. And it was fun to see that. And But with Mitt, I don't know. I, I, I'll take that back and say you really did see his inner monologue and what things were like and – you saw him right after he lost the election. They flew yeah, home. As he was realizing he lost it. Yeah. Like the moment he realized because it – and that's – you get that in the first 10 minutes of the documentary. No. He, yeah. In the, in the first 10 minutes of the documentary, they show him losing his first run. Oh. Well, that was – that. that's the moment I'm talking about then. That, yeah. That to me was just as compelling. It's it's the same it thing. Was, it was. It was. In the first, the first 10 time. minutes of the documentary – I'm sorry. I'm talking over you. He loses to McCain in the primary, and then the next, I'll say, hour of it, he loses to Obama. He wins a primary, and then he loses to Obama in the general election. Hmm. So I wonder how they do that. How do you make it? How, how do you properly count? No, no, I, no. I think I'm right because he remember he. It's like in the first ten minutes, and he asks his advisors. He's like, "Does anyone have the president's number?" And somebody's like, "Yeah, I do." And he's like, "Well, what should I say in a concession speech?" Yeah, it is. It's when he lost the uh, the presidential bid. I don't think I'm wrong. I'm on Netflix right now. <laughs> Everybody go watch it, Netflix.com slash Woody. <laughs> and you'll find out who's right. <laughs>
Everybody let us know in the comments. I want to see yeah, a gigantic it'll even have the date stamps and stuff in there. And um, um, and the thing that you're talking about, it, where they ask for the president's number, occurs in the preview and in toward the end of the show. In the uh, in the first ten minutes or so. We're thinking we want the best. Oh, no, I thought you were listening. The first ten minutes or so, he loses to McCain. And and they talk about how he built a brand for himself, and he's like, "Yeah, the Mormon flip flopper. That's my brand." Ooh, ooh, wow. Yeah, I mean, he was under no illusions that things were better than they were, or even worse than they were. I, I thought he was kind of on target. If anything, he might have been a little pessimistic. But, um, I don't think he would have been a great president. I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> One thing that was Do you pretty think he would have been better than Obama? That's what the that's I guess I, that's the question. I don't think he's so. He's a Mormon, dude. No, that doesn't bother I, me. What? That doesn't bother me. It bothers me yeah. a little, I guess. If I think it through, I mean, like I, a bullshit religion, he's got the king. <laughs> no, Scientology. no, Scientology, and, and there's. <laughs> I don't want my president to be heavily influenced by religion. You know, when Bush said that God told him to go to Iraq and, and you know start a war, it was like, oh my God, seriously? Like God told you? Was it a vibe or was it a conversation? Did he give you a high five when you're running over yeah. children's skulls? Fucking dude, there's lives on the line and you're talking to God. Not at all happy. Like I, I want, I want somebody more dude. earthbound. Hey. To, to deal with this. Maybe well, Dick Cheney is God, and that's the second coming. <laughs> yeah, you don't, no, be I don't like when politicians are, uh, you know, make any of their, especially when they use it sort of as an excuse, and they're proud to say it. They're like, you know, no, I can't do this because of this or that. There's some politician, I think it's Oklahoma or Missouri, they're trying to push for uh, legalization of marijuana, and he said, uh, the politician, the governor, I believe, uh, was, say, was saying, no, 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 my, my church wouldn't like that. My church wouldn't agree with that, and 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 so his opponents' uh, ad reads something like, you know, why would you vote for this guy? His uh, he's he's letting his church make the decisions for the state. It's ridiculous. You know, we haven't talked about pot on the show. We yet. haven't. So it's it's getting it's it's so it's been legalized now in two states, mm -hmm. and uh, and it seems like all these other states are seeing. I guess that you know the world doesn't collapse in these states, and that they're getting all this tax money, and it seems like there's a lot of places where it's you know moving in that that direction. You know who should legalize it? North Carolina should legalize pot. Uh, they should lead the way in this, and I'll tell you why. North Carolina grows the tobacco. I don't I don't know that we North Carolina if people don't know is synonymous with tobacco farms. I'm not sure if the numbers warrant it out. Maybe for all I know freaking Kentucky has more tobacco farms than us, but but you know we're the Tar Heel state, we are the tobacco thing. We've got like old tobacco wealth in this state and I just I can't tell you why it just seems like we could swap out some of this tobacco shrinking business with the growing marijuana business. And um, and yeah. then business owners wouldn't be able to take all their cash to the bank because banks are refusing to let them open accounts. Well, they, really? they're working on that. Mm -hmm. Eric Holder came out and said that the, the, the State Department would not go after those banks for handling um, the money in those marijuana legalized states. So that's, that's not going to be a problem going forward. Hmm. 
maybe not every bank will agree to work with these marijuana uh, marijuana businesses, but there will be some bank who will take advantage of that niche. Sure. I, I would hope so, but it was just funny that people that are in a completely in, in their state in Colorado, um, there was a story about a guy who opened a, a mar- marijuana dispensary and completely legal business within the state. All of his interactions take place within the state, no interstate commerce, but he was being treated. He he felt as though he was a money launderer for for drug runners because he was going he was trying he was going from bank to bank with. Fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars cash on him, and he was scared. Like I, I, I I'm really scared. I don't want well, to have this much cash on here. It's against the law to have that much cash on you. I don't think that's true. That is true. You want me to send you links? Yes, please. Okay. PKA stats. It's against the law to carry fifty thousand dollars. Go. I, He's talking while muted. Um, did anyone here happen to see my marijuana video? It's like ten days old now. I did. Yes, I saw it. Did you too? Mm-hmm. I'll lay it out there for people that that didn't see it. My stance was essentially, marijuana should be legal. Uh, it's just like prohibition in that you're outlawing something that is super super easy to do. This is a weed that grows almost anywhere on the planet, and you can smoke it. Um, in the same way that alcohol, you know, if you ignore grapes, you get wine. Like. The, it's hard to outlaw that. By making it illegal, you make the the criminals the wealthy people. You know, by putting marijuana in the hand of drug dealers, all of a sudden you've got this big violent industry. It's not marijuana making them violent; it's money making them violent. Let's make this legal. On the other hand, it's not good. Right? Just because I think it should be legal doesn't mean I think that it should be widely done. It's still a vice. It's a vice like smoking cigarettes. It's a vice like eating cookies. It's a it's it's a vice like lots of things. Drinking alcohol that is bad for you. And sometimes I I feel like in the pro marijuana legalization argument, I'll be done in a few seconds. In the pro, they almost make it seem like it's a health food. People act as if there is no negative health effects to marijuana, but there is. You actually do have memory loss. You actually do have your reward system kind of fucked up in a way that people stop trying to succeed in life. You actually do have some negative health of it. I mean, it's bad things coming into your lungs in smoke form, just like cigarettes. So, so that's my take on it. It should be legal. We should take this stuff out of the hands of criminals and into the hands of farmers. But don't go telling people that it's okay to smoke like they did in the 40s to our World War II soldiers saying, <laughs> you know, dude, puff on these cigarettes. It calms your nerves. You'll be happy. Let's not do that again. Let's say, all right, it's legal, but don't go wild on it because this is no health food. Yeah, it should definitely be regulated. No, it, it should, should just be like beer. In the hands of, of, of people who are underage. I don't, th- I, I saw, I don't think that you can, I don't think that the carcinogens that are present are ever going to really affect you. I think that if you if you, if I think you could smoke pot every day of your life and then eliminate and then give up something in your life like a microwave and you would be an equal uh, possibility of getting Maybe cancer. the thing I, about I, smoking pot is and this is, look I didn't do the research myself but I've read it and they say there are more carcinogens in a puff from a joint than there is from a cigarette. But the thing is someone to help me here. I mean, if you smoke a joint, how many puffs do you get? 
I've never smoked a joint. I have never uh, partaken in be. the marijuana. Well, okay, it is well, regardless of whether or not you've ever partaken in it. I've heard. Uh, uh-huh. Five or six or seven. Okay. Yeah, around there. It's not going forever. Five to seven, right? Whereas on yeah. a cigarette, Kyle, you smoked cigarettes or smoke? Yeah. Or how many? Yeah, 12, 20, 25, 20? maybe. 20 to 25, and you do like 20 a day, you know, whereas people yeah. rarely smoke 20 joints a day. That would be a really weird That's thing. Like, like, right. like uh, what is insane. it? What's that I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I, to- I smoke two joints in the afternoon. No, you can't. If you're smoking no. like that, then I guess eventually it would be an issue. But then the other thing is, it, you don't have to smoke a joint, or uh, you don't have to like actually burn it. You could get uh, they have these vaporizers. Have you seen that I documentary know, on Netflix? I know. There's with, vaporizers uh, and there's other things, but and then you could do brownies. But let's assume that uh, the popular method is the popular method, which okay, is to but say smoke let me a joint. This. What are the negative effects of a pot brownie? Memory loss. Reward loss. system. Sugar intake. It'll fuck with and your reward, reward system so that people stop achieving things that are more meaningful in life. If you know a guy that chronically does a lot of pot, he's probably not going out there and killing it in this world. I know guys who chronically use Ben and Jerry's, and they're also not going out there and killing it. I'm not saying that it's not that Ben and Jerry's isn't a vice or that alcohol isn't a vice. I'm just saying that people are being a little dishonest. People who are pro-pot, sometimes act as if it has no negatives. They say it's natural, yeah. like oxygen. There's the, nothing yeah, wrong. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I don't, think I don't pot know is why. an equal vice to Ben and Jerry's and bacon sandwiches. I look at it like this. It's not as harmful as beer, and beer is widely accepted. Who gives a yeah, shit? You look, if you look at alcohol commercials, everybody's just having a great time, just killing a bunch of beers. You know, And, and they're, it literally... Alcohol, alcohol is much. But you'll never see them drinking it. You will never see them drinking it in those. Yeah, that's right. You you really don't, do you? Never do. Wow. But pointing that that out, I never noticed. If people said what you said, pot should be legal. It is right there next to alcohol and cookies and Ben and Jerry's and cigarettes. I'd be like, yes, I agree. It should be legal because we can solve these problems of like drug cartels making all this money and causing all this violence and just destroying lives and putting people in prison. Um, In my video, I mentioned people don't usually go to prison for smoking pot, but they do go to prison for smoking pot on their probation. And there are a fair amount of people who are in prison now for violating their probation by smoking pot. And, like, we could just get rid of all that, all that expense, all that imprisonment, all that violence, all that badness by making it legal, by not doing the thing that we used to do with alcohol, which is to say, you know, take something that's very common and popular and make it in the hands of gangsters. That's the argument we should use. This stuff is a parallel to cigarettes and alcohol and Ben and Jerry's and cookies. We shouldn't say... There's nothing wrong with this. There are no negative health benefits. Knock yourself out. It should be legal. And legalize it so we can study it more and study its effects and let let people smoke ju- smoke joints and be part of studies and be, or not smoke and be control groups and, and let, let us study this in the way that we've studied or at least tried to study um, cigarettes and secondhand smoke and alcohol consumption and, you know. Yeah. So I want to start handing out pot to our soldiers saying, you know, smoke away from your foxhole, it'll calm your nerves. I I think it's not that kind of healthy activity. It's a vice, and we shouldn't encourage it. But But if you happen to have an eight-hour layover in Denver, and there was a dispensary right there next to your hotel, (laughs) 
Would you go get like a THC lollipop and enjoy those eight hours that you're having to spend in freezing ass Denver? Are there any like uh, gaming conventions or events <laughs> in, in Denver at all? There yeah. are in Seattle, Washington, PAX Prime. Ah, oh, PK should do a live show from PAX Prime. <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna, nip this, yeah. I'm gonna nip this in the butt. I'm never smoking pot on some kind of game. Well, you we, you could get like like I said, get one of those lollipops that is uh, mm-hmm. THC. I don't want to do that, dude. You get high well, off candy. I was fine just, just fake being high. The rest of us will get high. I doubt <laughs> that. I mean, you doubt lo- yeah. Think. There so, we go. That, that's that's a good that's that's I've, PKA style. I've never had yeah. I've never had a pot brownie, but I do know you're supposed to eat like a non-human portion, like an eighth of a brownie or something, right? Yeah. Are they smart enough with the goddamn lollipops that you're supposed to have a whole lollipop? So I was looking at uh, – we were watching a Dateline nah, – I don't know if it was Dateline. It was CNN. It was a CNN thing, and, and the, it seems that they have, like, the milligrams of THC. But who the hell knows how many milligrams of THC I would want? That's yeah. like asking me how many milligrams of, like, morphine I need when I'm having surgery. I don't fucking I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I don't know if I'd do pot in a legal state. It's legal. But it's still bad. Well, I, we're right. So, but so it's gambling. But you know, you go to Vegas and you play the slot machine a few times. Mm-hmm. You have a beer. You have a drink. What was that event you went to? You went to a battlefield event. You know, Vegas, and you had like a, you it's had legal. a, a Why not? Shirley Temple or something. I think that sounds right. But that's not a. Where did I go? Battlefield Four event. I think it was a Battlefield Four. Oh event. yeah, yeah. I, I did get a Shirley Temple there. Yeah. They had a like a giant and... bar or something. No. No, I but remember I, that. Might as well sample it. It's one isn't going to. I mean, and I think there's there's a there's certainly a spot for people saying that pot isn't as dang, isn't dangerous. Only to say pot isn't nearly as dangerous as popular media has made it out to be for so very long. Yeah, I you're not going to put really the baby in the oven it's and making it out right now. That's the thing. I don't know. There are people on popular media who say. This thing is completely fine. Knock yourself out. One thing I hear repeated a lot, which is true, no one's ever died from too much pot. I think that's true anyway. And, uh, you know, like, yeah, you you don't OD on pot. That doesn't mean that, like, being a chronic long-term pot smoker isn't going to have an impact on your life. No one's ever died from cookie overdose either. But being a chronic yeah, yeah. long-term cookie eater will have an impact on your life. So, uh, they don't die from the cookies. They die from the diabetes, Kyle. <laughs> Which dark, is true. What a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> cookies won't get you with them diabetes wheels. Or a long fall down an escalator. <laughs> so, I, you know, I hope that there's a lot more states that follow suit. And, you yeah. know... I, I think within five years is going to be at least five more states. I think Alaska is uh, is is primed to do it. Oklahoma's talking about it. Texas is talking about decriminalization. Just go down the list. Who, which states are the poorest? They're going to the ones who are going to do it early. Um, Florida's uh, got a medical marijuana bill cooking. There's a bunch of states that do. Most states. And I, I can't wait until the federal government has to decide whether to um, not enforce. Federal drug law because now you're just going to have, oh, and the have DEA, a lot of states. It's it, it's so funny the DEA's reaction 
to like this whole thing. They don't know what the fuck to say. They're like, we don't know what to say. We we have we don't know what to do. We don't know why they're make they're they're saying these things. They're making that's a scary this. thing too, right? Like like not not for me because I've got no skin in the game. But let's say that I'm a medical marijuana dispensary or or just in a state where it's legal, and then Rick Santorum's the next president, you know, or or almost any Republican. They're going to about face on this thing and start enforcing the federal laws. Rick Perry's down. Then I hope then I hope that that a lot of medical marijuana dispensaries get together and then actually challenge that because I don't think it's up to the federal government to pass those kind of laws. Woody, who do you want That's to state's run rights for, all the way? Who do you want to run for president? Oh god, I'm going to get myself in trouble. But here's some of the people that I have an interest in in running for president, not who I'm planning on voting for just yet. I'd like to see Chris Christie run. I want to see what he's all about. I'd like to see Elizabeth Warren run. I want to see what she's all about. Um, I'd like to see Joe Biden run. I wonder what he's all about, and, and that'll be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of Republicans I'm excited about. Like, I'm totally not down for Scott Walker, although he, running might be funny. I'm totally not down for Santorum, although running is guaranteed to be funny. Uh, Rick Perry, just to watch him fucking not remember his policy again, that would be awesome. He made a gag about that the other day. He said, "He said there's three reasons why I want to legalize, uh, decriminalize marijuana in my state. We want to stop putting people in jail for these nonviolent crimes. We want to collect the tax money, and the third, uh, I forgot the third reason, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I'm guy, sorry. the guy literally did that during the presidential debates, but not as a gag." Um, maybe that explains his memory loss. Who the hell knows? But um, as people that I'm interested in is like that I want to – the candidates for the next president, Christie, Biden, Warren, that comes to mind. Uh, I'm going to go right in Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> Who do you got, Kyle? Andy Dye? Exactly. Uh, that's I, the I, point. I can't think of his name. It's, it's just uh, Mark, um, Mark Rubio? Yeah, that guy from Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got in trouble um, for changing his stance on um, uh, immigration. I don't right? care about I'm going to look like He's... a bum. I'm going to go Al Franken. Oh. Is it too early for him to run? I don't know, but he'd be a great president. It's funny. Al Franken became senator, and he was You know who I really want, and, and I saw Everyone it, loved I saw everything he had to say, and I feel like he's been almost silent for the last six years. I don't know. I, I, I'll sub to his YouTube channel, and he posts some of his uh, his slam downs. He'd be fucking him up there in the Senate floor. Would you vote for uh, Bill Nye and uh, no. Neil deGrasse no. Tyson? Neil deGrasse Tyson, I would so vote for no. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, God. You, I don't think you he would has vote any for Neil Tyson. That team, that duo. I don't, I don't feel like they have what it takes to be sharks in an old man's you know, world. It doesn't what matter. It doesn't matter. Science, our science game would be on fire. Yeah, I would point. want them to like cut the defense budget by like 80%, put it into fucking science. We'd be on Mars. We'd, we'd, have, we'd have warp drive us. by the end of we'd the first term. We'd be on term. Mars in yeah. like 10 years. Give it to us. <laughs> yeah, Christianity would be disbanded, though. You know what I oh, think good, yeah. Cool. Get rid of the get rid of the creationists. There, there would be no more debate on, oh, should we creationists be total science? Fucking no, it's not science. I would it's like to not. see a candidate for president, not governor or mayor or the homeowners association. I want to see a president run on a platform of faster internet speeds. Oh, man, he would get my vote. I don't care if he's like, I support killing babies, but fast <laughs> internet speeds. Your <laughs> internet, your internet subscription will come with I'm a faster, King James Bible. 
I, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, praise Jesus. One of the reasons America <laughs> succeeded like it has historically is our infrastructure. Like when you see our road system, how we can bring goods to anywhere fairly cheaply and reliably, it's a major advantage. Even our air system, which isn't the greatest, I'm told, is is a pretty nice way. We, you know, the overnight air that we can accomplish what FedEx and UPS do with their overnight shipping. I can hop on a plane and go anywhere and take it for granted. You know, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tonight. That stuff is outstanding. But our internet infrastructure seriously holds back our business. And if we want to be the tech leaders that we kind of still are, you know, when you look at where Google and Facebook and Twitter and Twitch now, um, all these things are born, then that stuff is still coming out of the U.S. But we should have faster internet speeds. And and it's going to be a competitive disadvantage headed into the rest of this century if we're going to sit here and consider 5 megabit upload and download good. That's bullshit. That's the FCC. That's the that's the mandatory, right? Like that's what that's what the big telco uh, broadband companies have to provide. I, I, I think it's three. I'm out of my depth here, but I, I guess the 2010 Telecommunications Act took away the FCC's authority to regulate them because they said <laughs> they weren't actually a carrier. So then recently in the district courts, Verizon challenged the FCC and won, and that's why we're dealing with net neutrality ending. And if people don't know what that means, right now, AT&T and Time Warner, and so they don't get to say that, like, you know, YouTube traffic is shit. We're not going to prioritize it, but, uh, you know, Netflix traffic is awesome. We're going to prioritize it, especially people who use my coupon code. <laughs> they can't do that today because it's net neutrality, but they just want a court case which paves the road for getting rid of that and letting them say, like, well, this is premier content and this is not. So if you're an Internet, you know person right like let's say that you know let's say woodycraft.net is the big bad kid on the block and i have a deal with time warner then you can get good connectivity from me and i will always be the big bad guy on the block and no one can ever knock me off because this little startup doesn't have the resources that i do that's what net neutrality does right you could take that and say netflix netflix will always be the premier streaming service and no one will ever be able to beat them because they don't deliver their packets evenly that's why it's bad. The net neutrality enables startups to succeed. If you don't have it, then the big get bigger, the rich get richer, and the poor don't ever get started. And, um, yeah, so bad things happened for net neutrality recently. And net neutrality is supposed to be, as I understand it, the counterbalance to allowing regional monopolies or oligopolies, right? That's supposed to be the idea of the government says we're going to allow you to monopolize these these regions time warner at&t comcast uh whoever else and you're you're going to allow we are going to allow you to operate as monopolies but you have to maintain net neutrality as sort of like a counterbalance to maybe i've to heard these monop- things differently i've heard uh. there is no monopoly right now like you know how many choices do you have for your internet carrier you might say one, but you're wrong because not only do you have, I'll say Comcast, mm-hmm. but you also have AT&T and Verizon in form of mobile, right? At your house right, right now, AT&T can give you five megabit download or Verizon can. That's more than one broadband source. You just no monopoly. Meanwhile, they have like a one gigabit cap or something like that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. something you blow through on a daily basis. But they pretend that there's not a monopoly because your cell phone has decent download speeds now. 
It's bullshit. So, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> Americans believe that the government would fuck up a two car parade, but it is time for America to take over our internet connections in the same way they have our road system because corporations will fuck up a two car parade too. Now, is it an infrastructure problem? I, I like, I don't know, but I mean, I know Verizon and uh, Google and, and all these places and even Comcast and areas, they have fiber ethernet. They, they have, they have gigabit ethernet through fiber. So is it, because Woody, you're the tech guy, and I just don't know. Is it more of it's a it's an infrastructure problem? We don't have the the actual technology and the lines pulled to 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 give us the kind of speeds because there's guys from Norway I see on the subreddit that, or wherever in Europe and they post speeds. I'm just like I hate all of you, but they po- we don't have the the tech to do it, or is it the companies don't want to do it and the companies don't feel pressure to do it because they're the biggest kid on the block in their respective areas. The companies don't want to invest in higher internet speeds because they're not being forced to innovate, right? Just like any other innovation. They're milking their cash cow. They'd rather their routers have – they'd rather invest a million bucks in a big router and then use it for 10 years than get five more of them over the course of the next 10 years or replace it with the next one. That's it. They're able to have less expensive infrastructure by not increasing speeds. They can use their old equipment longer. That's essentially it. (laughs) <laughs> I want, I want good internet. I just want it to you blow my open. Good internet, motherfucker. <laughs> I know, but I've been, I stream at 11 megabits per second now. I motherfucker, your shit looks like, looks like my TV. Yeah, Lefty has the best internet on the call. Yeah, motherfucker, I got bad internet. I'm over here struggling with a two. You make your streams look good. I watch you, I watch you play Tomb Raider. My Which streams the... do look good for what I've got. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm thinking if I had a five. It would look that much. You see, better. wings. As soon as I save up and get a second PC, so I can actually start try to streaming at 1080p, 60 frames per second, and hopefully by the time I get that PC, there will be a capture card that can actually render in 60 frames per second, 1080p. I'm gonna need to up the bit rate. I'm gonna need to go to 15 or 20. You don't need to do shit, motherfucker. You, yes, I do. you leaps and bounds above everybody else. No, nah, Widgety Bear's got me beat, man. Widgety Bear. Who the fuck is Widgety Bear? Look, watch. Go to go to Twitch. Whatever you stream in Battlefield, I'll I'll tweet it out the next time I see it. The guy, oh my god, his streams look so good. Woody, uh, do you have another uh, not safe for work fact? Because I got a topic. You know I do. The average erection takes two tablespoons of blood, the same amount as a gerbil. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's it. That that fact was so odd that it almost made. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I think I may have forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, the Super Bowl. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? No. I stopped. No. I stopped. I started and I stopped. My boy Peyton, what are you doing? So Peyton Manning just really, really dropped the ball. Who let Eli on the field? Who uh, did it? Eli, Eli wins Super Bowls. Eli wins Super Bowls. Oh. Most recently. Yeah, um, was it was really embarrassing. But but the commercials are the best part. I didn't even watch the game. And my favorite commercial was Tim Tebow's T-Mobile commercial. Did anybody see this? Oh, the one where he's like, you know, people think I just want a contract. Is that it? Yes. Can we watch it? Um, uh, I don't know about the audio. Yeah, I think it that. might get busted. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, it's it is it is like I'm not a big fan of Tim Tebow for uh, just his 
outlook and the. Uh, but any, I don't want to get into Wait, it. Wait, how a lot can of you not like Tim Tebow? Everyone loves Tim Tebow. No, he's 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 the most in-your-face Christian, and he's the, you know the whole looking for cameras when the he looks at the Fox Sports camera like he's looking this way, and then he looks and he sees the Fox Sports camera on him, and then he looks back and then he does this. And just just all that stuff and the and his psycho father being you know going and brainwashing kids in Southeast Asia and Tebow helped, um, and, and but some of it is the media the, the media infatuation with Tim Tebow which isn't Tim Tebow's fault, but I just ugh, just the whole thing just the whole thing that is Tim Tebow there's Tim Tebow the person and then there's Tim Tebow I don't like Tim Tebow and Tim Tebow the person man but the commercial was really funny he was he was poking fun at himself and it was good. Was, I encourage you all to go check it out. I don't think we can show it on the show. Yeah, so basically T-Mobile is offering to buy you out of your contract from any other provider if you'll join with them for, with no contract. And what are yeah, they? how are they doing on data? Are, they, are there data counts Isn't there? T-Mobile one of those companies that just buy from the bigger companies? Like, why would you want them? They've got the best deals out right now. I, I yeah, know that, um, because they're cheaper. I think AT&T just redid all their deals to be competitive with T-Mobile. Damn, I need to get my shit updated then. <laughs> yeah, me too. Speaking of Super Bowl commercials, did you see the uh, the one about uh, the Coca-Cola? Yes. It was Coke, right, Kyle? Oh, the terrorist yeah. language? Uh, all right, you cannot call Arabic the terrorist language. That's what the people were calling the shit. They were singing my beautiful song in the terrorist language. It's not the terrorist language. Well, that's, that, that's what backwards ass crackers were saying. It's just it. the language of terrorists. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> language of terrorists. There yeah. are different kinds of terrorists. Yeah, I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of IRA guys. Yeah, I know. You know I, I am really of the IRA. <laughs> I don't see that. I Maybe they know. should. I, 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 I seen the commercial and I thought, oh, it's a crappy ass coke commercial. But there was a lot of. There was outrage. I saw it on Deadspin or Deadspin. I thought I thought broke it or maybe Reddit broke it and then Deadspin picked it up or whatever. But there were people that were upset about it. For those of you that don't know, um, they America or, or Coca Cola had uh, people singing um, uh, "America the Beautiful" and every, different lines of the song were sung in different languages. I think um, you know English, uh, Spanish. Uh, Indian, I think, was a part of it, or uh, I think, and then, but, but a, a bunch of other uh, melting pot. The whole idea of melting pot, America's a melting pot, blah blah blah. blah. Well, there's a lot of people that were upset by that and saying oh, some pretty racist, racist. Yeah, and there was, there were people doing that, as there are people that, that do all. This. There was a Cheerios commercial where they showed an interracial couple, a white wife yeah. and, a, and a black father, and everybody, or a black husband, and everybody went crazy. Er, well, you know, the racist did. But it seemed to me that it turned into, eventually, it turned into a lot of people trying to, like, pound their chest about how outraged they are at everybody else. And it seemed to it seemed to transform from just a, a small group of idiots being idiots on the Internet to a whole, a much larger group of people all, like, essentially, for lack of a better phrase, circle-jerking each other about how outraged they are. You know what I did, Lefty? What'd same thing. I, uh, same thing I did with the uh, the old Duck Dynasty shit. When I realized my friends were stupid, I started deleting them out of my life. Oh, you, did you didn't make, make them, them delete remove you? Them, remove themselves from your Facebook well, page. Face, <laughs> Facebook didn't work that way. But yeah. <laughs> remove I, yourself. 
Delete me from your friends list right now. Do it. You know, I would have told him that. Like, seriously. Like, you don't understand what free speech is. We can't be friends now. You, oh, you think there's terrorist language, huh? We can't be friends now. You just said it's a terrorist language. That's I was you. relaying what the people were saying. Oh. You should have made that more clear. I think I caught it when he said it, though. I know you didn't, but I... I am oh, sleepy as shit, Kyle. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you worked hard for the sleep schedule, too. I have, dude. Your sleep schedule is what now? Do you mind telling? Can we elaborate on this? No, let, let, me, let me preface this. Uh, before, As we were getting started, Wings was like, hey, can we do this show kind of early? I'm getting sleepy. And I need to get my sleep schedule back on back on track. I said I just got my sleep schedule back on track, and we just, I don't want to get it fucked up. And so I asked him, okay, so how did you get your sleep schedule on track? What time did you wake up today? And he said, 3 a.m. <laughs> it's currently 11.14 p.m. That means that he's been up for 20, what, 20, uh, Pushing 21 20 hours. hours. 21 hours, roughly. Yeah. That is I'm not an sleep on-track like sleep schedule. I, 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 I got a PK to do. I would have been in bed at 8. Or test him in some way. But sleeping from 7 to 3 a.m. is not like a sleep schedule that you fight for. That's screwed up. Well, I, well, I, well maybe the word fight for. It's what I settled for that was somewhat close to normal. We are helping you. You'll sleep until 9 or 10 tomorrow. Yeah, and that's a healthy sleep schedule for somebody. Yeah, see, I thought ahead. I figured y'all do this just helping thing, so I go and upload my Fallout video before. (laughs) So it's ready. Um, My Fallout Let's Play is better than yours because I have mods. How old are you, Wings? 26, 27? About turn 28. 27, all right. Staying up till 11.30 on a Friday night at 27 years old is not a messed up sleep schedule. I don't think you understand how simple my life is. <laughs> <laughs> I drive the speed limit. And how'd you get that damn speeding ticket, Wings? <sighs> School zone bullshit. School zone bullshit. <laughs> I drive the speed limit. I, I, I try to make what money I can, and I pay my bills on time, and I'm usually early for everything I do. Are you 100% debt-free yet, or you still got the IRS thing? <laughs> Um, I am waiting for my full screen, um, God, what's that shit called? I am so sleepy, I can't even think. A check? Uh, no, no, million, no, the, 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 the tax thing where they tell you how much you made. 10.99. 10.99. Waiting on my full screen, gonna hit my taxes up probably the end of this month, so I should be out of debt by the end of this month. Right. The only problem is, I picked up debt elsewhere. You know what you should do? You should Twitch stream more. I should Twitch that stream more. That company is setting to. the world on fire. Did you know they had the fourth most internet traffic in the world? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. That's insane. North America, the but peak internet response. I haven't, been, I haven't been streaming this week because I've been doing the boot camp posters, postcards, and stickers. And um, So those are sent out. Update for everybody. Those, are, those will be at Kitty's house Monday. Okay. So I don't know what happens after that point. I do not know. Fuck. (laughs) You should, uh, why don't you live stream, I wish you could live stream your workouts. That's what I'd like. That would be very cool, but see, how would you even do that? Laptop. You need a 4G card. I don't have a laptop. 
My gr- Shalene stole my laptop back in the day. Oh man, baby wings girlfriend for a little bit. Get myself a phone. I didn't give her that shit. Camera, camera, yeah, yeah, car. No, she stole that shit. She just took it with her. Wings, you get me a Tahoe too. Yeah, I wish I had me a Tahoe, son. <laughs> Wings, here's what you need to do because I saw you streaming. I watched your uh, your Tomb Raider stream for a little bit, and I was just I was playing Daisy in the background while you were streaming the Tomb Raider. Um, and you were you were talking about what you you know figuring out what you need to do on Twitch. And I saw one time, the one time you uploaded a stream announcement video, you had a thousand concurrent viewers. You were playing COD, that that is true. Yeah. But you when you uploaded a stream announcement video to your YouTube channel, you you had you were probably in the top 500 streams on Twitch immediately, um, and I think what you, I th- I think what top you should do top 500 immediately, top 20 immediately. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, there, right? But exactly. So, I think what you should do is get in that habit of, of uploading a stream announcement video to 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 prime your Twitch streams, and I think you should just play stream yourself playing a game hardcore. Don't don't. I, I, it's not speed running. I, I, I'm but, going to lift. I'm going to do okay. a Shadow Ranger probably, if not tomorrow, the day after. Right. On last light. Oh well, good. See, I want to I want to watch you not necessarily speed run a game, but I just want to watch you kick a game's ass. Well, Shadow Ranger means you can't kill anybody during the entire game. You can't kill anybody. Any monsters? Nope. Wait, nope. no, don't do that. It's How do you, one of the hardest achievements on the PS3. I'm going for it. How, how is that even possible? How do you get... It's stealth. It's a stealth-based game. What right, game but how do it? you get past the monsters without killing them? Well, there's... The certain monsters, like the boss monsters, are considered have-to-kills. Mm-hmm. And the game that the game allows you to kill those. But what game? For Which game? Metro Last Light. Oh, okay. It's called Shadow Ranger. So that's a, that's a, recent, that's a recent title. Wings, do you have what? the Mile High achievement? On COD 4, I have yeah. it on Xbox. Okay. I'd like you to see you get that, maybe. Uh, I could What's get on PlayStation high? if I... I don't know if my COD 4 disc still works. kind of fucked up. I want to see you do a physical activity while playing a video game and live stream both things at once. You got that exercise bike right there. I do have the exercise bike right back there. I wonder if that seat adjusts. I want to see Wings live stream all kinds of shit. I want the Wings Thanksgiving dinner live stream. I would watch, man. Your live should be the Truman Show. Wait, Wings, let me let me tell you how how I think this would get a lot of viewers. This is this is the a little idea. The problem is Woody's not too far off. My uncle Stevie did cut the turkey at the table. <laughs> yeah, man. Brooke actually went back to Georgia. Okay. Yeah, after he ran off when he got drunk and stole that money. He did. He stole three hundred three hundred bucks from my grandmother and ran off. Yeah, but no more bastard broke. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> I just think that if you had and wings, I know it sounds a little complicated, but if you had like three cameras and 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 they just each took up a third of you know the screen, you, you came up with an overlay, maybe four cameras, and it was like your your house, like like while everybody was having dinner, and you had like the living room, you had the kitchen. And you had a couple of different angles, would, and it was just if you. I, if I could do that with like a wireless adapter, did they make something like that? I don't know. Just stick with me here. And it was like you and your entire family that we all know of from you know watching you on on the screen, and you ask them questions from the fans that they had sent for it, and it, you did like a Q and A session with everybody, uh, like answering questions and stuff, and got like a 
wing, you know, a Wings of Redemption posse roundup Q&A session. I would watch the shit. Like, you would, I would be like, dude, tell me, text me, like, when you're uploading it. Like, like, maybe send it to me before you upload it. I I'd want to see that I so want, badly. I like, special episodes with people who are no longer in the Wings of Redemption atmosphere or, or ecosystem, right? Like, like, who's that crackhead that stole your old truck? Duke? How's he doing? He's in jail. Stop all Well, go visit him. Get on the visitor list. This is great. I figured he was on a curve somewhere. But since he's in jail, now, you know, I want to see you stop by, film the guy, ask him, you know, what'd you think? You know, that shit didn't have no Cooper tires on it. Was it a good ride? Oh, I had Bridgestones on my Tahoe. What's that? I had Bridgestones on my Tahoe. Who would mess around with One of my favorite shows of all time is the Trailer Park Boys. (laughs) And I think that Wings, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I think that some of the things in Wings' life is a little bit reminiscent of that, and it's so it's such comedy gold, and I love it so much. Oh, you should have seen the shit I did today. <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell well, us. I went over to my, my grandma had this girl live with her named Crystal, and Crystal has a problem. She's a meth head. She does methadone. Wait, wait. Her name is Crystal, and she does meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course, Carry her on. name is Crystal. Um, but she she stayed with my grandma for like a month or well, like a week or so, and uh, uh, she moved back out. And then after she moved out, the place she went to, she didn't pay the rent on, and she got all her shit put on the curb. So she moved in with some other guys. So they come to my grandma's house, and they're drinking vodka. And they're sitting up there drinking vodka, and I'm like, Crystal, aren't you trying to get your kids back? She's like, yeah, but I'm not doing it today. So Today's my day off from getting my kids <laughs> They were playing back. their boy to the bar. And here, here's the catcher. This is at 9 o'clock in the motherfucking morning. They come up here oh. drunk off vodka. Wow. <laughs> vodka in the a.m. I wish now, I could have videotaped that. That's some serious that a.m. drinking. <laughs> Usually only college kids get away with that. Yeah, uh-huh. I felt bad this morning. I I, I made uh, I, I made some yeah, like yeah, I didn't even get to the punch thing here. Oh, please keep going then. Oh, I'm, dude. I'm so she now. looks at me and she asked me if she can suck my dick for money in front of my grandmother. What, what no, she asks she asks in front of your grandmother. Yeah, or she's she I'm just, just sitting there on the couch. <laughs> no, she didn't do it. She just asked. I'm like, what? no, I was asking if 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 she was, was that saying, part of the hey, deal. Can I suck your dick in front of your grandma? <laughs> or if she said, "Hey, can I suck your dick?" and she did so in front of your grandma, you left the comma out, so I don't know. Uh, no, that, that didn't happen. None of that happened. So she has like it, herpes around her mouth. Did and, you like, negotiate prices? I did not negotiate prices. I want no part of that. It's too much, wasn't it? I don't want herpes, and I don't want methadone teeth on my shit. Do you have a Do you have a picture of this? Uh, this, this my this advice year? to you: wait six months, no teeth, come back. Damn right. That's the, yeah, the, 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 the only thing is going to take six months. The shit's black now. There you go. Three months, baby. Three months, get yourself a gummer. I mean, shoot. I, maybe I maybe I hook her up like an abusive boyfriend. Speed that shit right along. Now you're talking. Now <laughs> Do you know like Oh, my Lord. So that's that's the thing. Wow, that's uh, – that's- so nine, and this was in the in the morning. She this was is nine a.m., dude. I just got done uploading Fallout. You know, <laughs> I just got done packaging my stuff. I'm like, oh, this, Grandma's got a bunch of cars. Let's go see who's over there, dude. I would watch that shit. I would watch your like Thanksgiving dinner. 
I would watch Christmas morning. I would watch. Oh, your Fourth of July, bro, dude, dude. I would watch your Fourth of July like 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 monkeys at the zoo. I would be I would be tuned in. I would be so psyched to watch your Fourth of July because I bet you guys have a great time. You guys barbecue and everybody goes out, right? Uh, uncle comes in with all his kids and we barbecue in the backyard. You might get drunk, maybe get a little crazy. Yeah, get on the boat. Hell yeah, get on the boat. Get on the boat. Couple couple sharpie sword fights, maybe some no. lawn darts. <laughs> the worst, the worst. The, not all Fourth of July's are crazy. The worst Fourth of July happened. You know, some illegal alligator hunting happened. Yeah, that's the of kind of shit I'm talking. Did. Yes, that needs to be broadcast <laughs> on the internet for everybody's enjoyment. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. People get animal cruelty. They age get the shit. shit. No, no, that. Fuck those people. Kid. Then who cares? The nothing bigger, nothing gay. Do they not know who they're fucking with? <laughs> I'm telling you, Wings. Look, the videos that I enjoy from you the most are the ones where it's you interacting with your family and you turn the camera from one to the other. And, and you know, I think if you could get everybody, like, not just on the porch hanging out, but, like, inside, you know, make sure the fan's not on, make sure the dog's not barking, you know, like, you know, make the air conditioner's not running, and get everybody sat down, get get the camera at good angles, and do, like, a Q&A session and make a video of that. And, yeah, and but how can you do this without incriminating yourself? What do you mean incriminating yourself? Illegal shit goes on in my house most of the time. You just have incriminated yourself right now. So what did I what did I do? I turned down a blowjob from a from a meth head? No, you just told me about the illegal shit that goes down. I didn't say who did it so frequently that a camera couldn't come in, couldn't come. <laughs> There's so much illegal shit at my house. If you brought a camera in there, hell, you'd just get shot. <laughs> what kind of illegal shit? Goes yeah, on? right. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe I'll tell you off camera. I mean, you know, kind of know what you know. I know what he's thinking of. Gangster Grandma. Gangster Grandma does a little bit of slanging, you know. Right. Um, Wow. You know, there's there's a boyfriend of Taylor's that might have to be beat up here soon. Do get that on camera. World star hip hop. World star. World star. I don't I don't do those fake beat ups, dude. I don't I don't play. No, we're talking about one of the real ones on World Star. Maglite teeth soup, the whole nine. Wings, wings. If you beat somebody up on camera, that shit would get a million views, but in three or four days. Yeah, but see, I couldn't do it myself. Yeah, you could. I'm a fat motherfucker. How how many fucking guys my size are in Conway? How big is this guy? Oh, dude, he. Normal you can't redneck. Him up? Normal you know about redneck. Jeremy? Oh, he's like Jeremy's size. Yeah. Mm. Well, shit. I don't plan on beating him up by myself. No. Well, you, no. Yeah, you got to get like three or four guys. Maybe they hold him down and you piss on him. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're pissing on him, you could be saying something about being the king of cocks or something, <laughs> or, or being like race squad killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your buddy? No, 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 do the King of Cox thing, and then that'll be the intro for King of Cox. Yeah, yeah, what's your buddy's name who moved down to Anderson? Kelly. Yeah, all right, I'll send Jeremy up. He'll rendezvous with Kelly. They'll come up there to you. The three of you will take this guy on. You'll whip his ass, piss on him, get the whole thing on camera, get it uploaded quickly. I want to see this. In oh, the no, South, I wouldn't need that, dude. I mean, Pissing on someone I can is have a sign Jeremy of disrespect. on the road in 15 minutes. My Danny, my buddy Danny, he's a biker, and I could get a couple of his buddies to go with me. There you go. Get some bikers involved. Who's a biker? Wait, <laughs> get the GoPros on the bikes. Make it like a Sons of Anarchy episode. You know how many bikers are in my life? <laughs> this many. There's no bikers in my life. 
that my buddy Danny, the guy, the guy, the guy with the missing ear. Wings has friends with missing ears. <laughs> Does it count if they're the kind of biker that wears lycra shorts and has a twenty-one speed? <laughs> like, is that the, that's the kind of biker? Right. I know. Dan, Danny's the guy that you were you thought Stan was. Danny's the guy that was did ten years for being a oh, drug he's, dealer. He's Wings' criminal friend. <laughs> okay. Do, do yeah, we need man. a new topic? I just want to close this topic out by okay. saying, Wings, as much footage of you and your family just shooting the shit, like come up with like a – like talk about abortion or talk about like uh, like civil rights. <laughs> that was, that I'm, so, I'm surprised I haven't no, thought about dude, that. Just, dude, just, just look. You don't have to say anything no, outrageous. Grandma, what's your stance on abortion? Yeah, ask her abortion, <laughs> segregation because she lived through segregation. She was there. Ask her what it was like or desegregation. Ask her what it was like. Ask her what she thought about it at the time, what she was thinks she about alive? it now. Was she alive the during that time? Yeah, that was the 60s. She's she's only 64. Wow, that was a rough 64. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, then she, then, then she was around during that then probably, yeah. Ask All right, her. then, yeah. You need to talk uh, to her. One of those not safe for work. Uh... Oh, okay. In captivity... Female koalas are nearly three times more likely to engage in lesbian sex than hetero- heterosexual sex. How do you know, man, nice. koalas engage in lesbian sex? Do you scissor? Uh, I don't know, but I... That one should come with pictures. Yeah. Lesbian koala sex. Oh, dear. I mean, when you tell me about lesbian woman sex, I'm not even sure what to picture it to get it right. You're telling me that two koalas are... You're telling me if you put three koalas, two girls and a guy, the girls are like each other the most in captivity. That makes no sense because the the female koala has nothing that the male koala doesn't have. In the koala world... Are you... I, maybe I don't know. Yeah, the koalas don't have breasts. They they got badges. They must. That's where the babies yeah, but come why from. Would, why would another koala want that, though? I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, do they finger bang each other or do they yeah, sit next to each other? Right. Does that mean, work? You really like it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not the best thing ever. <laughs> I have a topic. What you got I have a couple, too. Go ahead. You can lead away. Well, I don't want you to be the feel like you're the only one that can that has to program the show. I'm I actually quite enjoy the, the hell. Carry on. Bill Nye versus Ken Ham, the debate, atheism and science versus creationism. Is creationism a viable scientific model that uh, that could and should be taught in schools? Did anybody watch the debate, Wings? Did you I, check it out? I, I watched the debate in, in its full entirety. Ken Ham is off his rocker loony, dude. Like, I heard some of that bullshit. He's like, well, the Grand Canyon was made because the water sat on everything. Right, you're saying the massive, the, the Noah's flood. The, Ken yeah. Ham, uh, the, I believe the president of the Creation he's Museum. Aus- he's an Australian guy that he's, he's a creationist. Australian creationist believes uh, that the that the Earth was created, or the I believe the universe was created in 6,000 years. And there was 4,000 years old. And um, believes a literal interpretation of the Bible and believes Genesis was, in fact, a scientific uh, Text. A- account of, uh, of the origin of, uh, of the universe and the world. And he debated Bill Nye, the science guy. Probably everybody knows and, him. And, and his big hinge was this. His big hinge was like, well, 
some of the things in uh, science are, you know, kind of bone belief too. That's why they're called theories, motherfucker. That's why it's the theory of evolution. They can't prove it 100%. While you, you just have bullshit. <laughs> well, Ken Ham did rely a lot on... At times, I, I've, he, like, I wanted to have a chalkboard for the amount of times he mentioned that he was Australian. Like, it just, he would just, and I'm an Aussie, so we do, and this, and then his, his fallback position seemed to be, and I, I honestly tried to give Ken, Ken Ham a fair shot. I'm watching it in segments while I work out, because it, it helps the workout go by faster. And I'm trying to give Ken Ham a fair shot. I really am, but I just, I can't help my brain from interjecting when he's speaking. And just my brain just just yelling out bullshit, or you well, know. I, I like the part where it's like, well, your radiation testing aging method doesn't work because these methods, which I listed here, don't work. Like, <laughs> right, the part where he <laughs> says um, they tested, uh, they test, they tested, uh, they did radioactive age dating on um, on Wooden rock formations. Rock. Right, rock the rock formations were millions of years old, but the wooden for the wood in the formation was forty three thought 40, to be forty three thousand years old by the dating, and so it must be bullshit. But and I wish I wish Bill Nye would have gone for the jugular more because if that was me, I would have said, well, Ken, the the the, the shortest date or the or the most recent date you gave was forty three thousand years old. That's still more than Eight times what what you how old the universe is that you say. So even if we say okay, the radium testing itself is is fifty percent inefficient and it gives you a margin of error of fifty percent or a hundred percent. So you have it right. So twenty thousand years. Let's have that again, just as a fudge factor. Still, almost double how old you say the the universe is. And I just I try to give him a fair shot and I try to listen to it, but. It just seems as though the, the entire thing is you weren't there at the creation of the world. Thus, science can't observe the creation of the universe or the creation of the earth, but Jesus can because it's here in the Bible. And if that's the entire point of Ken Ham and creationists, okay, then, we, then we're done talking. And we're also not labeling you as science because your model has no predictive ability and we can't test it. We can't take its predictions and test it and and try to draw conclusions. And if we don't know something, if we if we say there's a rock formation under here and we're going to try to find out what it is and there here's some general things you know about the area. And now we're going to cover your eyes. Science, tell us what geology, the science guys, tell us what geology says, what what naturalistic science says. And creationism, you creationist guys, you close your eyes and you tell us what the rock formations will look like, and we'll see who's right. And it doesn't seem like there's any prediction part of creationism. It's just you weren't there, Jesus was, we win. Okay. Another another topic on that span that the BBC, the nice British people, just recently found footprints that are over eight hundred thousand years old. Suck on that, Ken Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Wings were like super religious and completely like like Southern Baptist, I would like him better. I think he I I think he'd be hilarious. Like 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 if Wings was always the guy to like stick up for religion and 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 just f- hold that line. What are you fucking talking about, Kyle? We we stuffed those animals in the boat. They were vegetarians before the uh, before the Ark would happen. 
after yeah. the Great Flood, that's when the lions started decide eating people and develop hunting skills. And don't forget Noah and his <laughs> Noah and his immediate family, his wife and the eight people in his immediate family, built one of the biggest wooden ships ever. Bigger than the, the biggest, biggest wooden, wooden ship. ship. Wasn't right. he like four hundred years old? He was. He's four. I think he was six hundred years old, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, so. man. You know, I want to believe, but it's it's hard, right? But, yeah. <laughs> the Wyoming is the biggest wooden and, ship ever made. I think you just got to take those stories as metaphors that you should learn from and and take something from, and mm-hmm. and and stop trying to prove that there was a really well, big. Well, Ken boat Hamp that, tried to that prove that the lion was a vegetarian animal until the flood happened. The yeah, see, that's with the wrong way to go. Metaphor, Kyle, is is it feels like then you get to pick and choose what you believe from the Bible, right? Like you know, like oh yeah, so this part that they're saying here. It's been proven as bullshit. So that part was never meant to be true. It's It was always meant to be a metaphor. But this thing here that we still have questions about, that's the true part. I think it's okay. It doesn't matter if you if it's true or not. The thing about, should... like, killing women for eating a shellfish, you know, I, I, don't, I take it back. Give me a mulligan on that one, you know? Or, women should be well, silent in church. That's not an actual one, so. Well, there's something about shellfish I mix up. The part about cooking poop. The part about cooking poop is a real thing, and uh, it's serving it to your friends. Uh, That you know, they just they just scale back on that, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Eventually, you're just rewriting this thing to fit modern stuff, and you should just be a fiction writer or a self-help writer like the rest of them. They got slavery in there too. You know, it's good on slaves. It's good to rape women. Well, they've got both. It contradicts itself on those things, and they demonize the Jews. Yeah, Jew, Jewish people are bad. It's not yeah, hard to. And apparently lions are vegetarians. All right, all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lions don't have teeth designed to rip meat, and they don't have hunting skills because they were vegetarians before sin happened. Can we do a prank phone call? Phone call? Let's do it to Ken Ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're tougher to do now because it like shows all the other numbers on my oh. Google Hangout list and stuff. It was nicer in the Skype days before there was any video. Okay. Good try. Do you have someone you want to call? No, I don't. Ghostbusters. Maybe that's something we should put some thought into and do next. Yeah, week. We could do it in advance. Yeah, get that all sorted yeah, out. I, I, I want a question. Does anybody here really believe that a lion ever ate like trees and vegetables and leaves and fresh fruit? Obviously not. Right? That's ridiculous. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's ridiculous. This but... is this man's selling point. People shelled out twenty-seven million dollars to this man's organization. To hear him say this. And the craziest part, now I don't know, I haven't watched the whole thing, because again, I'm watching it piecemeal while I work out. I haven't gotten to the end, but apparently, as per an, an infographic on Reddit, both of both Bill Nye and Ken Ham were asked at the end of the debate, or towards the end, what, what would it take for them to change their mind and go over to the other side of the debate? And Ken Ham said, apparently, Allegedly said again because I, I didn't I didn't witness it. Said, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in the Bible, blah, and this whole thing. I don't remember the quote exactly, but he said, really, nothing would change my mind, or nothing can change my mind. And nothing Bill Nye, would make him doubt the Lord. And Bill Nye said, give me one shred of evidence to prove your claims. Show me different different species in the fossil record in the in the in the sedimentation or whatever, in the layers found, show me one mixing of the species that we believe are from different times, but actually show he that didn't animals... Say that, were... He said, show me one species that tried to swim for its life right, but while that's the how they wave were... was sitting there putting them and fossilizing them. Because, you know, you think 
human preservation. All animals have an instinct to save their own life. Well, right, and that that's what they would find is they would find animals doing that in the in the sediments and stuff. And he said, "Give me that, and I and then you change the world, and then I then I have no choice." And it was just it was such a stark contrast between the whole time you weren't there Jesus was I win and nothing will ever change my mind because I love Jesus and then you have science that just says prove it to me show me evidence and you got me and it how is this it, it, I you believe what you want but when you try to say that it should be science and that people should learn this then you stop then you then you stop getting that protection of oh well it's just my belief Stop! Don't don't tell me what to believe or what not to believe, because then then you're trying to force it on other people, and then you're subject to criticisms and and testing of your. Dude, I was hoping the entire time during the debate because they got to ask questions to each other toward the very end. Mm-hmm. I was I, I would have been like, can you explain Horus? Horus. Horus, Horus is wings. a Why god don't you from another Horus? culture, right? Horus is a god Jesus from another culture that was born on the 25th of December. You know, he was born of a virgin. He had 12 disciples. And he was about 5,000 years before Jesus. He pretty much is, is to a T what Jesus is. Jesus bit his style, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much Jesus bit his flow, son. He <laughs> bit it like a vampire. Can't do that, Jesus. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. You see, my outlook on this whole thing is everything you guys said, I feel the same way, and I've thought the same thoughts. But I keep them to myself, and the reason for that is is just in case that one in a thousand chance that we're wrong. And I, ha- I get up to heaven, and it's an actual heaven like in the movies, like clouds and gate and like a golden gate and a line. And I get there, and Jesus is like, I bit your style, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. It's done. Yeah, but see, Kyle, let me throw some salt in your game because Jesus is going to be throwing salt in your game too. Yeah, just having the thought in the Christian religion is a, is the same as the saying out loud. Look, man, that that's that's some of that crazy Southern Baptist interpretation. It's in the fucking Bible, dude. Check I, it out. I don't. I, look, I'm not gonna. I'm not defending the Bible. Look, get off my back. Like there's some crazy I'm, shit I'm, in there. I'm, there there I'm, is some crazy shit in there. You know, bird blood cures leprosy, right? You know, I just don't know if that's truly in there. I mean, I have to take your <laughs> word for it because I don't. I'm not a Leviticus. Okay. I don't know shit about the Bible, but I know every time it's wacky, it's Leviticus. <laughs> Leviticus is a fucked up chapter. <laughs> it's not a chapter; it's a book. So that's the other thing. You know, hey, the fucking book. This shit, this. No, Leviticus is a book. It's 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 the, it's the chapters are like three verses long. I don't call that a book. Or a chapter, you mean? Yeah, um, the chapters are like three verses long of each. Yeah. Do we need a new topic? <laughs> yes, it's it's a book. Should we proceed it with the not safe for work sex fact? Yes, we should. Mm-hmm. When a woman is constipated, she can reach her fingers deep into her vagina and massage the feces out. Your turns are accessible through your vaginal wall. God, that that is a skill I wish I could have. <laughs> For those you don't know, I have horrible constipation problems. And but like, he's got a grandmother willing. Man, to I have heard. <laughs> I know more about Wings Redemption's bowel movements than I do any other human being on the planet. Period. Hey, bitch, motherfucker! Like your your ass is the most important thing you should take care of. 
That sounds like a meme. Wait, have you considered fiber? Have you considered fiber? No, it, it, Metamucil, I, think it, I, I, de- I think I dehydrate really easily be- because of my size. Mm. Mm. This makes sense. I would think you would be like a giant bag of like water. No, I'm a, a giant camel. bag of fat. Like, you, could, you could go, at, but but I feel like the fat holds the water. Like like I feel like you would last longer in the desert than me. Hmm. Doesn't work that way, Kyle. I would actually die quicker in the desert because I had to look around 160 pounds worth of fat where you wouldn't. I imagine you're like a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will start with Kyle. In yes, what sir. way did you win the genetic jackpot? Um, well, my feet are just very hairy. That keeps them warm 24-7. <laughs> His feet you know, are people hairy. Get, uh, people get cold feet. Uh, in bed, you know, uh, maybe it's a it's a really cold day out. Your feet are getting cold in your shoes. Not a problem for myself. Um, I'm tall, and uh, I remember growing up thinking, you know, even when I'm like 13, 14, or whatever, you know, when I'm going through puberty and not knowing how big I'm gonna be, it's you know, it's it's a weird experience knowing that you're growing and eventually it's gonna stop. And if it stops before you get to a certain point, that's considered, you know, less attractive, less uh, you know, you'll be less athletic. Right. Uh-huh. There's a lot. Of, yeah, there's not. There's not a lot of cool short guys. You know, you really want to be. I and my and my thing was I wanted to be as tall as my dad. I wanted to be six foot one. I wanted to. I wanted to get there, and and luckily I did. And I, I was. And so so I'm happy. I'm tall. Uh, I think I got I got, I got pretty nice teeth. Got them all in there. <laughs> um, I've got 2010 vision. Uh, wow. that's good. And um, I have very, very good hearing, despite what you might think. I've had it tested multiple times. It's excellent in the top five percentile, I'm told. Hmm. Lefty, in what way did you win the genetic jackpot? White male in America. It's a good start. Is that all you got? Uh, I do have some vocal cords. You may have heard them. (laughs) <laughs> that allow me to create sounds that gently massage your ears and your earlobes and all the things that you use to hear me. And they make you all nice and fuzzy on the inside. And you I'm might hard. like to hear me talk. Unless you're from not in America, <laughs> then you might not like my accent or how I say certain things. But that's okay, because we're from different parts of the world. Because he's from Englewood, motherfucker. Pop, pop. <laughs> Wings, in what way did you win the genetic jackpot? I have very precise hands. Precise hands. The dexterity of a fox. He's a masturbatory genius. <laughs> I mean, as a controller. Like, if you ask me what one of my was one of my best features, I'm, I have a very steady hand. I can draw straight lines and beat what people's ass in video games. They're tiny hands. They are tiny like hands. Like a small Japanese girl. <laughs> they are tiny hands, but they are very precise hands. Like a Korean. Like I feel like I, I feel like I could work on a watch if I needed to. Mm. Like I feel like you could do double work for Tyrion Lannister's hands on Game of Thrones. I don't know who that is. He's the little but, guy. But but I'm confident enough with my hands that I could probably work on a watch. Really? Mm-hmm. Now that's a series of videos I'd like to see. I'd like to see you play Doctor now. That that game where you've got to. You've got to remove the body parts. Operation, Operation. I want to. Pl- I want to see you play Operation. Okay, uh, Live stream it. Dude, that game costs fifteen dollars. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do: <laughs> find him a fucking yard sale, 
A video tape I, I was really hoping it. you were going to say you had it and we could get it out right now. That's a shame. I don't, I don't have board games. Can you get Operation for next week? Um, I can look for it. I like this. I mean, if I can, if I can get it with next week, I have it. I think I have it. I could challenge you. We could play oh. on the stream. We could. <laughs> I like this. this I well. played the game before. I did well at it. I'd like to play. I I'd like to face Colin and Jenga. That's what I'd like to do. That's Colin with my ass and Jenga. Colin with my ass and Jenga too. And, and, and then it was funny. Like 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 then then Colin sent me a Jenga set for uh, for Christmas, <laughs> so and practiced. it's kind of like he's like rubbing it in my face. Like, I'm like <laughs> practice up. Like maybe next time you can put up more of a fight. Maybe you can bring your A game next time. I don't need to be plus stuff. So so <laughs> tricks on you, little man. I've been polishing up my game. <laughs> Um, me and the genetic jackpot. I'm just thinking. Uh, Hairline, obviously. Yeah, we've got a nice jawline too. Somebody <laughs> brought it up on the Reddit the other day. Turn, mm-hmm. Give us a 45 degree angle. Bam! I can almost answer for you. Your genetic jackpot is your your strive and sense of work ethic. That was on my list too. Like I got a, a couple things I like about me. Um, I, I've got stronger than I'm average saying, legs. I'm just saying, if I had to pick one of yours, that'd be it. That'd be the one you'd take. <laughs> Yeah, I got stronger than average legs. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm old now, but I was a pretty good athlete. Uh, I have most of my, actually, all of my hair. Like my hairline hasn't really moved in 30 years. That's that's nice, and uh, and I've been pretty much nothing gray. That's I'm aging better than average. I'm tired looking now because I work all the time. But uh, oh, and then on that, I am. Uh, it's not just work, right? Like I, I get. Sort of driven and obsessed about things, and oftentimes those things are productive, right? Like it, when it was in the YouTube world, or, or you know, the reason that I'm good with computers like I am is because I had the passion for that. I had a passion for woodworking. I had a passion for off-roading. I had a passion for video games and YouTube, and and um, a lot of times those passions allow me to, you know, like, like succeed in in things that I want to do. I don't think I've ever had a passion in anything. Yeah, I'm not me. I. Fucking I see a thing and I dive head first into it and uh you know, it can be a blessing and a curse, but um uh you know I, lately it's been a blessing, right? Because it's it's been things like Woodycraft and YouTube and uh and those have been positive influences on my life. So uh um so yeah, I guess hair athletics uh white man in America, that's a thing. I don't know, um, did, did you see a picture of your boy's calves the other day? Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> dude, the, the reality is I do have pretty strong calves, but I'm not going to be hanging with a guy who weighs, what, 396 right now? Yeah, 396, yeah. I, that That's just a level of exercise that I my calves have never been, you know, never been up to. I'm going to pull the Andre the Giant line out. I didn't even work out for those things. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. they're there. I yeah, I, I saw on um on Reddit. I subscribed to R Fitness, and some guy was like, "Hey, ex fat guy calves. They were amazing. They were amazing. The guy had extremely Dude, strong calves. I'm gonna have legs like a god. Yes, when I'm about 250 pounds. Yep. Yeah, you will. You will. My father has legs like a god. Then you can just kick your enemies apart. <laughs> Even <laughs> now, I don't know how old my dad is. If I were to throw a number out, I'd say 66, something like that. And uh, 
Um, oh, I do have some exciting news. Um, well, let me just wrap up this thought. He has calves. Like, I don't know if you ever see When he just walks, like, normally, like, through Disney World or something, the two halves of his calves, like, lock into position. And they, like, almost, like, shake. And they're like with every footstep, like the 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 calf like flexes and and turns into a thing. People talk about my calves, but they're diluted versions of what my father has. He his calves just like years of laying it down, huh? Yeah, what he has calf envy, dude. His if you saw him, you'd be like, wow, like like he has top half of one percent calves. Like they're not. You could go. Three months and not see calves like my dad's. They're 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 not normal calves. That's the thing. Well, my, my, the news I was talking about is like at the gym. There's windows, and in those windows, they have like pictures of people like lifting weights and stuff like that. You probably seen those type of windows, right? Sure. I am going to be on one of the windows of, of the gym. Really? Cool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You should be wearing like a. PKA shirt or something. Yeah, it's, got, it's because the the limited marketing that I have in YouTube means a whole lot in the real world, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the hint, like, dude, why don't you just hit the market where you're actually going to get it at? Call the news. They'll come out here and do your shit for free because they have nothing to put on the news. And they did. And they got like 70 clients out of it. Nice. Oh, cool. Look at that. See, there you go. You could be a, You could be like a... Social yeah, media promotions guy for a startup company of some kind. He could be the next ex Jaws. <laughs> you just start taking Ritalin, you're all good. Yeah. I'm not even gonna comment on that because you know I like ex Jaws. Does he? Was Ritalin one of his drugs? No, no, I was no, 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 no. Jesus oh. Christ. I, I don't <laughs> even know. I got. I mean, you, you can't even say stuff joking in this community anymore. But like, oh, you fight, can. Fight, I don't give a fuck. You can. See, you just say it and you keep moving on. You don't. You don't do this. Fall in a circle. Did, did you cow. see? My you can say fuck. It was wings versus everybody. There's too many guys out on the internet who, who squabble like little girls. If you know, sometimes you can say fuck this guy or fuck hey, that guy. You know, no, people yeah. a lot of bitching they blood. I said Ritalin. I meant Adderall. I'm such a dumbass. It's late, man. We've been doing this show for three and a half hours. I have that joke would have been a lot more funny if I said Adderall instead of Ritalin. God. Damn. <laughs> uh, Do you have one? Uh, I've got a couple here, and I'm I'm not sure which one to go with. Do you, have I, I, I seen any good movies lately? Movies, movie. I've been watching Hung on HBO Go, and it sucks. I'm ready to quit on that show. Yeah, I quit early. Did you? I'm on a. Have you checked out True Detective? Like I told you. Yeah, I I saw the first three episodes. Are there any more yet? No. What yeah. do you think so far? Good, but not great. This I I think I'm uniquely critical of shows that don't move along enough. It's slow, right? That's yeah. Slow as fuck. It's like um, it, before the show started, we were talking about Game of Thrones, and I was saying like. Three years in, not a lot has happened in Game of Thrones. Like, I'm not going to go spoiler crazy, but, you know, PK, <laughs> they're coming. But, like, a guy dies, an army, like, moves forward a couple miles, and uh, another guy dies. Like, there you have it. Game of Thrones all wrapped up. No, no. All right, uh, so. I'm, not, I'm, I'm leaving out the whole blonde chick thing. Uh, she gets some dragons. So here's the reason it's so slow. There are there are many timelines, and 
when some of the timelines die, die off, it seems like they're quickly replaced by at least one more timeline, if not two. And at this point, there's so many timelines and so many characters that it no, in linear time, the story doesn't move very far. But you're getting an extremely rich uh, rendition every episode you're of life. You're right. You're 100% right. It doesn't make me wrong. Season four is coming up. Now, I'm not a book reader. No, I mean, I've, I've read them, but I haven't read the Game of Thrones books. So I'm going to make a season four prediction, right? A whole fucking year of Game of Thrones is going to happen, and the White Walkers will just get closer. There it is. No. There it is. The White Walkers are going to get closer to people that we give a shit about by the end of the year. That this is not like enough Dexter story for a year of show. For a year of show, I want some like serious uh, Lord of the Rings style hell. The Khaleesi is fire thing. Dude, the Khaleesi I, is so overpowered. I want those dragons to go against the White Walkers where they shoot yes, the fire and that. the ice and the... No, I want it's what like I told you last week. I want the uh, the the fire priestess to go against the Khaleesi, and the fire priestess to use some sort of fire magic. And like you said, it would be like a flamethrower, like napalm coming out of her hands, hitting right. the Khaleesi, burn all her fucking clothes off, yes. full frontal nudity. Yes, dragons come out of nowhere. She says whatever Dracorus or whatever, whatever the the attack word is. All three dragons burn the fuck out of the priestess. They eat Stannis Baratheon. She hops on that big red one, and then she flies in the night naked as shit. Lefty, you don't watch the show, do you? Hell no. And, and I, I'm hoping. Let me ask you this question: Does it sound you, like they're watching like the Republican talk in like episode two of Star Wars? Woody, uh, you, you know what I haven't considered, Woody? So she's what? got she's got a few sidekicks right now. Which ones is she gonna let ride the dragons? Because she's got two extra dragons. Does she have Bilbo Baggins on that motherfucking dragon? Because traditionally, like, they ride the dragon in the battle. Like, that's what all of her ancestors have done. So I'm sure she's gonna do it. Uh, you know, you know the handsome guy you know that's who been else with her since dragons the start? In the battle? Hold on, yeah, Bilbo-kin. That guy's gonna get screwed. He always does. So she'll pick the new handsome right. guy she picked up and the old guy. And, and the one who really loves her and would lay down her life for her. He'll be walking. Because he always I does. I sooner die, Khaleesi. Yeah, that guy. I can't think I, of his name right now, but that guy I don't know. completely devoted. I'm not sure Khaleesi will even cross the body of water, whatever that's called. I'm not sure the White Walkers will ever approach people. I'm not sure that you know the that the 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 little person. What's his name? Tyrion. Tyrion. Tyrion is going to die or do anything interesting this time. I, I'm the, the 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 clever girl who wants to marry King Joffrey is going to just say a couple clever lines and nothing will ever. Like, actually occur. I'm ready for Game of Thrones to actually freaking do some stuff so that the storylines are advanced and not just 30 minutes of White Walkers got slightly closer. Apparently, I want to see some bigger battles. I want to see them actually show some pretty big battles. And from the season, have you seen the season four teaser? Yes. Hey, that seemed to indicate that there's going to be big dragons. Yeah, I'm sure they grow every year. They got bigger last year too. But but they were so big that like they were shadow over a city now. And and when they were describing like the size of dragons, the dragons that were like from 300 years back uh, ago or whatever were big enough to eat a horse with one bite. They said so. I'm I'm thinking that that big red dragon is going to be. I'm hoping they make those things big enough to eat a horse in one bite. She's like Superman, right? And, and, like. 
She's invulnerable to flames. She has dragons. She has like eight thousand unsullied. A whole bunch of new people. She's pulled out of two thousand of the, uh, the 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 Brotherhood of what what were they the yeah the Brothers of people. Steel or and, and then and then the the new slaves and then the unsullied and then she has those three guys who apparently can single handedly take down cities themselves. That <laughs> she's. And there's 200,000 slaves who just came out of the city and, and, and like, that's, that's and she's got so many titles. She's, 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 she's like the, un, the, uh, the, the unburnt, the breaker of chains. Uh, the, 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 Lefty I and Wings literally they, left. But that's okay. All they did was interrupt us. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 we don't need them for this. <laughs> I love when they like reel out all of her, uh, her titles, like the rightful king of all of the yeah. seven of Westeros. <laughs> yeah, the queen of Dracos and something else and mother of dragons and the Yeah, whole the Khaleesi of the Western Plain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just seems really overpowered and, and I was talking to my girlfriend about this last night. I'm, this is what I'm afraid of. This George R. R. Martin guy seems like he's really fucked up in the head and I think maybe that we're not watching a good story because this isn't like one of those things where the television adaptation is from like an established thing like like Harry Potter or something. Like when they went to make the Harry Potter movies, they already had all the books. They knew that this was a happy ending. Right. We don't know that. And so frequently it seems like right there on the screen they're telling you if you if you expected a happy ending, you know you haven't You're been paying, paying attention. attention. Yeah, and, a... and in the preview for season four, Tyrion's saying, "If you came here for justice, you came to the wrong place." <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit! I think this might this might be the kind of story where like King Joffrey all of wins. our King Joffrey not only wins, but like he like. Fuck, like rapes the Khaleesi and like, <laughs> like, 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 like kills the fucking dragons and fucking like, I don't know, burns um, the youngest Stark girl and like, I don't know, just, just it could end that way. I, this yes. George R. R. Martin guy seems like a weird motherfucker to me, and <laughs> I think that he might do it. That's the beauty of Game of Thrones. Like, the best part about it is you don't know who's going to win. You know, you think that this guy, the hero of the story, He's is obviously going to rarely the good guy. Nah, yeah, not in this show. I, actually, yes, in this show. But it, the good guy doesn't win in this show. Not necessarily. So Not it's, very often does the good guy. It, it's like it's 50-50 at best. Yeah. You're constantly having your, the characters that you care for. Even, like, even Jamie Lannister. I, I like Jamie Lannister. You guys, everyone's forgiven him. I forgave him for pushing that boy out that window. I, did. I didn't fuck that guy. But why would you did forgive totally him for pushing? What has he done because, to redeem himself? Because he's a different Jamie Lannister. What did than he do? He was when he, How did he redeem he himself? He suffered. He suffered, and 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 I think he's come to you know. You need a acts new... of good that come back that that overcome your acts of bad. And all he's done so far is act in his own self. He saved Brienne. He he lost his, his hand as a direct. No 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 no. He he stopped them from raping Brienne. By, uh, God, like damn, they're still talking a, about this. He stopped them from ma- raping Brienne by making up a lie <laughs> that she was from the Sapphire Isles, and the reason they called them the Sapphire Isles is because they supply all the sapphires in Westeros. When in fact they call them the Sapphire Isles uh, uh, because the water's blue. Uh, and they stopped and didn't rape her so they could get uh, ransom, and you know, they, so he saved her from getting raped. And then he kept on talking, and the guy decided he was a smartass, so he ch- so he heard him, and it was bad. 
Ken Lore from Nottingwood, you rolled a 20. How do you proceed? Oh, God. This shit sounds gay as shit, dude. Like, dude, I would ne- I'd really no, have no, 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 Wings. No, well, just because you don't like it, don't make fun of We don't hate on your Dungeons about. and Dragons, buddy. We let you talk about that as long as you want. Hey, I used to play the shit out of Robotech, the RPG, when I was I stopped kid. interrupting awesome. Fallout talk. Uh, but see, Fallout's know. actually good. <laughs> that, my mistake, yeah. No, Wiggs, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if you saw me stream the, my modded Let's Play, any of that. The game, if you put shader mods on it and stuff, the game looks freaking awesome. Which game? You know you know what happens Fond with Fallout when I put shader mods on it? It crashes hmm. more often than it does already. Uh, then, then there's something wrong. I could, I could, if you, if you're serious about modding it, I could help. I don't want to mod it. I, I just want to play it and beat the shit out of it. It looks good. I don't care what the game looks like. I run games on low to medium settings so I can load faster. Really? Well, you have a good yeah. PC. Yeah, huh? you have an awesome PC. I do, but the fact is, when I run on ultra high settings, it takes seconds to load instead of instant. I want instant. It's not even true. It, it is true. It does take longer to load a game when you run on high settings, does it, Lefty? I don't know. I've, I've honestly never tested. I couldn't say one way. On Fallout, if you if I run ultra high settings, it takes two seconds to go between areas. If I run it on medium to low settings, it happens instantaneously. That may be true. I've seen Wings play Fallout, and he does have quick in and out of you know loading screens. I so. literally don't have loading screens, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I do have loading screens, and there are hangs. Probably have something have having something to do with all the mods I have installed. So maybe that's a thing. I don't know, but I I, I, I value performance over weight. I don't care. I don't care what it looks like. I don't. My truck hasn't been washed in a year and a half. I'm not gonna wash my truck. I'm not gonna install a shader mod on a game. It looks good, man. I'm just saying. That's, I mean, that's fine. You you value what you value in a game. You play it that way. I'll tell you one thing. I would mod if it was there. You might hit up, man. You know how, like, you go to eat food and fall out in New Vegas? I would really like it if I could press a button. It would just eat, like, a, a random piece of food in my inventory. I, I don't know. The The thing I found in, in modding New Vegas, they've got mods for everything. There's sex mods for Fallout New Vegas. I don't, need, I don't care about sex. Well, mods. right, I got, but I got I, porn. I mean, like, who the fuck wants that? I, I can see real people have sex. There are a lot of people that are in my stream. Like, you should put the sex mods on. I'm like, first of all, you don't understand how Twitch and YouTube work. Second of all, that's just weird. I'm gonna have sex mods. I'm gonna go have Fisto on my Let's Play. You <laughs> have fisting elephant mods. <laughs> well, no, there's a robot called Fisto that has sex with you. Oh, really? In what game? Oh, is that, a, is that a is that a Gamora? It's uh no, it's in Freeside. Oh. Normally I would be opposed to this, but Fallout is a game with so much prostitution and sex anyway. It makes sense. <laughs> you could go to Gamora and get a strip show from a ghoul. I have to yeah. start Fallout. I haven't Fallout tried it yet. I'm told that I'm better Fallout. than Wings. Fallout <laughs> is one of the best games ever made, if not the best game ever made. Woody, you, yeah, Woody, you'll be better than Wings in those. Yeah, time. I mean, it, it, like, probably, a week or two. Yeah, minutes, you know, yeah. almost instantaneously. By the time you're done navigating the menus, you'll be way past my skill. I don't know if you know this, but I'm widely regarded as one of the best players of every video game ever in the multiverse. Dude, Fallout ain't you about have to skill, play though. for like Fallout's three or four months. Memorization. You have to play three or four months before you know how to use the menu. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's pretty bad. But wow. once you've mastered it, like it's it's because it's your pit boy. It's like attached to your arm. If you think and if you think the new ones are hard to learn, you should play the old ones. Hmm. 
I plan on doing a Fallout 2 Let's Play here soon. Well, yeah, I'd like to see what he played Fallout New Vegas. That'd be cool. It's a great game. It's, it it's is a it. fantastic game. It's one of those games I would take on a desert island with me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, man. There's so much to do. Although, if you're on a desert island, why don't you have your own real adventure, right? <laughs> because my desert island in my head is like like a square mile, and I could like go to one side of the island to the other in like you know thirty or forty minute brisk walk. And how are you surviving this and somehow playing video games? Because it's imaginary, dude. How am I getting electricity to fire the computer <laughs> and up? And that is religion. Do you have it now? <laughs> you just make it real in your head. Wait, what the hell are lake lurks, and why do they kill my ass so quickly? Shoot my leg. Shoot him in the leg? Yeah, you gotta cripple him. You I was walking him. around, like, I, I was by the, whatever lake, uh, I guess south of the Hoover Dam, and I'm... Not... Lake Mead? Yeah, and I was just, uh, I had just, what did I do? I had just done the, all the, all the Novak quests, uh, and the, and the Helios 1 stuff, and I was just making my You're way talking about Meyer Lurks, you doing the Meyer Lurk Kings or actual Meyer Lurk Hunters or just a regular Meyer Lurk? No, my lurks are Fallout 3. Lake lurks are what are in New Vegas. Well, uh, the same monster. Wait, yeah, but... Come on, would you get on our level? <laughs> but <laughs> I saw them. I'm like, ooh, what are these monsters? And then they... They, they, have, that, they have that caprice on them that, that, that absorbs damage. you got to either shoot them in the face, or you have to do that with the stealth, or you got to... It's easier just to cripple them and go... Like, cripple one of the legs, then cripple the arms. Preferably, cripple left leg, right arm, because they're right arm predominantly. He's gonna get that 50 BMG with explosive ammo. Hey, you don't need that shit. Get Veronica. Yeah. Just get Veronica. Be like, hey, bitch, go get yeah, him. Give it to, give it, to, give it to Veronica. <laughs> I don't fight monsters. Fuck it. That's for chumps. I did get Veronica. Veronica's the one the the uh, that's in the Brotherhood of Steel, right? Right. Yeah. And you get her the power armor from get, the Repcon. Yeah, you get the power armor really early, and it's really overpowered. I'm playing on very hard on mine, and you can she can still dominate most of the monsters on there. Okay. Oh, I should do that. I got some weapon mods. I got an M14 in there. It shoots 308 rounds. It's really... There's an M14 powerful. anyway in the game. It's called That Machine. Oh, is there? Oh, well, this yeah, is a modded more, one. More of the stats are... Yeah, there's unique weapons as well, Woody. So, like, there's... There's there's a... Uh, um, there's a unique... There's unique weapons. So there's only one of them in the world, and it has unique stats and attachments and stuff, and it's... Does Wait, what this kind of gun suck? Do you have? That gun? I don't mean to go away from Fallout. Rock Fallout. Island Armory. Just wondering. It's just a it's a World War Two replica. Okay. It's not a great one. Oh. I'll trade you. I, I I wasn't trying to even <laughs> measure. I didn't even know if yours was better or worse. I was just wondering if we had. The Woody same has one a very or... nice one. I, I like Woody's a lot. No, I wish my gun was one fourth of what Woody has. Oh. I didn't mean to be a dick about it or anything. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, no. My, my still got a 1911. There you Shoot, do. I, I, mine's only a couple of weeks old. I I, I haven't. Uh, I've, I've shot probably three or four hundred rounds out of mine. I've never had a hang up in it. I shot my um. So my nineteen eleven. I don't know. It's so new, but uh, my Smith and Wesson M and P. I've shot. I bet I have four thousand rounds in a row through that now. Like uh, thousands of rounds without a hiccup. I got a Smith and Wesson fifteen hundred. That's a bad rifle. It's a chamber three hundred win mag. Uh. Yeah, I don't have anything, a rifle that shoots big bullets. All I have is some 223s. God, you guys make me want guns so bad. <laughs> they are cool. Um, yeah, yeah, but the only problem with guns left is you never use the motherfuckers. Unless you that's get to the, the thing. Like, I buy a gun 
really knowing that this is not a this is not a smart purchase, right? Like, and, and the one thing about guns is they don't depreciate strongly. Like, it's kind of like a car, right? You you buy it for a thousand, you could sell it for eight hundred, but a couple yeah. of years from now, though, it's different than a car, and that you could sell it for a thousand or twelve or fourteen hundred. You know, there are people who bought things six, seven years ago who could sell it for more than they bought it now. That doesn't make it a great investment vehicle. It's it doesn't make it a bad one. It's just not fully wasted like other per- yeah. like ninety percent of the purchases in your well, life. I don't think a black rifle is ever a wasted purchase. I think it only go up in value. They're going to eventually, you know, ban them and grandfather them in again. I don't I, I don't know what what's going to happen there. But uh, I, I, you, I can't if say you, if you use you, the last hundred years as a measure, you buy a gun. It, you know, it becomes used, so it's it, it's worth a little less. But then over time, it's worth a lot more. Back. Yeah, I have a gun topic before we close out the show. I I was actually thinking about it yesterday. I tweeted about it a bit, and I wanted to get your guys' gauge on this. Do you need a not safe for work fact yes. before your gun topic? Oh yeah. Every week, the average male creates enough sperm to impregnate every female on Earth. Oh wow. Okay, guns. If you well, ever see Maury show, someone's tried. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was beautiful. Good, good job. I like that. Uh, so this this happened last month, uh, but I was just made aware of it now. And uh, apparently, uh, President Obama has directed, and we, we talked about HIPAA earlier, um, has directed the uh, the HHS, the healthcare, whatever that that that, that acronym stands for. The secretary that essentially um, this person and, and this agency. Is, can change HIPAA as necessary, and they are given that bootstrap power in the law itself. President Obama directed this agency and their secretary um, to <laughs> to change HIPAA so that it is it is more it is easier for um, legal authorities to uh, to report mental health pro. Otherwise, things that would be otherwise prohibitive from of somebody owning a firearm, reporting that to the NICS, reporting that to the uh, to the database of uh, of people that are not the the federal database of people that are not allowed to own a gun, or the federal background database. So, essentially, if you if you meet these requirements of HIPAA that or, or these requirements that say you you are prohibited from owning a firearm, and there are there is a Mental contingent to that. One of them is uh, is uh, involuntary committal, whether that be court ordered or by a family member, or if a legal authority, uh, if your doctor thinks you're a danger to yourself and to others, they have to report that. Is that bad? They have to, re- they have to report that anyway. No, they don't. That's violating. Is well, I I didn't I didn't think it was. I, I shouldn't say I, I didn't think no, it I'm was. Saying, like if you got if like you're mentally unstable, the doctor has to report you to the authorities as being that. I don't do know what to? the doctor has to do. It's called it's called a. Uh, they can do what they call a. Um, well, as far as treatment goes, to to further your treatment, if they want to commit you because yeah, you're a danger commitment, to yourself, that's what it's called. Well, it's right, called well, right, commitment. but that's treatment. But they don't go. That's not in a database somewhere. That is still that is still your health care, your psychological or your yeah, mental health care stuff that's protected by HIPAA. Now, but this is if isn't you go the, into a mental hospital, mm-hmm. you lose your rights to guns. 
Period. You can't have that. When the FBI does a background check, they'll go, boop, mental hospital, no gun. Exactly. That's how they do it now. That's 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 how it is now. Why does the FBI, or why does anybody have access? Isn't that a huge HIPAA violation? Like, a, like a, HIPAA is a pretty for, big thing, for those for, of you that don't know. I, I was just going to say the same sort of thing. But people don't know HIPAA is basically medical privacy. You know, they, if you get uh-huh. sick in America, your boss doesn't have to know what your sickness is, your potential employers. Your, it's private. Your, your medical information stays private, and HIPAA is the law that makes that happen. Um, but I guess they're looking to poke a hole in HIPAA, saying that, if you do the sort of thing that would make you not a good gun owner, like whatever, get committed to a mental institution, then that stuff violates HIPAA. You know, that stuff you know, allows you to poke a hole through HIPAA and send that data out through the protective And that's in layer. a database, not if you're trying to, but just in case you ever try to buy a gun. That's in a database violating HIPAA for that purpose, to put you in a database just in case you may one day try to buy a gun. And I, I think that's that's... That seems incredibly wrong to me. I my, don't my, even. My question know. is like, how how many people buy guns and actually commit crimes with them? It's low. It's a, that's low. a that has to be a low yeah, number. Yeah, I, I remember the the one stat that concealed carry owners love to pull out is that their crime rate is much lower than that of policemen. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that. Did you know it's are those yeah. good numbers? They're not fudged at all. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's been vetted many times. It's it just oh, the people that that try to get concealed carry license, like me. You know, they just don't tend to do many crimes. I yeah. uh, I actually know the policeman numbers. I've seen those today. Policeman last year in 2013 died 33 times on the job, but they killed 481 people. That's in the nice United KD States. right there. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the lowest. So that, 2013 marked the it's. The safest year to be a cop since 1896, I think. Is that an 11 KD? That's that's a pretty good KD. Yeah. X-Cal, you are right, but you ain't no cop. But I think it's a big deal, this HIPAA thing, because one of the reasons that HIPAA is in existence is because People, and I believe this was even tested before the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court agreed that one of the central tenets of people seeking mental health treatment is is knowing that that treatment and the fact that you have a mental illness and you are seeking treatment for it, whatever the treatment is, is going to be kept private. And that the, the relation between you and your, your treatment facility and your doctors are all privileged and completely private, and you have control over who sees what and when. Not your employers, yeah. not anybody that sends you there, uh, not even insurance. You you have that complete privacy. But to, to, to poke a hole in that, however small it may seem, but to say, well, just in case you might buy a gun, if you seek mental health, if you have mental health, you know, help for these things or these things are done to you, it's in a data button. It's in a federal database. Yeah, we don't want to discourage people from seeking mental health. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Wouldn't it be like a discourager? The problem with common sense gun laws is that there always seems to be some way it can be twisted, right? So in this case, they're like, look, if if you go into a mental health facility, we're going to put you in this database, and the only people that will be looking at it is the FBI. You're going to have privacy from your employers, potential employers, family, friends, etc. It's just an FBI thing to make sure the wrong people don't get guns. Sounds like common sense gun law, right? But the counter-argument to it is like, well, wait a minute. 
These are people who aren't trying to get guns, and you're violating their rights for things that they haven't tried to do. And it starts with just the FBI looking at it, but soon it becomes the NSA looking at it, and it becomes the CIA looking at it, and then it becomes freaking voter registration logs, finding that crazy people tend to vote for Ron Paul, and and now he's going to be sending you campaign letters, and you know, it, like it, it'll just be used all over the place until eventually advertisers are sending you drug information, right? Like it, it starts here at slippery slopes. All these common sense gun laws, if twisted and distorted and stretched to what could potentially happen beyond their original intent suddenly become not so common sense anymore and it like for me as a you know when i try to make my own decisions about what's good and what's bad it's hard to figure this out you know the people who've heard me a lot have heard me say that you know what you like your government doing today like all right maybe you're pro obama and you say yes i want obama to be able to do this i trust him it will be fantastic but don't forget you know obama's president now a couple years from now it might be chris christie and let's say that you don't like him you know, a couple of years from now, it's going to be somebody else. You have to make sure that this is a behavior that you want in the hands of someone who's not good if you're going to open it up because you're going to open it up for everybody here on forward. Um, what are the other common sense gun laws they have out there? Uh, Magazines? Is that you know, gosh, I don't like that one. That one doesn't make any sense I don't, I don't, I don't sense care about me. gun laws anyway. What about the fully autos? That's a oh, dumb suppressors. one. Suppressors. Suppressors. That's, that's a dumb one, too. Uh, Body armor? Fully auto guns are not more deadly than semi-auto ones. They just waste more bullets. They waste a ton more. I mean, if if some guy was trying to take on a crowd, I hope he does have fully auto because he'll be reloading every five seconds. We'll, we'll take him down. If he has semi-auto, he'll be killing 30 people between reloads as yeah. opposed to just wasting his... I've shot fully auto. You just run through a lot You've of ammo. You've got three or four seconds of, of, of continuous shooting. And then it's going to take you three or four seconds to reload unless you're Billy Badass, like, practicing. And, those, and you know, you can't. There's no way if you're out there and, like, you know, in the, in the shock of the moment. These guys are – that's how they always get taken down is when they reload. Yep. Yeah. Fully auto is not worse. And silencers? Uh, so the culture around silencers should be that this is a polite way to keep the noise of your gun down. The culture around silences, silencers is – these are tools of elite assassins that make your gun sound like thump, you know, and they don't. They're still pretty loud, and you, you're not going to run through a hotel shooting people with a silenced weapon being unnoticed. It, it's a muffler. It's a muffler. Like your car. It's a muffler. Yeah. yeah. Good point. You still hear the truck driving by. You just don't. If you've, you know, if you've never heard a car without any exhaust, that that V6 Honda outside will sound like a fucking race car. You cut the exhaust off. It, it, I saw a um, a Mythbusters episode where they're like, yeah, silences are amazing. It really is this quiet. But then I've heard them in real life, and they're not that quiet. They're they're loud. Water silencers are really quiet. I've, Water-based ones. I haven't even heard of a water silencer before. But um, so you pour water in. They're, they're wet-dry silencers. You, you just pour water in it. Have you heard so, one in real life? Yeah, of course. They, all right, so here's the deal. So you, if you're shooting a bullet that's subsonic, which is quieter than the speed, the slower than the speed of sound, uh, you don't get the sonic boom, obviously. So like a nine millimeter usually has that. But if you use something like a 45 ACP that's shooting lower than the speed of sound, you don't get that crack. And when you suppress it using a good suppressor that is wet, uh, like, uh, it's 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 pretty quiet. It's not something that like if if I was 
if if I heard it in the other room, I would think somebody dropped a book, not that somebody huh. fired a gun. That's quieter than it sounded to me. Although now I'm not that, going through I've all seen, that. I've seen nothing fancy shoot a 1911 with the uh, with a wet dry silencer, and it sounded to me like it was just the action, like the like you shot the gun empty and the, the no, slides slid forward. I have to that's, buy one of these. The, I don't know why it sounded that quiet thing because it's 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 fairly loud, but it's not so loud that you can find that video online if you want to look at it. It's difficult to explain. I don't know how many decibels it is, and I wouldn't know how to explain it. But like you know, if you told me it was one nineteen, I'd be like, you know, when you when you like throw like a heavy textbook on the floor and it makes a pretty loud pop, right? About like that. That's what a forty five sounds like. Need the sound uh, engineers of Black Ops 2 to get in on this and be like, recreate the sound. Well, they, that's what they do. They go out and record the, the, the gun sounds for, for the game. The, but like a 22, on the other hand, if you've got like a, a subsonic, it's it, once again, subsonic 22 uh, rimfire with a suppressor, it's pretty quiet, especially if it's a rifle where you're not, it, it's not just a suppressor that screws onto the barrel, it's an integrally, uh, Suppressed rifle, meaning the the barrel and the suppressor are made as one. Those are those bolt action rifles are so quiet that if you shot one in the in my kitchen and I was at the end of the hallway in the bathroom, I would I wouldn't even hear it. Uh, all right, maybe I'm I stand corrected. I guess you know, Kyle would know he's he's seen more of this in that, real life. That's than just I have. with and but the, those are exceptional circumstances. You know, it's for the most part the. Most of the suppressors that get bought, they're not doing that. They're not shooting subsonic ammo. They're they're shooting regular ammo, and the point of them is to be polite, like you said, and to not have to wear uh, hearing, hearing protection. protection. Do you and have a honey badger? No. No. Oh. Uh, that gun is. The, I usually don't think many guns are cool, right? Like I, I guess they are. Like almost every two two three out there, I consider to be roughly in the same class. All these AR-15s dressed in a Equivalent ways, um, the FN 2000 is a little bit different than the others, but shoots pretty much the same. If you were to say, "Woody, here's a Scar. Woody, here's an ACR. Woody, here's an AR-15. Here's an M4," I'd be like, "Uh, you know, I, I've pretty much done this before." The Honey Badger, I want to try that. That thing's yeah, cool. It's, it's a bird of a different feather. Yeah, that, they start, you know, It's something that where they like. They're like, "Hey, let's make something totally different." And it says it's 300 blackout, which I'm not sure how to feel about it. I guess it, that's it the has ammo a, it fires. Uh huh. It's not 5.56. It's 300 blackout. Mm. Um, so it's subsonic. Um, well, you can you can shoot supersonic 300 blackout, but it's um, subsonic. It's integrally suppressed. It's a cool little gun. Yeah, but they're crazy. Aren't they like 15 grand? I don't know that they're selling any to the public. Oh, I don't know where I got 15 grand from, but. Um, uh, yeah, that may be what they, grand, uh, I'd get a machine gun. That may, that may be what the government agency that's buying them is paying. Hmm. I've always wanted an MG42. <laughs> um, you can buy those wings. Like a, you can buy a semi-auto. In, I'm in not buying an MG42. Eh, all right, all right. Uh, I, I, there's better ways to waste money. <laughs> I'm just saying, if somebody wanted to give me one, I wouldn't turn it away. <laughs> if you wanted to donate, <laughs> donate. Donate to my World War II History Museum, which consists of an MG42. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Mosin to go, huh? You got a Mosin. I, I got a Red Saka, too. The They're cool. 
Do you guys want to wrap the show? Yes, I do. I'm ready. Should really we add one more sex facts and then stop recording? Sure. All right, do it. Poodles have the biggest scrotum out of all modern dog species. They are the wings of redemption of the canine family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Wow. PKA 166. Bye. Bye guys.